Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. It is Monday, January 12th. 2015, coming at you live from Las Vegas. Thank you for listening on this Monday night. Great to have you in. We really appreciate it. We got Eli Tomac tonight. We got Aaron Plessinger. And we got the king of Supercross, Jeremy Effin McGrath. Coming in uh, on the show, uh, great guest, and, and we couldn't be happier to have them. And we thank, uh, thank you guys for listening to BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech, Vortex Racing, Roos Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Pivot Works, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, and Two Under Underwear, the best underwear ever. Ever. Uh, thanks for again for listening. We appreciate it. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. I welcome to the studio. He's my boss. He's coming for, for employee evaluations to check everything out. Racer X's own, Jason Wygant. Eh, doing all right. All right, I'm going to really try I'm to. Not, yeah. I haven't, haven't filled out all the boxes yet. Okay, well, so I'm going to keep. Gonna keep I'm going to keep working hard, mm-hmm. giving it 110. percent Yep. Uh, you're the voice of motocross. So literally only yes, yeah. voice of motocross. You're also, be very specific. Yeah, no, I, I, it's really happy to have you here. <laughs> also in studio, this is a surprise, and I didn't know if he'd really show up, but it's awesome. I think his kids made him do it. Uh, the inno- he's an innovator. He's an idea man. He's a he's a dreamer in our sport. Behind the scenes, how big is this guy, Weege? Behind the scenes, I just like to say the only promoter on earth of anything that everyone actually likes across the board. <laughs> everybody actually likes a that's, guy who's putting on events. That's actually true. Eric, it's impossible. Eric Perinard, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks really, for coming in. Really pumped to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, and uh, you know, well, it's a long way to Vegas, but. I lived here for 12 years, so yeah, it, your was, own, your it old, was back to square one. Your old hometown. Exactly. It's probably grown a little bit, though. Exactly. Uh, the man, Eric, you've started the U.S. Open over here. Uh, Endurocross you brought to America. Uh, you're the, the U.S. guy behind Bercy for 30 years or whatever. Yep. Uh, Geneva Supercross, X Games now. You're running the X Games for those guys, all the Correct. motorsports things. Uh, straight rhythm. Helped out a straight, straight rhythm. Straight rhythm. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, not much you haven't done. Uh, we we yeah. we haven't really done much compared to Eric. No, we just talk. He yeah. does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you guys yeah. don't have kids, so that's one thing you haven't done. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> well, hey, we're, we're pumped to have you guys on board. We've uh, got two great guys in the studio uh, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes, uh, producing it, um, taking your phone calls and complaints. The Devin Gibbs. Oh, what's going on, guys? How are you? Killing it. Uh, McGrath's on the night. Uh, I'm nervous. I gave you his phone number. I can't. Do, do not text him, like off. You know, like, hey, Jeremy, remember me? Just, like, if I leave, you gotta like knock me out and check my phone and make right, sure. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, Kings. Hey, McGrath's the reason why I'm into the sport. Yeah, McGrath's why yeah, no. most the reason most of my generation is into this. One sport. of the coolest dudes around back then when he was racing, and still probably now. Yeah. I mean, oh, does it get much better now. than Jeremy McGrath? No, I've been traveling with all those guys for over 30 years around the world, and Jeremy's a king. 
Yeah, yep. yeah, he, he's he's great. Um, so we're gonna have him on, and uh, Devin's gonna take your phone call seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven Phoenix Supercross just happened in the rearview mirror. And uh, we hey, don't forget we have uh, later on in the show the BTOSports.com Gabby Gibbs segment, race tech suspension emails, the NFAB Jeep and truck parts question of the day, which why well, again you came up with. Good job on that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. X brand, uh, X brand tear offs, and uh, and your calls, and like I said, some top notch guests, and and we're gonna get into everything uh, later on. But uh, Joe JT is gonna join us too, as as usual. Um, Wygant's spot here on the show. I don't know if you know this. Oh no! It's brought to you by Fly Racing. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Weston Pike. Fly gear, I'm, best out there, bro. I'm presented by. Presented, presented by, by Fly, Fly Racing. Racing. Okay. Uh, Fly Racing's light hydrogen gear has revolutionized the world of lightweight racing apparel. Uh, they've been fine-tuned over the last four years to set the standard in what racers expect out of gear. Uh, they've got the uh, premium features like zipper lock, patented 2D buckle system. Watch for Weston Pike, Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and the other fly racing riders wearing the light hydrogen gear at a supercross near you. For more information, check out flyracing.com. Follow them on social media, at USA. They're happy to bring you Jason Wygant tonight. Uh, are they going to bring me anything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What? I mean... I, I mean, I can't. Pay me to be here? Yeah, yeah, I'll get you something. I just I'll get, got a forced I'll, endorsement. I'll get you some gloves or something. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, well, it could be worse. One time when Albertson was on and his, his read was brought to him by Race Tech, uh, he kept insisting that his suspension company was better. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's really race, smooth. Race Real smooth radio. <laughs> Real good. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting show. Eric, uh, uh, when I you got a sponsor for Eric. I could uh, make I've, one. I've, I've, got, my, I've got my own. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> oh, good. You're I'm good. good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like how, I like how the only reason Eric's here is because his kids listen to the show. That's it. They were like, hey, Dad, you should go on there. No, no, no. He has, he has a bone to pick with us, and he, he's a man. He does a face-to-face. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Absolutely. Okay, so Thanks what? to my kids for telling me about <laughs> it. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't have time for your stupid show. <laughs> Now you, sound, now you sound like an important person in the industry. Yeah. I don't have time for your stupid show. Right. Uh, uh, but, so we made a joke, Wygant, about something. Um, it was an obstacle at an Enduro Cross uh, last year, yeah. 2013. Yeah. I, was here, you, I was here for the Enduro Cross, so I came and did your show. Okay. And we did a lot of Enduro Cross talk. We introduced the world to Cody Webb. Oh, good. that's right. He was he the was master beta. Master beta. Right, yes, master, master beta. beta. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we made fun of an obstacle that was at one of the events during practice. I don't even think it was Vegas. It wasn't even Vegas, that obstacle. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It, was, it was in Ontario, and uh, it was a very interesting story because, you know, Enduro Cross, I, I created Enduro Cross about 10 years ago, and the idea was to make it like the Supercross of off-road. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's in my mind, that's my idea. But uh, sometimes the people I work with think it's more like trail riding. And, uh, you know, one day I was uh, showing up late at the track and suddenly my phone is ringing off the hook and basically everybody's like, what the F? You know, it's like, this is not good. What did you do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm in the airplane. I'm taxiing in LAX right now. So no idea. And, um, you know, they had built a a, a kind of a mock-up of going under a tree, like, what happened when you go riding yeah. in Idaho or Colorado. And, uh, you know, the top guys were not very happy with that. So, yeah. I, you know, I basically got back to the track. By then, you know, the stories were going on. The yeah. de- decapitator, as it was nicknamed. Yes. And, that's and, where you uh, come yes, in. Yes, that's where you come in. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a, a, a just a mistake. But uh, it kind of, like, kept us going for a few days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't know it made it to your show. So, obviously, it was very important. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even remember. Yeah. But I'm sure we said something. I'm sure we laughed about it. Yep. 
Um, He's a promoter. All all press is good press. Tell, tell, Let's tell talk us about Enduro Cross. Tell us, uh, Weege, tell, tell me the advice Eric gave you one time about being promoter. Well, as I said at the beginning, yeah. it's the only promoter that everybody likes. Yeah. And I, I, I mean everybody. There are other promoters that people like. Yeah. But at some point, you, someone, someone's angry. Yeah. 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 You didn't pay it's, enough or you screwed you up on the too track. Much or, pay too much or whatever. I'm just saying. Too much. Have you ever been yelled at for paying too much? <laughs> no. I never had that issue. <laughs> never had that problem. Uh, so uh, sometime last year, I was like, I got a question for you. Yeah. How come everybody likes you? And I think you're like, what, why would people hate me? And I'm like, no, your line of work, you put on races, you put on events. People generally don't like rules. Mm-hmm. They feel they're getting screwed or they should have yeah. got paid more whatever. And you said, because I'm straight up with people. If you tell people the truth, even if it's not good, if you're straight up, as soon as you can, and you give them the yeah. answer. It's very hard for someone to not say, okay, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And that is serious life advice, folks. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Take that advice. Would you agree with that, Eric? Or do you – I mean – you know, I don't know. I didn't choose the easiest line of work. <laughs> right, I mean, there's right. no question. But, uh, I mean, putting things together, trying to bring the riders to do a great race, trying to make it safer, more fun, more friendly. Uh, you know, it's kind of what I do. Yeah. And uh, I've been very fortunate to be associated with a lot of people that allowed me to do that. Because, you know, ESPN, mm-hmm. all, the, all the European promoters like, you know, Xavier, Geneva, it's like... You know, it's it's easy to be. It's good to be the good guy. You yeah. know, I mean, most of us wants to be the good guy. Yeah. So instead of being the guy that try to save a penny or not do the right thing for mm-hmm. the riders, I'm the guy that fight for them because yeah. I, as I, as I always tell the riders, I say I want you to make money. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not it's not like I don't want you to make money. You know, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. like Malcolm this year. You know, I, I'm afraid that my. Uh, you know, my involvement with Malcolm, mm-hmm. taking him to the European races, yeah. it could have been his biggest, biggest part of his income. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. I'm sad to see that, but also on the other side, I'm proud that I may up. have been 50% of his yearly income. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, that's, that's just one of those examples, you know, of uh, how you can help. All the riders are good guys. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just how you handle them. You know, uh, Jason Lawrence was not the easy guys to deal with. Oh, to really? Deal, oh. To deal with. Yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm the only one that experienced <laughs> bad times. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you could have a conversation with him. Right. And he could, he could be a decent guy. Yeah. It's just like he was not making the right decision sometimes. Yeah. Quite often. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, people always have a problem like Josh Hansen. To me, Josh Hansen's a great kid. Yeah. You know, I, I never had a problem with him. I, I knew him when he was 17 years old. I think he was at the first U.S. Open in, in 98. Right. Riding maybe 85. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Millsap were there. At, uh, at least he was there in, a, in, yeah. a, in 98. And, um, you know, you just, I think you have to be good to the people. That's all. You know, it's just. Yeah, uh, huh? So you found that. Like, if you have bad news. And you present it to people. They can't get the answer they want. You can't always give them everything they want. Usually people are receptive to that if you don't wait to the last second and lie and then yeah. pull the rug out from it, them. It's much easier today than 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, 30 years ago yeah. when I was at the, at the level of uh, – I, when I was in the generation of the rider, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're 25 and the guy is 25 and you tell him this, you yeah. say, yeah, you're effing with me. But, you know, when you, when you get to be, you know, in your late 40s, early 50s, whatever, uh, and you tell a rider, say, hey, listen, you know, I've been dealing with that situation for 30 years. Yeah. This is the way it's going to be. Oh, okay. uh, if you have a problem. You yeah. come and tell me and you'll address it. A lot of riders are afraid to talk to 
promoters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's what you know. I like at the straight rhythm. I, I went around and I talked to everybody. I say, hey, if you have an issue, tell me. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. once you hear a problem more than a couple times. You have a problem. You have a problem, right? Yes. You have something going I on. I mean, one issue, I, I don't like that jump. I don't like that turn. I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody is going to find his perfect track. Yeah. But if, if 10 guys tell you, hey, this kicker is not good, yeah. it's not it's good. It's good, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, he started the U.S. Open. Yeah. He sold it. Probably yeah. made, he, Eric probably made a, a shit ton of He made of 100 money. grand. That's what you get. Yeah, yeah. You got a check. You got a giant check yeah. for hundred grand. <laughs> Two showgirls came up. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 yeah, it was signed by my, my wife. The right. check, oh, by the oh, way. Oh. So it was how all ironic. Good. He starts in U.S. Open. He sells it for God knows how much. Yeah. Okay. He starts in Durocross. Sells it to uh, Source or Source. Yeah, it was Peterson at oh, the time. Peterson, okay. Prime Media. Prime yeah. Media makes yeah. a ton of money. Yeah. Okay. We need to get in on his next idea. We each. Yeah. You and I. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever your idea is, we want in. Keep it I, off the air because yeah. we don't want anyone else no. in on this. So during but the break, during the break, in, uh, whatever, minutes, whatever your next great idea is, <laughs> yes. I've got a little bit of money in the bank. I can give you some memorabilia from here yeah. for collateral. And I, want I don't like in. to spend money, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a He's got a good track record. Yes. He I don't a like good to spend money either, so we're two. <laughs> okay, yeah, so right. <laughs> you can spend a little more than me investing in this next thing. Because I want whatever his idea is. I don't know what it is. I'm in. I usually work good. Yeah, right, exactly. Straight rhythm. You know what? That's a perfect example. Straight rhythm. No one didn't like it. Everybody that wrote it liked it. Yeah. Which is, we have a very jaded group. I did this Red Bull event, yeah. Truck Series, a couple days ago, and I couldn't believe that all the drivers thought it was cool because mm -hmm. I'm not used to going through a whole weekend where every participant actually liked what they were doing. They right. usually like to complain. But straight rhythm. I don't. I didn't hear a negative word from anybody. Oh, the vibe was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just. I mean, short of being 150 degrees, you know. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. was yes. like it was actually hot, yeah. warmer than Sam Boyd, which is not possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it yep. was short of being 150 degrees. Right. Everybody was smiling. I mean, you know, I personally removed all the transponder of all the guys that were getting basically kicked out. Okay. And. and not a single guy was mad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, usually thanks for having us. Yeah, 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 yeah when yeah. you remove the transporter, it's kind of a defining moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you didn't but, make it. Yeah, you're yeah. going back. And yeah. said, thank you, yeah. thank you. I'm like, you wow. didn't make it, man. The ship's moving on. <laughs> yep. The ship's moving on without Main you. events going on, but you're not in it. Right, yeah. right, right. But you know, it's the bottom line in our sport, and, and you guys are like me, is you have to connect with your riders. You know, I mean, they don't yeah. like people that don't connect with them. Because at the end of the day, you know, just like in... And I see bikes in your in your garage, you know, and you ride, and we all mm -hmm. ride. And I think there's, you know, there's really a connection. We had a, a really bad news last week with an X game that is pulling away from regular freestyle. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, ESPN asked me to call the riders and talk to them about it just to, yeah. because I would have done that anyway. But yeah. it was kind of them to say, hey, let's let's throw. And the first guy I called was Adam Jones mm -hmm. because we had we had that little crisis in Austin where right. it was too windy and yeah. Adam was in many ways the voice of reason. He okay. said that's too dangerous, yep. and uh, you know we didn't agree on the spot. But mm -hmm. uh, he, he later called me and he said, "Hey, you did a great job, you know, handling, yeah. handling me and the others." Yeah, yeah. And I called him to say, "Hey, I, I want you to be the first one. We're not going to be doing it next year because, yes." We're putting your life in danger, and uh, we don't need to do that. It's yeah. too windy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you know, the last thing I want to do is to go see another friend in a hospital. Yeah. That's yeah. the last thing I want to do, you know. I think we're breaking news here, then. No freestyle the x -Men. Is Are we true? breaking news? Yeah. Is it yeah. known? Okay. Uh, it's, it's official. Okay. It's okay. official. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, 
I mean, it's official. I don't know. It's not officially said, but yeah, I, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm allowed to <laughs> no talk about it. No one listens to the show anyway. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Is, there, is there something about that area that makes it always so windy? Is that yeah, the issue? Yeah, yeah. It, it, will, it wasn't just a freak windstorm no, that no, day. No. It's a te- Texas, the, the circuit of America is like sunboard. Yeah. You know, it's, it's when you're in Texas, when you're in the desert in spring, yeah. it's windy. Uh, okay. And we're talking 20, 30 miles an hour wind. Right. And uh, when we were making the deal, you know, there was some people, oh, don't worry about the wind, but don't worry about the wind for GRC. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. They jump yeah. a little bit. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> But you know that's 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 the reality of the sport. So we're doing something this year. I I, I really kind of uh, I'm very happy about that. We're doing a quarter pipe freestyle. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. We, we're going new direction yeah. because quarter pipe doesn't send you as far and yeah. as long. And I think the the, the curve, you know, yeah. the okay. flare you're doing yeah. is less sensitive to wind than the regular right. comp ramp, hundred foot yeah. jump. You know, would you ever do? Would you ever bother? <laughs> I guess is the question. Would you ever want to fight and bother to do another U.S. Open? Not a U.S. Open, but you know what I mean—a motocross. You did. You helped McGrath out with his uh, yeah, his, his event. Yeah. Uh, would you ever do a, another one? Do you have other ideas? Is it something you would do? I think you know the the timing was right. Mm-hmm. The timing was right. There's not too many races on on the West Coast at the time. Mm-hmm. You know they were rebuilding Anaheim. Uh, I mean. When you compare to today, I think we had three races on the east coast, on the west coast mm-hmm. at the time we did the U.S. Open. Today uh, we have uh, six 20. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, and, and that was one thing. And uh, the next thing is, I mean, Jeremy was the one, you know, MC, yeah. telling me, Eric, why don't you do a bursi in U.S.? Okay, and yeah, that wow. was kind yeah, of, okay. yeah. So he was like, you know, every year he said, why don't we do something like that in U.S.? And in '95, my wife and I would said, you know what? The ironic thing is, he didn't ride the very first U.S. Open. No, no, he did ride the first one. Oh, he did. Oh, the yes. second one, he didn't ride. Okay, second all right, all right, ride, yeah. yes, yeah. Because he was on the he was yeah, on the poster, the, yeah. and, and, he, and he actually won the second night. Okay, you know, but he, he really didn't do a good do good stuff the first night. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was the Fox and Thor yeah. deal or Fox and No Fear deal back no, then. No, it was a year, okay, later. A year later. A right. year later. So, anyways, and, no, and Jeremy was like, you know, we need a race like that in U.S. So, so Jeremy, you know. Being the king, you listen to the king. Yeah, you know, the yeah. king tells. Believe me, you, when he comes on later, yeah, we're just we're listening. listening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's is is as we all know, a great individual, and uh, he had a lot of uh, input in it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like he was just. Right. It, it was just a very good adventure to do it today. I, I don't see the opportunity to make it happen today. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just there's yeah. no markets that are underserved. Yeah, there's yeah. no like there's too much going on. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and today, I would say the the only thing, and I'm gonna throw an idea, which I know it's oh, but I, oh, yeah, I mean, money? pay attention. Yeah. yeah, really today, if I was 20 years ago, uh-huh. I would say let's do a supercross at Madison Square Garden because it's it's a yeah. supercross has worked in New Jersey. Well, why not do one in in uh, New York City? But that's that's impossible the cost the unions, unions yeah, and yeah. stuff like that so well you went to some back in the there day there was a rain across yes. there in the early in the I mid know. 80s i, I went know. as a kid yeah. uh it was a cert the track was a circle and down the middle was a mud bog strip oh it was not great racing <laughs> yeah. Let's put yeah. that yeah, yeah. but i was seven years old i thought it was great at the time but yeah. you would have a lot of complaining there you go you'd have a lot yeah. of complaining yeah. riders uh, with the, what they had to deal with let's take some phone calls we got people on hold okay. they've been waiting for a while charles what's going on welcome to the pulp mech show charles Oh, I got you here. Yeah, what's up, Charles? What's going on? Well, just, I've known Eric for a fair amount of time, and I know he's got a, a great, uh, actually, you guys are just talking about it, uh, history and anything he does or whatever, but I know he was involved, at least I 
believe he was involved in putting in some off-road races. I think he was involved in the, the Cherubis Rally with Casey Folks years ago when Eric used to live in Vegas. Yep. I just wondered if he was uh, going to put together and maybe even considered uh, with, with Baja out now. I mean, even Roger Norman is charging $1,900 for a motorcycle entry this year for, for the <laughs> Baja events. If uh, Eric considered I putting yeah, together yeah. an off-road uh, series in the, in the U.S. I, you know, Charles, I think I remember you, and... Um, I, I love Baja and I hate Baja. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a, this this type of racing is way too dangerous. I lost a lot of friends there, and uh, I've got goosebumps when I'm talking to you right now. I just, you know, it's just to me, it's not the right thing. Going 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle is not a good idea. Mm, so, yeah. I mean, beside of the price they're charging, which is quite ridiculous, I think it's uh, the bikes are going too fast right now for that mm-hmm. kind of environment. So, uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful country. But uh, way too many friends are yeah. are gone, yeah. you know, and it just it's difficult yeah, no, for I, me too. Yeah, Eric, excuse me, I agree. I mean, not in Mexico, but even in Nevada, like you. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I believe you were involved with Casey when he did the Asturias rally. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, you know, I had a, a dealership here in Las Vegas at the time, right. and uh, I was basically hosting the teams and helping. You know, I was. I was not. Uh, financially involved in the project but i was uh-huh. really close to close to the project because i thought it was a really good idea you know and i think doing it in nevada was actually safer than doing it in mexico right right okay yeah. well eric we'll look forward to seeing you and once again congratulate on the enduro cross series we had new two uh northern california northern california boys uh cody webb and yeah uh, they rock they rock the, uh, oh, cool. hopefully we'll see him again next year but uh, once again we'll see you at the enduro cross and uh, keep up the good work thanks for calling charles thank you thank you Take care. uh z-man you wanted to compliment eric are you, pe- are you telling these guys to call yeah. you tell your buddies z-man you there hey guys how are you weege nice to hear from you oh z-man oh z-man now you guys are all yeah, okay yeah. All, uh, we know z-man well yes oh god hi eric Hi, Tom. (laughs) The only comment that I was going to make very quickly is that Eric has got to be the smartest guy in the motorsports world. Years ago, he did everything he could to talk me out of doing supermoto promotion. (laughs) And and I was too arrogant to to listen to him at the time. And uh, and he was right about that, too, guys. So your plan about just listening and following him, go with that. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Wh- whatever. No, I, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's monkeys riding unicycles. I'm in with you. I'm in. Like I don't. I'm invest. I'm an investor in your idea. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Steve. Thank Supermoto, you. Supermoto not on that list. No. No no, no. 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 I have to hey, say, I, uh, Supermoto had potential. It really did. But I mean, yeah. I think it had to go downtown. I think it had to go into city streets or whatever. Yeah, the you Supermoto know? is really, really a tough one for me because I finally got talk, talk in of doing one with some friends okay. and uh, I helped the infamous New Smyrna Beach Supermoto and Doug. Oh, okay. Doug Henry yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, this is, well, let's talk about not sleeping for a week. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, right. and, it's like, and, and once again, nothing, it's just, yeah, you know, yeah, once yeah. again, he lost control of his bike and, uh, right. but you, that's, that's a weekend when you wish you wouldn't have been promoting a race. Right, right. Yeah. Thanks, Z-Man. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Tom. Hey, guys. Have a good night. All right, thank, thank you. you. Uh, Raining yellow. Hey, I'm pumped. I got uh, I ordered Race Tech uh, Fork Springs today. Fantastic. Thank you. Did you use and the pulp code? Vortex uh, Springs and Sprocket. Ah, oh, fantastic. Supporting the show. Raining yellow. I'm Not sorry about. I'm sorry about. Rocket insane. I mean, I'm sorry about James's suspension. Still, I know it's tough on you. 
But thank you for Absolutely. supporting the show. Well, you know, I came down with a fever on Saturday. I'm lucky I was able to make it work on Monday. He was looking – hey, the younger brother was looking good. Yes, he was representing yeah. the reigning yellow crew quite Fast well. and the whoops. Mookie was good. Fast and the whoops. Wait, here's my question with him, though. Do you think – because obviously he could have had that race. Do you think after having such hold a bad on, week last week – Hold on, hold on, hold on. Said, hold on. What do you mean obviously he could have had that race? He was passed by Cooper Webb and left behind. No offense, yeah, he rode he, great. He, he, had great a good, uh, he had a good gap on everyone at one point. I disagree with that he could have had that race. Cooper Webb is really good. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to be, make it difficult on everybody. Great uh, ride by Mookie. Yes, but, no but, doubt. But not, well, not, okay, you know. do, you think, uh, do you think he could have wicked it up some more, or do you think he said, you know what, I'm going to I mean, what I got here? After his Anaheim won, like it's a short series, you can't afford too many mistakes. Maybe Mookie was like, hey. I'm taking my second and getting 22 points and moving on. You yeah, know? plus he come right. with the LCQ twice. I think he's like, this yeah. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. The podium. yeah. 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 And Thank- then, uh, second question, I'm kind of worried. I like uh, JGR. I'm a Yamaha guy, and uh, believe it or not. But, uh, Raining yellow, you're a JGR Barcia, guy. I don't understand. Barsha's struggling and whatnot. Is that kind of... Okay. Yeah, Barsha. The Barsha thing... He's, he's going to get talked he, about a lot. He's not struggling. He's it's early. Yeah. He's not looking great. No. It's not like he's tearing it up. He had a good heat race uh, on Saturday night, a poor one on last weekend. He had a decent main event in Anaheim. He was dead last this weekend in Phoenix, and he got 11th? 11th. Yeah, it was literally 22nd at yeah. the beginning of Yeah, life. I mean, yeah. it's not, yeah. like, incredible, but I my Twitter feed is f- is full of Barsha is... Yeah. Barsha sucks, Barsha sucks. What? No. Because Pike made the bike uh, look pretty damn good. That's true. Yes, he also got a good start. Yeah. So. Right. I think uh is going to get a lot better. But for sure, we don't know how much better. I mean, will he get the team and Barsha, I'm sure their goal is to win the title. Yeah. Will they get that good? That's definitely up for debate. He won't be this bad. It won't go this bad forever. Right. But is he going to get up there and you beat ta- Roxon and Tomac? I don't know. You talked to J-Bone today. Yeah, he said no panic. They're yeah. good. I did talk to J-Bone today. Um, Same here. Yeah. yeah, okay. So the point is, it's early. But uh, they know they they got to get uncomfortable. They know they got work to do. There's no doubt about it. But uh, luckily, I mean, I know how everyone is in this sport. I mean, two bad races is enough to yeah, freak people out. You're only out. as good as your last race. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the way it is. It's not just the fans. I yeah. mean, it's very. I thought I thought there was a chance they yeah. maybe were panicking, but apparently, it's yeah. all good. Raining yellow. Okay. It's all good. All right, raining yellow. Hey, thanks for supporting the show. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Let it rain yellow. Uh, I'm looking. Uh, August 2015. There, yeah, August 2015. It'll rain again. Actually, th- <laughs> thanks, thanks, Randy Yellow. Let's get let's take Eric's opinion on this. What do you think of? That's a huge James Stewart fan. Yeah, yeah, Randy yeah, yeah. Yellow. Yeah. Um, where do you stand on this? F. Okay, there's a pulse in the pits right now, and I'm sure you've got it from talking to people. And and I actually would like your opinion on this because you not being an American. You, yes, I am. But okay, but uh, originally, born in originally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like me. We love this country. We're here. We yeah. choose to be here. Yeah. But there's a pulse in the pits that 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 think having the FIM is the worst thing in the world because now, even though we all agreed to their their drug enforcement rules with WADA, we now don't want FIM involved in our sport because look what they did to James Stewart. Where do you stand on all that? Uh, you know, I really think having rules is a good thing. <laughs> yes. You know, in, in, in life, you know, I'm in the street or yeah. whatever, having yeah. rules is a good thing. Now you have to enforce them properly, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it was botched. 
That's mm -hmm. simple as that. I think it was botched in the communication, in the handling, and uh, I really don't understand why it took six months to get to that decision. Right. You know, right. it's like, like, like I tell people on a general subject, I say, it's like, to me, it's like the death penalty. You fall or against it, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be done 20 years later. Yeah. You yeah. know, and what happened to James should, should have been uh, handled right away. You know, professionally, mm -hmm. instead of having all that unknown time, uh, I, I feel if you're Yoshizuki. You're, oh, you're like uh, you're just screwed. Exactly. I mean, you got poster shoots and testing. And I understand James broke the rules. There should be a punishment. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, but it was a little harsh. It was it was harsh, but, and it was too late. But if you want to get mad at the FIM being involved, call Todd Gendro, call Mancuso, because they did a real clever end around to get away from the AMA and Jam Sports. And get FAM involved. Great job by them. Yeah. Very clever. Move. Yes, yeah. very yeah. clever. Uh, they held on to the Supercross Series to make tons and tons of money. Yep. Great job by them. But that's real. And I believe they've renewed their contract, haven't they, with the FAM? I think they have. Yes, I think for another 20 million yeah. years. So, something like so like, I kind of like tell people, if you want to direct your anger, call Todd and Charlie and everybody that kind of made this deal. Yeah. It is but what you it know, is. Once you make uh, the deal, you got to live with uh, it. Exactly. But yeah. uh, as a promoter... You know, we have two different ways to look at it. Like uh, John Gallagher, great guy that runs, yeah. you know, enforce the FIM rules. I've known him for 20 years. I have him at the Enduro Cross. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, as a promoter, it's good to have that father figure yeah. that basically tell the riders what not to do. You know, I mean, there's no question about it. You know, you don't, the promoter doesn't want to be... The bad, the bad guy. guy. And, yeah, and yeah. We have enough work. We don't yeah. need to be the police on right. top of it. So, but then that goes with some... You know, yeah. We, uh, that goes with some. Yeah, no, I, that's downside. what I mean. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. That's the yeah. downside. I mean, I, I believe the punishment is too harsh. I believe yeah. it took too long. Yeah. But now that it's done, don't you know? Don't come crying about the FIM. Yeah. Because they've been there. It, it's a shame. You know? It's a shame. I mean, because we've lost RV and uh, and JS Seven this year, yeah. and uh, there's no question that the big losers are the fans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's yeah. you know, it's simple as we, that. We talked about that in our podcast. We felt. A1, and I don't know if it was the track or the racing. There was something weird or missing. Yeah. It didn't have Chad the wasn't same on his game. electricity that it yeah. usually does, yeah. the opener. That's what everybody yep. told me. I yep. missed okay. it because yeah, I yeah. was. it's getting so close to New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. You're basically yeah. recovering from a, a hangover <laughs> and you have to go to A1. So I decided I'm yeah, not yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. Not You're about recovering it. from how expensive it is to fly on New Year's Eve weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the tickets are literally triple what they normally are. I'm kidding. Especially you. Yeah. Especially you. Yeah, it was over a thousand dollars to yeah. fly yeah. to right. California. Come so, on. I mean, I, I feel for everybody, and it's, it sucks to lose James because he no. was a, he was a must watch guy. Absolutely. But you, we can't complain about the FIM when we the American people said we want to be with you. Yep. And and as you know, it's a it's a lot more complicated. What happened yeah. fifteen years ago? Yeah. Uh, you know, was a smart move. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. been renewed many, many yeah, times, yeah, you know, yeah. so that so, question has been asked many, many times. Everybody's happy with the yeah. FIM being yeah. there and John and, and enforcing and everything else. Great job. But yeah. now that it's actually bit somebody yeah. that broke the rules, yeah. it's kind of hard to be like, hey, you and, know. And by the way, the FIM has Wada over their shoulder. Everybody hates the FIM right now because why did they do this to James? But they didn't have as much flexibility as people think. They couldn't just say, we think a month, yeah. keep them out for the month of yeah. January. Yeah. Wada would have said no. We've talked yeah. to some people that said, WADA says you're going to get one year minimum for this. Yeah. Uh, in other cases, yeah. in other sports. So even the FIM, 
you cannot completely blame them. They also signed the deal with yeah, WADA. Yeah. They have to do this now, yeah. even if they don't they want to. They said, hey, WADA, but please, you know, free, free the, the biggest term, thing, yeah. I think, the biggest problem was the lack of communication. Yes. For some reason, mm-hmm. it seems like they wanted to wait until until when? Like a <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas right. gift? I mean, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, between you and I, uh, nobody and, listens to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got him now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was I was in Switzerland just on my way to the Motocross of Nation, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty close to the FIM in Geneva, mm-hmm. and uh, I was told it was not looking good. Okay. In September, uh, okay. yeah. in September, I was told it was not looking good. So in my mind, I was like, "How come if it's not looking good, they're not telling him?" Yeah, right. Well, you know? And and Weege, I don't know if they were snowing you, but you were talking to the, some guys at Yosh. That were like decisions coming anytime. Yeah. Now I don't know why they would not why they would lie to you. I don't think they would. No, I, don't think they were, I, think, I think they were misled. I think like, they were telling the truth. Well, for example, they had that the what they did in Switzerland, which was right after the uh, Monster Cup. They said you will get your answer in thirty days, but it didn't. It was like sixty days. Yeah. yeah. So they were get, uh, they were not being told the right info. I don't think anyone yeah. at Yosh lied. No. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. I believe that they were telling the truth. And yes. look how under under you know how clueless they were about what was going on. Yeah, man. So yep. uh, let's take yeah. some more phone calls. Uh, Snowman. Yo. These are the names on the show. What's up, Snowman? Hey, um, so this last weekend, um, what's your feelings on uh, Millsaps? He did not look very good. I think he's a tick off the Tomac Roxon dudes, but he was the next best guy. Uh, he had a good ride, I thought. Yeah, and Millsaps actually should have done well at Anaheim. He crashed, but he was actually riding okay. He yeah. could have got third or fourth at Anaheim 1. Yeah. If he had four or five through these first two races, we'd be like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, Snowman, quit being so harsh. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It just seemed like from uh, the year that he was came out in and then also he came out swinging on uh, Vegas, yeah. that this isn't what he was doing in Vegas by any way, shape, yeah. or form. But, yeah, but don't um, – And still... then uh, what – Updates on uh, Wilbur's Dylan ride. Have you heard anything? Or? I, I talked to the Cowie guys this weekend, uh, and I can't believe it. I would have bet against this, and uh, but there's no plans for Philins. No plans. They're going to wow. work with. They're going to work with Davey and try to work on things with him. And I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised too. Yeah. Yep, because we've always seen that team with Monster always fill in. I mean, yeah, maybe one or two races go by, but they fill in. I know yeah. a French kid in Florida that would love to have that ride. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure there's no shortage of people that want. Yeah. It. Yeah. Does a French kid ride anymore? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but um, yeah. you know, it's just it's a shame that uh, CP can't get a ride. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Yeah. you know, once again, very what puzzling. goes around, go, what comes around, goes well, around. Yeah. yeah, I think a little bit of that with him, with CP, in regards to yeah. that, right? Yeah. I mean, there's one guy that really believes in him, and he doesn't have a 450 team. Yeah, you know, so right. Other than that, yeah. And as far as. Uh, well, what Snowman was Snowman, saying about yeah, uh, Millsaps. I was almost afraid when Millsaps won Monster Cup. Certainly, it's a good sign. It could have gone well, but it can be a little misleading. Absolutely. The track's not the same. Riders are in completely – I don't know if Dungey – what was Dungey's level of effort or focus on yeah, the race. Yeah. So it's – in general, you never Chad know Chad was probably still drunk from being Australia. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, so he won it, and I think now it puts unrealistic expectations where if he exactly. doesn't win Anaheim 1, what but happened? I think the average fan doesn't understand the pressure those guys have. And uh, to see the transformation they have from a regular race yeah. to a championship race is mm. pretty amazing because, mm-hmm. like – 
Davy was killing it yeah. at yes. the Monster Cup, but he came as the guy nobody was expecting. That's mm-hmm. right. So yeah. absolutely no pressure, riding free. You know, I mean, we go back to uh, we go back to the Larry Ward years. Larry huh. Ward was the fastest guy the in the world without <laughs> pressure. And the minute you were putting an AMA logo on the race or an FIM logo on yeah. the race. He was done. He was, was it he was an AMA logo or if you had a big stack of cash to the winner? Which was it? He really seemed to step up when there was money on the line. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Snowman. Thanks for calling, bud. Hey. All right. See you. Nash, what's going on? Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's up, Nash? I, I, hey, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Hey, LeBig, I, I, I think I know who that that's rider not, in Florida is. It's Sorby. That's not LeBig. Sorby to fill in a Kawasaki. That's not LeBig, Nash. It's Eric Perron. Oh, my mistake. Oh. My mistake. LeBig like has come in here, though, before. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Sorby, hey, was it on a Sorby fire? But, you know, Sorby, Team Kawasaki, let's spread the rumor. We can do it. Yeah, Sorby would be good. He's looking in riding shape last time I saw him. Yeah, Sorby is awesome. Corsica hey, right my, now. my real yeah. reason really? for the phone call is uh, I love the Mitch Payton interview. I love when Mitch gets serious and mm-hmm. really speaks his mind, and that was brilliant, and it ties right into the FIM. And mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys could answer an honest question. Was there any talk or did anybody hear in regards to the management of Team Suzuki, you know, the webman, getting in, not in the hot water but being sometimes liable or possibly liable for the James situation? I mean, has that been no. run through the ringer? And I'm sure it has. Honestly, one of the things that has surprised me most out of this, obviously I think everyone was surprised. They didn't think it would end up in a 16-month suspension. But I've said it before. I thought for sure that if something like this happened, that there would be all these other dominoes falling. Yeah. None. The well, team still has his back. Suzuki, Yoshimura. Yeah. We talked I'm about it. That. We talked about would he get paid. This was before they announced he was coming to Anaheim. Would Yoshimura say, we're done. It's a way to get out of a deal. We're done. Uh, James, we're done. Because uh, sh- there's clauses in, the con- in James's contract, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. But not only have they not said that, they have thrown their weight behind but behind James yeah. in, in yeah. support. So. Which is I, a good I thing. can I see that, good. but yeah. I mean, somewhere along the food chain, I mean, everybody makes an honest mistake, and I'm not asking for anybody's uh, – first of all, I'm a nobody, number one. Number two, I'm not – but just simple management, like – Dude, how did that get by somebody? I don't think that team managers, they're not, uh, yeah. I don't think anyone expects them to be the guys that were on top of, hey, you're clean. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, think that's no. in their job description. I don't think you can come down on Mike Webb for that. No. No, no. no, and I wasn't saying that, but I'm thinking, you know how corporate America goes, Steve. All of a sudden, it's I don't like, actually, hmm, somebody's head's going to fall here. Yeah. You know, when you, when you were high up at Yamaha, Making the big decisions. High up. Yeah, yeah, high up. Yeah, high up. Big decisions. High up in the big decisions. You know? Math is 10 millimeter wrench or 12. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I would think if pitch. Suzuki was mad, uh-huh. if they were mad, it would be James that would be dealing with it, not yeah. Webb. They I seem mean, like it's James' yeah. problem to deal with. Yeah. yeah. And they seem to be okay with it. It's not what I expected. Good for them. Yeah. But uh, not what I expected. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? It's it's a bummer for all of us. And, and again, Steve, that was really cool. Was Mitch's. You know, when Mitch really spoke his mind mm-hmm. about the FIM, I thought that was really Yeah, really it's, um, I've been waiting to talk to Mitch about it. Uh, I respect the hell out of that guy. I think as we mm-hmm. all do. Um, and um, his opinion means something. And, and yeah, he's he's not happy, for sure. Well, so. and it, it, he well def- it, so many times anybody can have an opinion, but he was very well-defined. I mean, I was listening to the podcast, and yeah. I was like, man, that was – he Payton. nailed it out of the yeah. park. Like, dude, what are they doing here? What, what's going on? And, and, like, you guys touched on to Jam Sports and – Gendro and all that whole element. There's a whole backstory of it that, yeah. you know, it is what it is, and people sign the contracts, and what are you going to do? But yeah, all right, Nash, hey, thank you. Hey, make it happen. Hey, any odds you can get MC later on to talk about a potential Fro and He podcast? How awesome would that be? It took me a long time to get MC to come on this show. 
And at one point I thought I had to text MC and say, hey, are we good or are you mad at me? And he's like, no, we're good. But it still took me a long time. So I don't know if I'd hold out hope for that, but that would be epic, Nash. Dude, in the beginning he was on a lot. I know. Like That's what I'm saying, Nash. That's why I thought he was mad at me. Oh, he can't be mad at you. That's unacceptable. Anyway, I dominate too much time. Cheers. Have fun. See you, everybody. Bye. He he can't be mad at you. Many people are. (laughs) Many people are mad. That's very easy. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, what are you doing? What's up? Thanks for calling the show. Um, Not much. Just putting together a bike in the garage. Um, I had a James question I've been kicking around for a few weeks. Okay. He's on topic. I called in. Um, He's one of the guys, one of the next level guys, that if there's a big rhythm section, that he will be one of the top three or four guys that'll do something that nobody else is doing. Mm-hmm. him out, are we going to be less likely to see guys step into that next level to do something like that this year on Supercross? Well, I don't know. Actually, we saw Brayton jump something that he didn't. Well, no, James eventually did at St. Louis. but I think uh, not next level, but next next. There's maybe once or twice a year there yeah. might be something that only James lines up. I don't think week to week yeah. you'll notice it or miss it. But uh, most of the time, Ten guys all figure out, this is what I've got to jump. Yeah. It wasn't just yeah. James. It's but very... there might be something along the line this year that he would have done that no one else did. Of course, everyone remembers Toronto last year, which was just insane. Oh, Daytona a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, get, jumping Gator Pits. Oh, We're yeah, going to lose no. that. He, uh, yeah. that. And it's a shame because, like, love him or hate him, you watch that dude, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. you were like, I mean, what is this guy going to do next? Yeah, Crazy you know? balls. Yeah, crazy balls. He yep. has literally yep. created Supercross memories for a ton of people. Yeah. but uh, And it, some bad. Like some no, some carnage. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know how James is very polarizing. A lot of people like him. A lot of people don't. We do have to give the respect that, yeah, he raced last year. He didn't dominate. He won some races. He hadn't won the title in five years. Yeah. These dudes are no slouches. Yeah. And there's no guarantee that if he was here, Ken Roxon might still be the points leader. Yeah. Eli Tomac might have still been the fast guy in Phoenix. Right. I don't think we're seeing like a drop off. It just would have been cool to see. Yeah. Him no, I don't think James would have been tense. He would have been... On the podium, yeah, or 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 not, (laughs) or not. (laughs) Thanks. Usually the way. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, man. Yep. uh, Thanks. Good luck, Ouija, on having Brayton be crazy balls this year. Uh, Yeah, yeah, likely candidate. Uh, Thanks, 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 everybody for uh, for calling so far on the Pulp Meg Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Fly Racing, pleased and proud to bring you Jason Wagan tonight. Yes, I would be pleased as well if they want (laughs) to. Do something in return. <laughs> would you would you take it what they gave you and sell it on eBay though? Because knowing you, you might do that. Well, I was hoping they have gear bags, right? Yeah, they could fill that with money. <laughs> that that's my good. job. That's not yeah. your job. Yeah, that's they, my job. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and I was going to fly. I got her. <laughs> I was going to make a joke too that whatever Eric is working on next, whatever idea he is working on, yes. uh, Mike Brown will be involved. <laughs> Because yeah, Mike Brown Mike and Brown's Eric a, yeah, go together. It's 27 years. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. No, no. You have an event? Yeah. Eric puts on an event, Mike Brown will be there. Yeah. Actually, I have to admit, people like your previous caller, they know how much I love Justin Brayton. My relationship with Brayton has got nothing. No. Uh, yeah. Eric no. and Brayton are yeah. very tight. Yeah. Yes, we yeah, are very tight. Very tight. Uh, here's a guy on the line, too, uh, calling in that uh, we all know as well. And he's been, uh, I would say, an early season surprise. Jake Weimer, what's going on? What's up? Welcome to the show. Riders oh, call, thanks, man. Yeah, no, they, riders listen. They sit by their phones. They wait to call in. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because yeah, I something picked... like that. Hi, yeah. Jake. It's funny because I. How are you, Eric? I'm doing like great. You know, I didn't have a chance to see you this weekend, but I'll, I'll come by and say hello in uh, and I am too, my friend. Um, Perfect. Uh, congratulations on your start. I think it's been good. It's been solid, Jake. Yeah, it's not. I mean, definitely not terrible. I mean, I'm not 
I'm not mad. I'm having a good time, and <laughs> I think things are headed in the right direction. So, right. Uh, yeah, I think all in all, no, now, everything's good. I have a source in the pits. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't. Listen You're how he laughs. Already. Listen how he laughs. Now, I talked to the <laughs> Cowie guys. They're probably not going to fill in Will's spot, they told me. It doesn't look like it, okay? But I have a source in the pits, and I can't name the source, who told me you wouldn't go over there if asked. Would you care to address this on the air? Mm, well, <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly. Okay, well, I don't believe those words came out of my mouth. Okay, all right. Well, see, for that's sure what... those words didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> all right, so my source um, is wrong. Shocker! What? I found it bizarre. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Of course he would go over there. I would. Well, it's not that easy either, though. I I wouldn't say that either. Jay, get out of um, this one. You're smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up the phone. Uh, run. It's not too late. Run. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, knew, I knew you didn't have a source. I knew you were lying right from the beginning. No, no, no. I swear to you, I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you off the air who my source is. But okay. I, had, I, I didn't believe it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course he would go. No. That's not what I said. But yeah. as you know, being, being having been around this sport for a long, long time, it's not that easy to just you know, bounce around and then mm-hmm. everybody's cool and be like, you know, tell people that are helping you and be like, oh, okay, see you later. I'll, but I'll probably be back in like three or four months. So make right. sure my stuff's ready to go. Like, <laughs> right, it's right, not that right, easy. Right. And furthermore, like, I mean, I can't, honestly, I can't even really answer that question because it's not even a scenario right now. Right. And there's a lot of things that go into it. But regardless of all that like dude i'm stoked right now like yeah. i love my bike my mm-hmm. bike is sick i'm um no i'm having a good time so yeah. i can't even you know really like answer that because okay. it's not even well, a scenario for one and there's a lot that g- goes into it well i think you're riding terrific so hey what i you. noticed what i noticed is uh what I notice is your mic is away from your mouth. That's Mine? what I mean. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a professional broadcaster. <laughs> pull it, pull it what I notice is we can't hear you. We... Okay. All right, here, here. Good. I did, everything you... I said before was crap anyway, so good thing I didn't hear it. I noticed that um, I feel like at the first couple rounds, everyone's tense and they ride tight, but I haven't seen that from you. It looks like you're riding like you would at like round eight, and it's not like you did a ton of off-season races. Do you feel that? You just seem like you're much more relaxed than other guys. Is there anything to that? Uh, I Well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean there is for sure. Yeah, I think, but I, I, I don't think that that's happening. Honestly, like the first two, I mean we're only two in, so right. Uh, I think that that's not really taking place until the main event, and then it seems like I'm riding really well in the mains. Okay. With terrible starts. Because <laughs> in practice, like I'm kind of struggling. Like I'm riding all right, but I'm having a tough time kind of putting stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I would say, yeah, you you are right, but. I don't think it's happening exactly like that. Um, the mains are all that anyone remembers or pays attention to, so you see? Yeah. It's all I- <laughs> Yeah. But, no, I, I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I, I feel like I'm riding – I feel like I'm riding better than I have, you know, probably in yeah. the last couple of years. I, I would agree, Jake. You, I think you sound so so good right now. You sound happy, relaxed. Mm. You know, and you and I, we've talked many times, and yeah. honestly – you you sound really good right now. The last couple of years, when I was talking to you, sometimes you felt way too tense. Like, yeah. you, you know, and, it, and it's very typical of a of a rider's career. At some point, the pressure makes it not fun, 
and and today you you're sounding like you're having fun. No, yeah, I mean my situation is a lot different clearly than it was a year ago. Uh, but a lot of things have kind of you know a lot of things have changed, and it's just I don't know. I, I I'm enjoying where I'm at, what I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying my bike. Um, all the people that are helping me. I, it's just fun. I'm having, I'm enjoying it. I like going to the practice track. I like going to the races. Uh, and so far, the, mm-hmm. the races haven't been terrible. My starts have been terrible. But right. my riding is, seems to be pretty good right now. And, and I improved in Phoenix from uh, Anaheim 1. So, yeah. no, things are, everything's cool. I, uh, I keep, I've said this 14 times, including when you're on the air, Jake, but I, I look back to a young Steve Mathis in a box <laughs> fan with Nick Way and Tim Ferry, and I see a lot of parallels here. I'm not picking up the wrenches mm. for you, okay? I'm not going to be your mechanic and take you to the top like I did those Thank guys. Thank God. But, but I, I, just, I see this. <laughs> I, I, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're, you're, you're hungry. I'm hungry, too, actually, right now. And, you know, you've got, you've, got, you've got a little chip there, and you're, you're, you've got good equipment. You've been putting in the work, clearly. You know, you're not – a lot of guys – well, not a lot of guys. Some guys in your situation raise the double middle fingers at the industry and say that, well, everybody gave up on me. Everybody go F well, yourself. Well, I wouldn't you know. say that I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still here. Right, right. Well, you did that, and then you were still there, right? Okay. So yeah, you know I think I think it's a cool story so far. It's early, but it's a cool story. But don't forget, yeah, you know, yeah. you got well, into I mean, racing the, and you we're love on the it. track to having a good story. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. It, it, it's exactly it. your tweet earlier that I, I, I texted you about calling in. Uh, you said, uh, "Who says I, I don't have any pressure on me?" Um, which is mm. what, you know, like a, like a fan theory going around <laughs> is that you know you, of course he's doing well. He's not no pressure from the man on him. You know, the factory man. Um, but that's not exactly true. No, I, I don't think so. Um, no, I, I don't really know any – I don't think so. I think – and I don't really understand where that analogy comes from. And I just – because of Twitter um, and even people saying some stuff to me, like at the races or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, man, you're riding right. – man, you just look like you're riding really good. Man, you know, less pressure, man. It looks like it's working for you and whatever, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. And I don't really understand that analogy um, because it's not I, – I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that because for me, it seems like pressure comes from, like, within yourself. Like, just because someone, you know, is paying me or tells me, mm-hmm. well, you need to do this, if I don't expect that or care or whatever, then I'm not going to feel pressure. Like, right, right. I feel like the whole pressure thing comes from yourself. And if you expect yourself to do something and, uh, I don't know. So for me, I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, I don't feel any less pressure than I did right. a year ago. And it's I not mean, like, it's, and it's not like a Dan Fahey, the Cowie manager is just some sort of Taskmaster yelling and screaming about how you have to perform that night or whatever. No. Like you know well, what I mean. I mean, I've been on a few different teams, right? And I've, I think every team that I've ever ridden for, I've won races for, and have not qualified for a main event. For, <laughs> no. For. So, congratulations. I've never had anybody like tell me, you know, well, you know, we pay you to to be a podium guy or we pay you to win yeah, or, right. you know, any of that. I've never had, <clears throat> excuse me, I've never had anybody say, any, you know, 
teams in that sense, at least everybody that I've written for, are very quiet. Yeah. I'm sure they have yeah. stuff going on in their head, but right. I've never had anybody you know, tell me something like that. Yeah. Plus, another thing I don't get about when they say that that's low pressure, what would be more relaxing? I got a multi-year deal with a huge paycheck yeah. coming in all the time, mm. and I've got all yeah. these guys backing got, me and giving me everything I want. I got I want. a Bentley in a swimming pool. And, right. Yeah. Or, exactly. I hope exactly. I make the main this no, week to a, make a paycheck. I, that's a solid point because, obviously, I'm not – like, that's just not cool, and I don't feel comfortable, like, sitting here talking numbers about it. But right. Well, let's talk numbers. I yeah. mean, <laughs> from what I was paid the last four years to – to now, I mean, dude, you want to talk about pressure? Right. Like, I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on. And you know what? You know your back's against the wall. If you have a horrible season, like that's going to be really bad for the, your career. Like you've got to perform. There's the pressure. Swim, the well, yeah, I mean, technically, if you know, say this season went the way the last season, or or even the one before that, and I just didn't really do anything. I mean, at this point, you're pretty much out the door. Like, where are you going to, you know, right. I mean, you only get well, so smart, many opportunities to stay there and, smart top and is get, hiring. get results. Smart Top would maybe have a spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out the door make... and open the Smart Top <laughs> in the pool. In the, the Smart Top. You can go yeah. in, the, in the Smart Top. <laughs> go in there. Yeah, um, you're right, though. No, you're right. Absolutely. It's, uh, it, it, it's totally the reverse theory. You've got more pressure on yeah, you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If I had a job that paid me way less money, I probably would be feeling more stressed. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Jake's probably down to only the gardener coming only a couple times a week now. You know, <laughs> it's so. getting rough, dude. I know. Hey, we got a question about your really seven. We got a question about your seven gear from Scott. Scott, yeah. welcome to the show. Uh, you're on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. But what's your question about seven gear? Fly racing, best best gear out there, bro. Best gear. Out I there, agree. Bro. They brought me on the show today, apparently, yeah. but they didn't yeah. pay me. Yeah. Go ahead. Easy, <laughs> easy. But <laughs> but no, I just wanted to ask, um, how did that all come about? Like uh, you get into the the seven gear and all that stuff, and I mean, I guess I thought that was my weird. Question is too. My question is, do, do you actually talk to James or is that all through Roger? Uh, James well, James brings I mean, his gear to the track. <laughs> he, James brings his gear to the track. He needs a job. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's ironing he's on gear guy. He's ironing on Weimer twelve on the back. <laughs> okay. No, I mean it's. I mean seven is no different than well it is in some aspects. But as far as that side of things, it's it's just like everything else. I mean I talked to Roger months ago actually, and then. It didn't actually come through until I, – I don't even know for sure, but it was mid-late mid December, I mm-hmm. think, um, when that deal actually got done. But, yeah, I mean, getting the deal done, I talked to Roger. Um, I've talked to James a little bit, but nothing, oh. nothing about, like – he's got other things to do. He's not, he's yeah. not doing gear. You don't ask him about colorways or anything? Like. <laughs> no, it, it was cool, though. I'm stoked. The gear is super cool. I'm pumped on Why it. Weimer so. signature gear for a seven gear? Yeah. Can, can you wear seven when you're 12? I mean, I didn't know how that worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? 12 gear. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You never know. All right. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, no problem. Uh, um, and, Jake, so um, and how much of your early season success do I deserve credit for uh, being as how my tear-off clips are being used on your goggles? Well, there's a couple things that I could say to that. 
okay. statement. My, okay. my, for one, my early success. Like, yeah, let's yeah. take it, a, well, let's back it down a notch. Like, I mean, things are going good, but let's not just get carried away and, you know, <laughs> we don't need to throw a celebration party or anything. Okay, all right. Well, I'm ready uh, to take um, some credit. I'm ready for whatever this is going on because... The goggle clips, I'm not sure. I may have used one this weekend. I'm not positive on that. He asked me for, um, and I don't have one for some tear-off clips. And I, I, even though I do work for a competitor, yeah. I was more than happy to help out my buddy Jake in his quest. There's tear-off clips just laying <laughs> all over the house. I don't one on this desk in front of me. <laughs> I, I, I have no problem helping out, you know, helping us, a rider be successful. I'm there for you. It's, it's, uh, and those are my clips. I think, I don't know if the clips so much had to do with anything of, you know, the results or the success as you say, <laughs> as much as our conversation and how I just felt like we were just on so much different levels there <laughs> that, that I was a little bit irritated, and I'm like, you yeah, know what, yeah. I, need to, I need to go faster. Right, right. So, okay, so, yeah, <laughs> you know so I mean? actually you and I arguing about dollar, dollar goggle value uh, for yourself yeah. motivated you to really go faster. <laughs> I'll take that, too. Well, I'll take that too. I mean, you can either call it that, or I'm like, man, Mathis is so off the rocker here. <laughs> like, he's off. He's just off. We were close. Um, we were close to having Jake Weimer in X-Men goggles. It was so close. His, or, or it was something in my head like, man, Steve's stupidity, like, is just on another level, and I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. This is, this is just too much. Well, either one, I'll take either one. You can't win this, apparently. No, no. Whether he was mean or nice, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he hooked no. you up. Uh, thanks yeah. for calling, Jake. Thanks for call- taking no the time problem, to call man. in. Um, congratulations <clears throat> on your success. You. It's been fantastic. Yeah, is that a, wait? Is congratulations good or is that an insult? Because what was it? Ninth, ninth this weekend. Eleven ninth. Yeah, see, that's another thing too. Is uh, oh, like Jake got ninth. Like, wow, good for him. Take it yeah, positive, bro. I'm like, like bro, what, like. So uh, a ninth is just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Jake got ninth. <laughs> right, exactly. For he, Weimer, that's good. Weimer's man. pretty <laughs> shitty. Exactly. He's pretty <laughs> shitty, and he got a ninth. <laughs> man, he, he qualified for the main and got top ten. Like, holy cow. Hey, listen. Listen, jerk face. You punted Albertson off. Hope you feel good about yourself. I didn't yourself. even touch him, dude. I like Jimmy. I didn't even touch him. Um. No, here's the thing. Cole Seeley wins the Heat in Phoenix and gets 14th in the main. Wow. That's mm-hmm. what we're dealing with. There's, there's rocks yeah, and there's – Yeah, no, for but, yeah, sure. It know. is – it's a bit different now than it was right. a couple years ago, for it, sure. It reminds me of the glory days of Timmy, you know, like back when I was <laughs> – The ninth? Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, Weimer, we got to go. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Man. All right, thanks, guys. See ya. All right, everybody. Jake Weimer calling in. That was awesome. Hey, he's doing well. He's so, he's, I mean, he's such a shitty rider. It's incredible. Yeah, unbelievable. He was able to get a ninth. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's got a point, though, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He sounds really good. I, he sounds really happy. He yeah. does. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. All right. We're going to take our first commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Come back with Eli Tomac, uh, uh, more Eric Pernard, Pernard, Jason Wygant. we got some segments, emails, uh, lots of things going on here. Benny, thank you for the Starbucks and the, and the booze that I will not be drinking, but thank you for that. And uh, we got lots more coming on. Uh, oh, so we're gonna get, we're gonna give away the uh, shorty, race worn Phoenix signed fly gear. Ooh. When we wow, come back, really? Wow. Yeah. Brought to you by me. Am yeah. I connected to this? Yeah. Good job. Okay. Yep. All right, buddy. Stick around.
Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. 
Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy it from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivot Works, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivot Works stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Roost MX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call them at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. A couple of legends in the studio. Really? Yeah. No. Legends. The dogs? Annie and Rocky? <laughs> Eric Peronard. Peronard. You got it. And Jason White. I always call Eric Pernard, and it's not right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. i got to get that right. Hey, this band playing right now, Tragically Hip, Canadian band. Yeah. I'm flying out tomorrow morning. Chicago, Pookie and I, two concerts, two nights Ooh. in a house of blues wow. in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. That is tragically hip. And this this disc is 25 years old. They play, the new thing for bands is playing their one disc front to back. So they'll be playing this disc front to back. Okay. Wow, you are cool. It's really sucking because I, I have a lot of work to do, you know, <laughs> and i got to leave tomorrow for Chicago. Well, but, your boss from Racer X isn't going to let you get away with it. No, he's so not. So get your work done. Yeah. No, he's not. Right, welcome back, everybody. We appreciate it. Two Under offers the pinnacle of tagless mid-rise regular fit boxer briefs. They innovated our patent-pending uh, Joey Pouch, and uh, they use a premium uh, res- roll-resistant race- waistband. Uh, swing shift and day shift line offer six and a half inseam, while the gear shift measures eight and a half. Wait, have anything smaller? The best, <laughs> the best underwear Thanks out for there. Asking. Yeah. Uh, Where's my size? <laughs> the best underwear out there. I'm telling you guys, I, 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 I this stuff is awesome. Andrew Short and Brayton use it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. In that case. Well, wow, I've just gotten insight into Brayton's underwear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this you, is brilliant. You can get in Brayton's underwear. Uh, Enter the code PulpMX2015 to save 20%. An Atlas brace. Hey, uh, neck braces, man. Let's talk about it. It's um, uh, the brand new uh, line from Atlas brace. They're impossibly light, flexible, showcases a sleek new design that is the perfect combination of fashion and function. Uh, RV, Anderson, Wilson, Davalos all use Atlas brace. AtlasBrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas brace. Uh, great guys, great company, and. Uh, they, uh, their brand new vase brace is all redone, and it's terrific. So if you're on the fence about a neck brace, uh, uh, check them out. And Guts Racing, of course, GutsRacing.com, official seat foam of uh, Monster Pro Circuit Kawasaki, the uh, Crossland team, uh, many more guys in the pits. Uh, RCH is using their stuff. Uh, really cool. Andy from Guts showed me his new seat with a Velcro cover and lightweight carbon base. It's bitching. So check them out. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You having fun, Eric? Oh, loving it. Loving it. You think, you think your kids will be happy? Yeah, I don't okay. know. I mean, right. it's, I was told it would be the coolest thing I've ever done, so I have to, I have to live with it now. Uh, I don't want to pass judgment on your kids, but I really don't. Re- they really thought that this thing, <laughs> this thing. You've done a lot of cool stuff. 
<laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I oh, think yeah. it's really yeah, good. Yeah, I do. Yep. That's so funny. Who is that? Do you know who that is? That's my son? No. No, no, <laughs> oh. no. That's so funny. No? Who is that? Factory Phil. Oh, my God. Factory Phil Lawrence. Wow. He's called in one time. Oh, but he's not, he's not on the phone no, right now. No, okay. we, we have a little. Yeah. We, what is he up Who to? Who these questions? That's Kenny. Factory Phil? Okay. Yeah. He's got Factory Phil Lot, sweep, lot Sweeping Company. All right. That's what it's called. Factory yeah. Phil Lot Sweeping. It's called Factory Phil. Yeah. So it's a term that means nothing to just about anybody. <laughs> Why is it factory? What and is he's Pingree's brother-in-law, and he's doing well, All doing, right. being successful. Yeah. So, cool. uh, Hey, uh, Eli Tomac coming up here shortly on the show. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level stuff. Gilmore, Vince Freeze, many more. Look, 74.8% of you listening to this need suspension work. You need your oil changed. You need different springs for your spring rate or slash for your weight slash speed, or your stuff is just blown out. Send it to Race Tech. Trust me. 74.8 on the dot? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's science. You really do your research. Yeah, I do. That's why he's uh, the best. Yes. Race Tech is out there. Here's some emails. Then they sponsor the Race Tech email segment. So uh, here's some emails. Uh, okay. I probably won't get to all these, but hey. Amanda sent this in. All right. A girl. I'm wow. sure that's a huge demographic for you. <laughs> that's yeah. just it. It's not. Yeah. I know. It's shocking. <laughs> um, this is my first year playing Moto Dynasty. Is there any way to know which riders will be in which heat race ahead of time? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, your key resource is amasupercross.com. That has all the results, and they update them darn fast. When practice is over for each class, you'll see the combined practice times and then the heat race lineups. Probably only takes about three or four minutes. The fastest qualifier is heat number two. Right. And the, it goes two, one, three, four, alternating heats. Yeah. But you can find that. So I would say maybe 5.30, that's probably known, and they yep. don't race till 7. So you get a little bit of time. Yeah. One thing I want to tell you is yeah. what I started in Enduro Cross that works real well, mm-hmm. give a point to heat winners. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We started that. that two years ago, and it just makes a difference. Every race is a race. I've been saying that for years. Okay. A whole so, shot. Whole shot points, fastest qualifier points, yeah. heat race points. We have Do something. We've had 25 points awarded to the winner yeah. for 40 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want races where guys are just following each other. I mean, and, and for, for them not to follow each other, you have to put a carrot. Yes. That's simple yes. as that. Yeah, because yeah. So yeah, just imagine, Tomac's in a big point hole. He's got to say, like, he would right now say, i got to first of all make sure I win every heat for the rest of the year, yeah. which would be amazing if he gets, like, an eighth-place start yeah. in a six-lap race. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So just change something. And if yeah. it doesn't work, change it back. <laughs> change so, it back. I mean, you're from Canada. It's almost like Switzerland. Why don't you go to Switzerland and tell them <laughs> that you're almost Swiss and make it happen? No one listens to me at Feld. Yeah. Uh, and no one would listen to me the FIM. I'm, I'm lucky I get a credential. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Okay. So Amanda says, thanks. I enjoyed the Paul Bumek show. I really enjoyed your show with the Chisholms. It would be fun to hear more Supercross riders and their wives play the newlywed game. Amanda. See, you got female listeners now mm-hmm. that you had one of the rider wives as a host. Well, I will call Ashley Grant and see if she'll come on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's a, Amanda's a middle school librarian. She might bring a bomb if Ashley Grant comes in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Travis says, uh, uh, years past, it has been obvious that in order to become a Supercross champion, you had to consistently place on the box every race, with the exception of certain seasons and riders being able to throw away one race. Did I miss a season where you could throw away races? Villapoto didn't qualify I mean, for one. Uh, so, no, that's happened for sure. Yeah, but he's saying uh, maybe he just means in general. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. Question is mainly, my question is mainly for JT, who's not on the phone. Uh, but he'll settle for Weege. 
who he understands will be on tonight and is also a fan of. So, if he knew I was on the show, he must really be following me. Travis yeah. does not want to hear from me, so we'll do, we'll do okay, with you. Okay, I'll, so I'll handle it. the question is: What is the lowest place a top rider will be able to finish this year and still win the championship? Uh, go as far back as you want. Twenty. Well, Tomac got what? Twenty. Twenty. Nineteenth. No. He uh, was it nineteenth for Millsaps and twenty for him. I thought it was twenty for for Tomac. Yep. Bottom line is he could still make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. This always sounds crazy, but I think consistency is overrated in a 17-race series. If you're the fastest guy, you win the most races, don't get hurt, you got a really good shot at winning the title. We've seen it happen before. Yeah, I know you love the math. Consistent your way into a title, it virtually never happens. The championship goes to the guy that wins the most races. Just don't break your leg. Uh, just wondering about what it, Dave writes in. Just wondering about what it costs a team if a rider is injured and they have to decide whether or not to use a fill-in rider. The Will Hahn situation uh, gets me wondering. Hope he heals soon. If a rider is injured, does a team still pay the full salary? And if so, do they decide to get a fill-in rider? Does a team then incur the additional expense for a salary of the fill-in rider? Uh, I, they have, the, the, all these factories, David, have insurance on their rider's contract. So uh, six races, whatever it is, it's four, six races. The insurance company kicks over, starts paying the rider's salary. I've known from fill-ins in the past that they really just have expenses and bonuses. Yeah, It's correct. not gravy train. No, it's, it's not, not like, uh, you know, hey, come on, take, take – hey, uh, uh, Rider X, come take Will Hunt's salary. It doesn't work like that. No. no. And uh, one thing that's very underrated is how much it costs to put one of those bikes out there. You know, th- yeah. I'd say in a year a team could easily spend a half a million bucks without paying the rider a dime just yeah. to maintain that motorcycle. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Renee sent this in. Uh, she lives in Queensland. She? She lives in Queensland. Queensland. couple kids. Wow. She loves the show. She looks forward to, to uh, listening every week. Uh, they mostly listen to the show on the podcast. Blah blah blah. I love the uh, uh, some of the recipes that they have at Outback Queensland. Oh, chicken, chicken. and shrimp, yeah, yep. good stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, Calvin and his best friend Mark, her husband and her best friend Mark, talk, live, and breathe motocross. Uh, we're always competing uh, for any conversation. Renee and their friends are always competing for any conversation that doesn't involve supercross or motocross. Anyways, I just want to say how much we love the show and how much how it seems to be such a big part of our lives. Listening to all you each night. I particularly love the women's guest. Brittany was a laugh. And Again. Po- and Pookie when she pops on. Mm-hmm. DV is also a fave, which is ironic because DV on Twitter said Brittany Chisholm is terrible and would not listen to this pulp show. <laughs> so that's ironic that he, she loves Brittany and yeah. loves DV, even though DV said he does not love Brittany. Okay. I love how he doesn't hold back. <laughs> and J- J- DV is – DV likes to call him for me each week on the, yeah. on the races. Yeah. He is not scared. He's, he's very opinionated. He's never been scared. No, he's never no. been scared. He's one of a kind. Is that uh, a French thing? I don't no, think so. Right? No, it's more like a southern, a dickish Mar- thing, Marseille, Marseille area thing. I mean, the people around that yeah. southern, part, southern of France, part of France, they just say things the way it comes. Not no editing. And uh, DV, sounds like TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, you know, Porcel the same uh, way. Uh, the new uh, Dylan Ferrandis, they all come from like twenty thing. square miles. Hey, really, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Those, those guys are known for that. Yeah, How for about Re- that? I interviewed Ferrandis huh. at uh, Bercy for the first time ever, and yeah, yeah exactly. Very, yeah. very. Uh, so this uh, Renee hopes that JT finds a lovely lady one day, maybe oh. a nice Aussie girl. Oh, okay. So all JT right. likes to travel. That could be. Possible. Oh, this guy wants. Maybe travel too much. This guy says my. Yeah, shirt. maybe that's why it doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> this guy says my Publimex shirts suck. I'm not going to read that. Um, <laughs> too late. Oh, here's one. Uh, Sean says I will be attending my first Supercross in Anaheim on the 17th. Wow. Oh, that's this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Any suggestions or tips on what to see and what not to miss? 
I listen to the Pulp Show each week, and I figured you must have some input for me. He lives 20 minutes from Unadilla. Wow. Supercross is new to him, though. Whew. Cool. Uh, suggestions? What would, what would you tell somebody? Um, let me think about this, because i got to think about uh, the normal people and the kind of access they have, <laughs> as opposed to... I'm sure Eric's in the knothole club. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're no, in the knothole yes, club. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm telling you. You are, you are cut from knothole club club. Yes. Absolutely. Um, okay, here, last one from Ben. Dear Strava Steve, future headline sucks unless JT is making up his own and shitting on yours, then it's funny. Wow, okay. I don't care if JT runs over during X-Brand segment, but would rather hear a well-thought-out and complete answer anyways. By all means, continue to tell him that he went over because I'm calling you an idiot, and ne- because him calling you an idiot never gets old. Their co-hosts reading their phone during the show without us knowing is not annoying. However, bringing the show to a screeching halt to tell the co-host to get off the phone is not great radio. These are all great tips. <laughs> Maybe Ben should have his own show. Uh, these days, almost everybody does. This guy says, have Swiss, <laughs> has Swiss Corps put together a podcast that is just all the Tony Alessi interviews from the show? Hopefully this doesn't breach your contract with him. It is the greatest motocross radio ever. The weekly review shows are the best, and the new Fantasy Moto podcast is awesome. Awesome job on everything. Keep it up, Ben. Thanks, Ben. That has been the Race Tech uh, Suspension email segment. Pulpamex fourteen to Pulpamex twenty fifteen. Sorry to save yourself money at Race Tech. Uh, check them out. Uh, they sponsor some of the best things out there. Privateer proven. Great guys. Great company. And uh, glad to be with them for a number of years now on uh, on the Pulpamex show presented by BTOSports.com. dot com. And hey, you know, uh, uh, Fly back Racing. in the day, yeah. um, I was reunited with an issue of not Cycle News. But ATV News, which Ooh. people forgot existed for about five Ooh. years. And when I was a kid, they profiled all the top four-wheelers that competed at the Mickey Thompson Stadium Series. Okay. And every one of them had race tech suspension. This is back in 1987. And then, lo and behold, I was at the uh, Morkatown office about three weeks ago with you. We are shooting some videos. And that issue of ATV News was laying on the floor. And I saw it, and I was like, man, I had all these pages cut up and on my wall. And I remember Race Tech was where it was at for quad suspension back in the They're day. They're at where it's at for any suspension. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Any. Any. Suspension. So, like, the hydraulic struts on your car, doesn't, hatchback. It doesn't matter. I actually went to the SEMA show when they were in town, and there yeah. was a, uh, a display of a couple of bikes. Every single one of them had Race Tech. Really? Yeah. Yep. Gary Denton was Race Tech suspension. Yep. Um, we, should, we should try to maybe get, get like, a special Tony Alessi thing. It's probably pretty good. There's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> Tony, Tony thinks there's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening again. We got Eli Tomac coming up, the big wiener in, uh, in Phoenix. Uh, we got future headlines coming up. NFAB question of the day. Let's do the NFAB question of the day now. Yes. Well, we got some time. The NFAB question of the day. And dash fa- and what? Is there a bomb going off? <laughs> uh, that's Swiss core, and he's very angry. It's welding. Nfab welding. Bacon. Yeah. People say it's bacon. He gets very angry. Uh, I thought angry. it was a bomb, like that was the fuse, and then. Okay. N dash fab.com, proud sponsors of the Nfab JGR Toyota Yamaha team, with, uh, which is ironic because it's one of our questions tonight. Yes. Uh, Barsha, Pike, and Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Uh, for the finest truck accessories can buy, NFAB has you covered. Visit n-fab.com. I have some steps on my Ridgeline, and they are fantastic. They work incredible. And uh, if you email us under uh, Pulp Mex Show Sponsor Deals, we can get you a bit of a deal at NFAB. So if you're looking for something for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, these are the guys. All right, NFAB question of the day. I already told it to you. Oh, I thought you were going to say it. No, I don't remember it now. Oh, okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, both of you can ask. I'll ask I'm here this. to answer, not Okay. Ask. <laughs> Eric and Eric, you, I don't know how you can be politically correct about it. You, you can you can also take the fifth and just not answer. <laughs> okay, but Shoot. after after two rounds, yeah, 
Uh, who do we think we should hit the panic button for? Uh, Justin Barsha, Dean Wilson, Justin Brayton, Chad Reed. Chad Reed. We got four guys. It's only two rounds. It's early. Fifteen more rounds to go. Wilson, Barsha, Reed, Brayton. It's got to hurt you to say Brayton too, Eric. No. He's just gotten off to a slow start a little bit. He I, has, yeah. I would say Dean. Dean? Yep. And Weech? Oh, yeah. You and I went over this. Hit yeah. it. Hit it for Dean. Yep. It's hit. Dean Wilson. The panic button has been hit. We don't know what's going on with you. We think you're awesome. But it's not good. It's not good. We can work with speed. Love yep. the speed. Believe in the guy. Qualified Come fifth on. and third in yep. the first two rounds. Third. Third in Phoenix. And then he started seventh and finished 17th. This yeah. is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Very that's scary. That's what Dean was calling. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> what? what? Look, hey, yeah. I mean. Dean is, will not be racing this any is, of the This is why some events. of the people in the pits, Eric, don't like me. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, I, we love him. Great guy. Absolutely. But Absolutely. He's, getting, he's on a factory team. He's on Ryan Dungey's bike. He's not been fast good. in his own right. He's been fast. And the scary part is we saw this last year. He's not shitty like Weimer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking, everybody. I'm, I'm joking. Okay. When, um, when he was on Chad Reed's 450 in a couple races last year, this is why JT and I just couldn't contain ourselves. Yeah, I know we were just yeah. could not believe how fast he was going in yeah. practice. Yeah. And here we are almost a year later. The problem is not solved. This is scary. Yeah. I mean – and and it's we been were a year. we were talking too, and you know Roger DeCosta better than better than either one of us, and you know how it is, Eric, on his team when you ride for him. Roger doesn't suffer poor results. No, like he's pretty hardcore. He's not a coddler. It's not like hey, no. you'll get better. You'll get him next time. That's not Roger. No, it's not. <laughs> no, if you're struggling I mean, I, for a while, you're done. I, yeah. I remember that moment. It was. I mean, I met Roger in 79, Yeah, you know, and one of the last GP he did, he had a mechanical failure, and he was walking, you know, carrying his helmet in front of the crowd. I think it was in Lux- Luxembourg or mm-hmm. Belgium, and all the crowd started clapping for him, like, you know, you do for yeah. people that have mechanical failure, and, and Steve was not walking on his bike, you know. Sorry, I was producing, I was dealing with my producer, but I got that. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, just kidding, of Asshole. course. And uh, he turned and looked at the crowd and say, don't be sorry for me. Oh, yeah? You know, and it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. everybody was like, it wow. was, and, yeah, it, yeah. and it was just right. unbelievable. You know, and I mean, I mean, you know, you have yeah. to translate it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Was, it was in French, um, and, but it was like, Roger, don't take failure very well. I'm going to be you. We, yeah. You be Roger. After last weekend. Yeah, because okay. you, you like my accent. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, hey, Roger, uh, Jason Wygant here. Um, how's the new bikes? How's everything working out? Uh, you, you had Dean Wilson at Anaheim 1 and Ryan Dungey. Uh, how's everything going? How, how's, how's it happening? The, the, the bike is good. You have to ride it at more than 70%. We test to ride at 100%, and they were not pushing. So the bike is, is you don't really the bike know. because fine. The riders are not riding hard enough. <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what he told me. That's him. what he told me. He, he sounds German. He doesn't sound from <laughs> oh, Belgium. Oh, yeah. I thought it was awesome. There's only yeah. – it's close. Yeah. Well, okay. Do you remember what I told you, what he said? Yeah, they were okay, uh, riding, okay. not racing. Well, let's do that again. Oh, you want to hear his version. Uh, I asked – I talked to Roger again on yeah. Saturday in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Roger uh, – No, let th- me be you. Oh, yeah. Hi, Steve Mathis. Roger, uh, what'd you, how were the guys in Anaheim? How'd they ride? Well, you know, you'd, uh, the two riders, uh, the, 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 they, they, they just rode. They did not race. <laughs> they, they, they just rode. 
No racing. The world would be so much better in his mind if Roger really was French, like you made him sound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't He know. sounds Australian to me. These oh, times. No, not even French. <laughs> I'm just saying. Roger said the bikes were ridden, not yeah. raced. Yes. And they rode at 70%. Yeah. And they rode at 70%. So, Dean, if you're listening, and I know you're at home Monday night on the Pulp Mech Show, we're worried for you. Yeah, we want you to go fast. Right. Uh, you know who is going fast is, is our next guest, and uh, he's coming off a fantastic race at Phoenix. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. The products you get from Vortex are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances, because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. Uh, V3 motocross handlebar, 29% strong in the competition, 1,000 different gear choices, uh, 40% off Vortex if you email roger at vortexracing.com. Vortexracing.com is all you need to uh, to know about for bars and sprockets, and they are pleased and proud to bring you the Phoenix Supercross winner. i got a feeling the first of many. Eli Tomac from Geico Honda. What's up, Eli? Just uh, finished up having a massage. Oh, wow. A professional motocross racer. Yeah, really, right? Oh, so the big check, the first place. Uh huh. I washed the champagne out of my hair. I got a, and I got a massage. What kind of massage? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, uh, fantastic r- ride in Phoenix, man. That was awesome. Um, uh, I look for. I know you may not look be looking forward to it, but I look forward to some great battles with Kenny because that was some exciting racing. Where'd you go? Are you in a pool? Are you there? There you yeah, go. There we go. Yep. Am I here? Okay. Yep. yep. Um, okay, yeah. I, I guess that just goes to show you how close me and Kenny are mm-hmm. um, for, for speed. And, and you know, if we start together, I think that's what's going to happen a lot of the time. I mean, uh, you know, he was obviously more aggressive that first lap and made that pass on me. And then I almost got passed by Dungey that same lap, too. But, uh Held on for a second there, and, and then mm-hmm. after that, it was it was on, you know. So yeah, um, looking yeah. at the lap times after you got by him, you put uh, what was I telling you? Three seconds, almost three time. seconds on him in two laps. I don't know. I'm sure you looked at the lap times. You uh, you really put the hammer down. Yeah, I, I did, um, and that was that was kind of my deal. I mean, well, when you make a pass on a guy like that, you know, you're kind of you kind of a sense of urgency anyway to get going. You know, yep. you don't want to get pass back so i think that's just kind of a natural thing to do but uh yeah that, that was good to open up that little gap you know yeah you know, or if you can at the time yeah so it was good what i was amazed was you actually admitted that you guys were tired no racer ever admits that they don't no. want to put their guard yeah. down yeah so i appreciate the honesty that helps us in our line of work but what was it about that track because we know you're in shape that's never been a question what was the deal out there yeah yeah i mean i don't, I don't know i'm not, i'm I'm not going to say I was tired, or maybe I, I should have said that, or shouldn't have, but I think it was <laughs> Now you're rethinking tight. it. I like this. <laughs> yeah. I, I am rethinking it, because <laughs> I think I'm better than that, but anyway, I, I think both of us got tight. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know I got tight, and Kenny said he got tight, so, you know, mm-hmm. it, it came from both of our mouths, so I think it just was a, a, a technical track, and plus we're only at round two, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, I, I don't know, and plus the battle was so intense anyway, you know, yeah. that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, could you even, is it, every fan in the stands would like to see you guys battle like you did for, say, five laps for 20. Is that not even physically possible for you to go at it like that for 20 laps like we all dream about? No, it, it's really <laughs> not. I mean, eventually, you know, someone's going to make that mistake, or, or maybe not. Maybe it is possible, but one, I don't know, unless you're both Iron Man or whatever, <laughs> I don't think it, it really could happen for 20 laps, no. you know. 
Um, yeah. No, too much going on. Too much chaos. That'd be sweet. Is it the track was a, a little more technical than Anaheim? I guess probably uh, a, a flat straightaway around two barrels would be more technical than Anaheim. Um, but uh, it, it had some ins and outs and some tight corners and things like that, huh? It was, it was a little, it was a better track. Yeah. 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 See, it was <clears throat> it was more technical, but at the same time, I feel like both the tracks this year have been a little more laid down than normal, like the rhythm sections. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's just, that's like comparing it to some of the, the later rounds of last year. And I don't know if they do that every year and everyone just kind of forgets, you right, know, if they right. do, like kind of start the tracks out mellow on purpose, but that's, that's a way it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. They start mellow. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, yeah. Like the whoops this week were a lot better, more, they were bigger, a little more technical, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe there was some separation there, but, uh, yeah. Uh, 702-586-757. You got a question for Geico Honda's Eli Tomac. Vortex Racing brings you Eli Tomac on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. I'm almost like a rider now where I just list off the who makes it possible for me. But don't admit you're tired. No, no. I, oh, I was tired. <laughs> no, believe never, me. Never. <laughs> uh, Eric, you've uh, you've seen every Bercy or Lille. Yeah, or, or uh, all uh, the European okay. races, you know. Watching Eli at Lille this year, oh. I mean, that, I have to, and I've been going for a while. Yep, that's one of the most dominating performances I've ever seen at any European weekend Supercross ever. I mean, maybe Big Bird did something. I don't know, but yeah. what do you think? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I had a conversation with Eli after the race, and I really congratulated him because what he did in Phoenix was was I was expecting in Anaheim. You yeah, know? and I know Anaheim didn't work out the way he wanted, but I mean, you know, after all those years. He had the, the eye of the tiger. He mm-hmm. was just like ready. You know, they, he was not taking second place as an option. And actually, actually, it's a question for you, Eli. I mean, did you feel good racing all those races in Europe? Did you feel like it brought you something? Or it was just, a, you know, a good way to keep busy during the winter? You know, I, absolutely. I think it was good. I mean, you know, if, if it goes good over there, it's good. If it goes bad, it could be bad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, in, in your case, it went very well. <laughs> yeah. In my case, it was good, you know, and, and like, I was like, man, this, my setup feels really good this year. You know, it's like, man, my bike's like 10 times better than it was last year at this time. So yeah. for me, it was totally a plus. Yep. If I'm like, if I'm a guy like Eli Tomac, Justin Barsher, whoever, I am taking every European Supercross race big payday that I can get. I will never understand. I worked for a guy named Tim Ferry. Yeah. Really? Turn, turned everybody <laughs> turned everybody down. I'm not leaving Florida. I don't care how much money you pay. 30 yeah. grand, 50 grand. <laughs> I'm going to stay in Florida. If I'm t- and I Eli goes, you go to all these things Eli and I, and again, it's great practice, it's great training, you get to you get to race. It's also fat cash. And I don't understand these riders that turn it down. I'll never get that. Yeah, I I don't really know. I mean, our our career is already short enough. So. Right. Yeah, if you have the chance, why not? And I don't know. I just like traveling anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Some nice man from Florida named Eric is offering you a lot of money, uh, all expenses paid, for three days of your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the Tomac families are great travelers. Yeah. I mean, Eli's dad spent a lot of time in Europe. Right. I mean, those guys. It's almost like doing nothing. I yeah, mean, they, yeah. they land anywhere they want. They rent a car. Yeah. They come to the race. I mean, you feel you feel almost guilty. You know. <laughs> okay, this leads me to another question. Without naming any names, Eric, what's the dumbest thing a rider has asked you about an overseas race? Like, without naming names, don't burn any. But what's the dumbest question you've ever gotten? 
I think Mike Craig. Oh, he's going to name a name. You know, you didn't need to. We probably yeah, would have assumed it was him. You know, Mike asked me when the bus is picking him up at his house. You know, I mean, going to the airport. <laughs> right, right, right. right. That was cute. That right, was cute right. because he thought we would come and pick him up. He said, no, you still have to go to the airport. Oh, yeah, you really uh, don't take care of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pay everything, Mike, but there's just no bus coming. Yeah, you have to drive and, your car. and Mike was a classic. We had such a good long career together. Yeah. I mean, doing European races, but you know, it's always the same. It's just you know, people have to learn. Uh, some guys are ready for it. Some guys are not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Eli is a trooper. I, him and his family are traveling Europe like. It's like yeah. Ohio or Colorado. They right. don't even see. They just go for it, and uh, they're, they're just good people to work with. Uh, Eli, you want to take some fall- calls from some fans? Lines are That's fine, yeah. All right, let's yep, do this. Sure. Uh, Riley, what's your question for Eli Tomac? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just wanted to ask Eli a couple questions. First, when you're at home there at your farm, what would be like a normal day of training and riding, or what would be like a day in the life of Eli Tomac? Well, uh, during the season, I mean, obviously, wake up in the morning, um, you know, and, and we we try to ride early in the mornings, you know, just to get that done in the day, especially during outdoor season, because mm-hmm. it's so hot in the summer, so the dirt's only good for so long, you know, so ride early, um, you know, and then some days we do a mountain bike ride in there, too, mm-hmm. you know, with that, with that ride day. Yeah, yeah imagine that. And then, and then other days, you have your, your run and your gym, so, I mean, uh, I think that's kind of the standard schedule for most most pros, but everyone just does that a little bit differently. You know. Okay. Um, yep. Secondly, what do you attribute your insane cornering ability to? <laughs> hmm. uh, there's only one thing you can do is practice, really. Yeah. And just that. I mean, you got. It, it's good to start young too. I mean, luckily my dad was on me for technique and you know, in hiring you know trainers like Buddy Antonez or. Or uh, I, I don't know, just just, yeah. just people to help me out at an early age to to learn things. It's just like if you're going to learn a new language, they always say it's easier to, to do it, you know, when when you're younger, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so young. I uh, I saw an Instagram video of Eli at his place in Colorado, and I actually said on the comments like Photoshop. But he must have been. I don't think there's even six gears anymore in these things. Six gear wide open around a sand turn. I'm like, come on. I don't think you even backed off. I'm like, come, no way. No, I remember that. It was Moto. You said it was like like Moto GP. Didn't was you that put it? that in your? <laughs> yeah. It was so fast. It was ridiculous. Like the G forces and everything. has been like, <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eli's place is unbelievable. Oh, is it? He's uh, riding like in a national park. Actually, I would like to see the paperwork because you're maybe in a national <laughs> park. I mean, the place is so unbelievable. It's like Canyon Land yeah. or the Grand Canyon, the, and it's just like you're. You're spending your life here? You know, all the yeah, yeah. training compounds are training compounds. Yeah, you've been to all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Eli's place is just like, well, you're kidding me. I mean, like, it's, it's yeah. you should sell tickets to be here. Yeah. The general, John, has invited me out there. I'm not ready for that, though. Like, yeah. he's like, we'll, we'll, put you, we'll put you on the program. You come out. I've, your strong yeah, little bike rides. Have to get some miles under the belt. Yeah. Oh man, I would. I mean, I would be calling my wife. Please, please get me home. Please send a helicopter. I gotta get out. Send the bus. Send my Craig because I can't walk. They're not letting me out of here. The Tomacs aren't letting me go. All right, let's get to Luke. Uh, Luke, uh, what's your question for Eli Tomac? Yo, uh, what up, Eli? Um, I have a question. What does it feel like personally to win a 450 main Supercross in front of all the big names and just to finally feel that that joy you've been building up for years and years? 
you know, it was pretty awesome. Um, you know, and, and I thought I was going to be actually more excited. Um, but for me, I was, when I won my very first, you know, my, my 450 out, outdoor, or my only one, I don't know, I almost think that one was, was a little bit better, even my 250, you know, my first 250 Supercross, just because, you know, you know now, now we're so, I don't know, this is like my fifth season of Supercross, you know, so it's just like, you know, you, you almost expect it at this point, so, um, yeah, it was great, but, you know, now I think the, the thing is, is, man, you want that 450 championship, um, yeah. but, but either way, it was still pretty awesome. Thanks, uh, thanks, Luke. All right, thank you, thanks. guys. Thanks, man. Uh, Abe, what, uh, what do you want to talk to Eli Tomac about? Yeah, are you there? Yeah, we're here, bro. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to uh, first thank you uh, for not being a pussy. Um, you're very brown, right? Uh, no, strong-willed yeah. and uh, man-like, and there's not very many. <laughs> Um, kids your age that, you know, kind of coming up old school. I don't know if that's uh, contributed to your dad and hard work ethic that, you know, shaped your personality, but you seem like uh, kind of an old school dude, and I I like it. I think it's badass. And then um, my question, though, is um, you're not big on social media, it seems like. Do you, is it hard uh, with the pressures of sponsorship? and stuff like that and I know social media is really big for a lot of sponsors is it hard to kind of maintain that Abe I think he, he puts his dogs yeah. he puts RC cars he puts riding um, social media that is that is actually a good question and you know I feel like the problem with social media yeah it's super awesome for your sponsors and word out about whatever how yeah. massive your whips are or whatever but <laughs> you know the thing about it is it's just like when you really think about it, it's all about this me, 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 social media. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that guy that, you know, that walks around with, I, I don't know, or, or, or is going to go buy a Ferrari tomorrow just because I want to, you know, mm-hmm. a super cost main event. So um, that's the thing. I'm, I'm more of a shy guy. So yeah, me, I, I more feel like so, social media is, you know, I, yes, I, I do do it, but I'm not about it like every day and posting, you know, five pictures a day kind of guy. So that's my take on it. Eli, that is the perfect transition. Mathis and I were going to ask you about this. We're almost a little concerned. Are we going to ask him about it? Yeah, I'm going to ask. Okay. We don't I, see This you... is bad. This could go bad. No, no. We're well, good. he's going to get good. mad. No, he won't. Okay. All okay, right. maybe. But I'm asking, so All for right. once I'll be the bad guy. Okay, go ahead. Um, we don't Because of the social media... Okay, you're not at these compounds where there's 12 other riders training, and you're not in Southern California all the time where everybody else is hanging out. We don't see you in the yeah. hills here because it rained in California or whatnot. You kind of just do your own thing, it seems like. Yep. Do you have friends? Do you need us to come in and help? Are you good? Are you lonely? Do you need some friends? Do you need some friends? Because we'll help you out. <laughs> no, Are you all right? No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I have, I have friends in Colorado. Okay. I mean, yes, I kind of do look like a loner, you know, around the track. But, okay. You know, when I'm on okay. the track, I'm there to do business, not to, not no. to throw down. So. Well, no, I know. I know. I, and your family's terrific. <laughs> They're great people. Zach, Zach Osborne says he plays golf with you. Because I asked Zach he this does. question. And most of my buddies are, are like golfers. Especially from my hometown. In Colorado, okay. So. All right. Because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you need some friends, we're there. Like we can mountain bike together. I'm on Strava. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I think that's what everybody respects. Like the caller just said, though. Yeah. Like you are a racer's racer. You're there to race. 
You're not there to hang exactly. out. You're yeah. not there to be flashy. Right. Uh, so we did wonder. You you do have some fun though when we don't what we don't see behind the scenes, right? You're good. Yeah. yeah. Yes, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I just live a normal life. Okay. I would say almost more so than than other writers because I have so much <clears throat> support from my you know like my dad and my mom that can take care of so many other things that I I would have to do if I was doing it more by myself. Mm-hmm. I think I get to actually live more of a relaxed lifestyle than, than most guys, you know? Right. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like that. It's good. I just, Zach said he plays golf with you, and I'm like, okay. That's you ever something. Ha- yeah, that's something. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> hey, I've always wondered, because, you're, because your dad already experienced success, you know, and w- was famous in his own way, kind of like you are, um, do you think that even helps with this, to, like, take it all on stride? Because, obviously, most of the people you're racing against – this is the first time they've dealt with any kind of stardom in any facet of their family ever. You know, people wanted to do interviews like this or autographs and things like there that. There are some crazy it's, parents that couldn't that act very weird. Yes, in our sport. Yes, that's names. what I'm getting at. Names. <laughs> yes. Names. Names. Hold on. Uh, just just go to the results and just add a different first name to the last name. Yeah. Get out of your mind, dude. <laughs> so Eli, do you think that that has helped actually uh, with, with dealing with all the things that come along with being famous in, in the way that you are famous? I mean, we're not uh, maybe you're not a movie star, but people definitely know you. Does that help? Uh, Has your I, dad ever to give I mean, you tips, advice on how to handle it? You know, no. I mean, that's the, that's the thing is that is I don't really feel like I'm. I don't know, like like I am some Hollywood movie star guy, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people at the track that want to get pictures with you, and yes, there's some so- social media stuff, but you know, I don't really, uh, I don't know, try to think I'm above anything or or anyone like that. So I don't. It doesn't really. It's not a big deal to me that way. Yeah, you, you are so put together. I mean, I'm as a you know, uh, as an older guy, seeing you. you 20-year-old or something, 21, you know, and it's like, you know, you, you just get it get it together. It's just pretty amazing. Yeah. And when we, no, tra- and when we travel the world and everything, just your, your reactions and everything, it's like, wow. Could John and Kathy be any more normal? Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I can attribute that to is, is yeah. Yeah. This is good, good upbringing. Um, besides winning Phoenix, besides winning two heat races, besides being the fastest qualifier – uh, at the first two rounds, you also winning are winning in the entrance in the indie video in the video the uh, opening ceremonies video. That's awesome. I'm gonna yeah. take everybody's plate. I'm gonna awesome. Whose idea was that? Did you have any problems doing it or anything? Or no, that that was actually the Feld guys. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it looks pretty pretty hillbilly and redneck, but uh, it's showing a little bit of our, of my background. No, I don't um, think it's hillbilly and redneck. No, I didn't think hillbilly. No. I just was wondering. Okay, I okay. think there's some dudes that would be okay. like. No, man, I'm afraid. Like, what if the other riders get mad and then yeah, they, they want to, yeah. like, beat me and that puts pressure on oh, Like, did no. you care about any of that? No, I don't, I don't care about that, about that at all. Yeah, that's no, cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. – not, not Hillbilly Redneck at all. I'm thinking the same thing as Weege. Other riders would be okay. like, there's no way I'm going to show – give my, mo- my riders motiv- – my, my competition uh, motivation. I'm scared. What if they get mad? Right, you know, right, yeah. right. I didn't even think twice about that. <laughs> like, hey – you want us to, or is your bow in California? I was like, no. And then we're like, oh, can you have someone ship it out? They're like, I was like, okay. And then we did it like the Wednesday night before uh, yeah. before Anaheim. We went down the stadium and did, did that. It was oh, good. Cool. It's good. And we, we actually tried to light the tip of the arrow on fire. 
<laughs> with, with lighter fluid, like to try to really do it, but it wouldn't stay lit because it was super windy that night. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's the only non-real part about it is the you know the editing on the arrow. But anyway, did, did you see it, Eric? Cool. No, I didn't see it. You didn't oh, know? Sorry, oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, he he has a he has a hole uh, in the desert, and he throws all these number plates in ninety four, five, twenty two. Yeah, all these guys, and then pours <laughs> gas on them, and then the next shot is him yeah, with, a, yeah. with a flaming arrow. Wow. Blows him up. Blows yeah. everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. That's that awesome. Sounds right. It's so good. I, I like how you didn't even think twice about that. Uh, oh, I don't care what I, they think. At Anaheim, I'm just like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Because I love Rambo and the compound bow. Yeah. and You oh. know, now Eli's Rambo, and it's just incredible. Yeah, could you have maybe tied a headband on or something real quick? Or yeah. something like Rambo would have done? Yeah. Tie the headband on. Also. Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, um, when we were interviewing Eli after the race, Shan Moore from Cycled, he said, he's like, you know, Kenny got a little lead there in the first lap. Were you afraid he was going to check out? Because a lot of people, because he won last week, yeah. were thinking he was going to check out. And Eli just goes, well, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. One time I asked, one time last year or something, I asked Eli, hey, it's got to feel pretty good to oh, at Tennessee when you came back. Yeah. Was Tennessee, was that it? Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. You came back to Tennessee, and I'm like, hey, you got to feel pretty good to like run the pace with, with Kenny and Dungeon. They've been winning, and you come back, and you're just like, yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, hey, idiot! I won the two fifty national title. Like I'm good. Yeah. Kenny, I beat Kenny. The guy was winning. Yeah. So therefore, I will be right there. Not gonna go twelve, twelve. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and it made perfect sense. I loved it. I, I felt like an idiot. It's good. Hey, uh, yeah. you mentioned your bike uh, that you said it's so much better this year, and it's such a weird thing because obviously it's not like the production Honda has changed a ton. So when everybody's like, "Oh, you see, this brand's horrible. This brand's good." Obviously, what affects yeah. you guys are things that are, are completely different. Uh, we've talked a lot about how Trey Kennard turned his year around outdoors and KYB, and there's a lot of HRC guys around. I don't know if we've really talked to you about that much. Can you talk about some of the changes you're seeing internally at Honda and, and what difference that's making? Yeah, I mean, you'll be able to see it when you're at the races. You know, there's, there is support from Japan now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, you know, so, you know, those, those are guys that have experience in, in like, the, the MXGPs. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how far in depth I can go with it. but Yeah. You know, it's basically like a, a worldwide kind of support team now. So, you know, there, there's info coming in from everywhere, and, it, and it's something that uh, that could really turn into, you know, something good here in the near future, and that, that already is turning around. So, um, um, yeah, and you know, yeah, it, it's big. And you know who's helping out the Martin Honda team, HRC, yeah. the great JMB. So that's that's cool. Um, Eli, last question: You did the Jason Ellis show today. Was this better mm-hmm. or worse? Was his better or worse than this? Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm only gonna say it's different because that guy is like on a whole nother level. Better yeah. level though, bigger level. That sucks. Well, no, just like a level of being kind of out there, crazy. What, yeah. what if he's listening and he's like gonna hear me say this? But he's just there's more wild. Like I'm more of like the country boy that doesn't yeah. say many cuss words and that kind of thing. That's what I'm gonna say. You know, but. I do listen to his show every once in a while to get a good laugh. Okay. Um, but but this this is more hardcore, more into detail show, and this is and Ellis is more about mm-hmm. you know the you know just yeah. the no, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stuff yeah. that the real insiders wouldn't know, you know, right? Just the normal stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not yeah. sure if I should take that good or bad. <laughs> That's fine. Matt, this is very sensitive, as you probably yeah. have seen. Um, yeah. I'm going to say it's different. I can't say one was better than the other. Well, I didn't. I thought your video, your opening ceremonies video, was just the same as the other guys. I didn't think it was that good either. So. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Hey, uh, 
thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, uh, great job this weekend, and I appreciate you coming on the show for sure, taking the time to do it. I- I'm kidding. And uh, good luck this weekend. We'll see you around, man. Okay. See you guys. All right. See ya. Vortex Racing presents uh, Geico Honda's Eli Tomac. Let's take another commercial break. Uh, Devin, are you, are you awake? Oh, okay. All right. You look totally like you were. You know? No, I'm in it. Okay. I'm just listening. There, I don't Dude, have, I don't have 30 minutes to till MC, okay? <sighs> you, hey, you get one question from MC. Oh, I get a question? You get one question for MC. Oh, yeah. Think about it over the commercial break. We're doing it. We'll, we'll, whatever you want to ask Jeremy McGrath. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. The BTO. What's going on? It's we're working Watson on something. All, all right, we're working on something. B- Eric and I got a plan. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with factory level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Privateer developed and privateer proven by racers like Vince Freeze, Cody Gilmore, and many more. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. 
MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivotworks, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivotworks stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard. Ride fast. Ride Pivotworks. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Tell what to do. You think you could tell us what to wear. You think that you're better 
Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Tell me what to do You know who you're talking to Ah, so glad I got to pick my own music From the Attitude Era of World Wrestling Federation That's the Generation X Now that song, you folks might not even recognize it Some of you will But even those that don't could probably recognize that song's contribution to society the term that is still used to this day, going about 16 years now, can be credited to this tag team of Shawn Michaels and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. The term suck it is 100% attributable to Degeneration X. Uh, they started the term suck it. They even had a movement that went to it. The chop. Yeah, yeah, you, the suck it chop. Yeah, the suck the, it yeah, chop. Yes. Yeah. If you run stamp it, you run suck it, whatever you want, it was based on this tag team in the Attitude Era. God. They said that Generation X... Or just a bunch of degenerates, and they embraced that and called themselves Degeneration X. The show has reached a new low. Suck La- it. Last time you were in, Ultimate Warrior was your song. So, yep. 30 years in this Suck country, it. and I'm still learning stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I love it. What a great country. The, the culture is different, yes. yes. Of Eric, course, there was once a French tag team, and what do you, what do you think? Do you think they were good or bad? <laughs> I think they were, bad. I think they were <laughs> bad. Well, surprisingly <laughs> enough, the wrestling fans hey, what, didn't like the French. What, shocker. What, what, what do you think? I live, I live France. You know, it's like people are thinking, no, I didn't come to U.S. to be a French ambassador. I came to U.S. because I wanted to be in U.S. being an American, not a French guy. Yeah. You know, it's just like people don't get that in America. Uh, <laughs> before we go, um, um, uh, we're going to have Jeremy McGrath on. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm going to miss him yeah. because he's a great friend. You and him go way back. Give w- us Way back. Give us a, an MC story. Give us your one that you can share. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, you know, he taught me how to play poker, which was not very good for me because I sucked, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but we, we were doing some big uh, train trip in Europe going from races to r- races in, in late mm-hmm. 80s, early 90s, and we were having a lot of fun together. Uh, I, I witnessed him winning his first big Super Cross, which was a, a Paris Supercross, not Bercy, mm-hmm. a real Supercross at, yeah. a, at a big uh, stadium, uh, soccer stadium. And uh, he was like, I think it was 91, 92, he, he showed up, no pressure, totally Jeremy, yeah. like relax and loving everybody, loving everything, and he killed everybody. Yeah. I mean, including the great JMB at the time. Yep. And, uh, and it was like, wow. And the, the funny story is he won a giant Eiffel Tower. And uh, <laughs> it was a 10 foot tall Eiffel Tower. And, I'm not and he's get- like, what am I going to do with this thing? Exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was really a big challenge to. Uh, to, to, to ship it back home. I, I hope he yeah. still has it yeah, yeah. because that was really a, a one-off because the race was not uh, financially successful right. and was canceled the following year. But that was the first race where Jamie beat everybody, Stanton, yeah. Bell. Yeah. It, was, it was like an early preview of what was going to happen. And, and then, right. then he won the championship and won the championship. Yeah. And he was that was, wow. So it's, you know, this time when you're fortunate enough to be in a sport and witness, like, something is happening today. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just... Uh, um, 
Thanks for coming in. Ah, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. It was great. I wish I wish I could be in Vegas. Yeah, you're you're truly a guy behind the scenes that I admire. You make things happen. Uh, Weege and I are in on whatever next idea you're coming up with. And, yeah, we, uh, we haven't talked about that actually. No. We talk about Keep it off the stuff. air. We don't want uh, we don't yeah. want other people to be in on so this. So let's meet in Anaheim. We'll meet in the bus somewhere, yeah. and yeah. we can make it happen. Absolutely, okay. no, fantastic. Thank you for coming in, Eric. But thank you guys. Everybody. Thanks to the team. Yeah. Thanks to the listeners because I think we have, despite what you say, I think we have about half a dozen people yeah, listening. I think so. You know? six, so six to twelve. Yes. Uh, come in again. No, maybe you're in Vegas. Yeah, you got family here or whatever. Yeah, yeah come on yeah, in. Love to be back and. Uh, thanks a lot for everything. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks everybody. All right. All right. And why again? Maybe you can do the Enduro Cross with Eric. And I, I try, try my best to work yeah. the deal right now. Right. A lot of pressure on him. Uh, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, let's get our, our, uh, our next guy on um, before Jeremy McGrath. It's a great Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? What's happening? Give me a number between 1 and 185. 66. I think you already did that, but we can, we can take it. Uh, that is the winner, the number the 66 email. Is the winner I don't of think the... it'll be the same person, so it doesn't really No, I know. I just, you just picked it. Uh, Fly Racing, giving away a set of Andrew, or Andrew Short signed sweaty-ass gear from Phoenix. Uh, which stuff was it, JT? Do you remember? I didn't look yeah, at it. Yeah, uh, I think it was a green and orange light no, hydrogen. it's sure. orange for sure. I didn't see any green, but maybe yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh, the hydrogen stuff. We've been, we've been okay. pushing pretty hard. Yeah, hydrogen stuff. Uh, thanks to Max at Fly for making it happen, and JT for picking 66, and we'll see who the lucky winner is. Good luck, Moser. Timing out to be the 66th email. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, we got McGrath coming up, JT. The king. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to him. Um, uh, but but we, the main reason we are on here is uh, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Tomac texted me and said one of the things he forgot to tell us was that Ellis asked him about who would win in a fight between him and Ryan Dungey. <laughs> so, I wouldn't in those pits. I wouldn't put many up against Tomac. I know that you got some pikes and guys like that. But I'll give you an empty nap and a pike. Yeah, Eli seems like a pretty surly dude. Yeah, I think he could take care um, of himself. Uh, X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, use the use the code PulpMX14 when you're checking out to save money at xbrand.com. Eksbrand.com. Uh, Nick Way, Brock Tickle, awesome Politelli. You name him, Michael Lieb. Uh, you name him. Ben LeMay, Alex Martin, Gary Sutherland. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere, xbrand.com. This is the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Uh, these questions are a, submitted by who? Every week. <laughs> yeah, it was involved with open ceremonies. It's uh, incredible. Has any super fan ever gotten to higher heights with their, with their fandom? Let's mm-hmm. explain this. I don't know how Moser pulled this off. The world's biggest Andrew Short fan. Mm-hmm. Andrew Short comes out for opening ceremonies, happens to be high-fiving fans right over like the third-base dugout at the stadium, and somehow Moser was in the front row of that part of the stands. 60,000 fans there. Moser was in the one spot that Shorty went to and then managed to snap a selfie of him with Shorty during opening ceremonies. Like, during Short's 30 seconds of high-fiving fans and opening ceremonies, Moser got down there and took a selfie with Short during that. Now 30 he seconds. claims it was not planned. How could that be? Oh, that's such a lie. It's yeah. planned for sure. That's such a lie. Yeah, it's absolutely. Um, all right, so here's the questions. Fifteen seconds, Weege. For me to answer the well, question. You said JT's on for the tear offs. I both, have to answer them too. You're both questions from from Moser. Oh, man. Yep. Fifteen seconds. Okay. If you don't answer in fifteen seconds, bad shit happens. 
All right, I will get my phone ready. I got it. No, I got it. No, no, no I need to see. I don't want to just know when it's over. I want to know how much time I have left. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's do it, Devin. Okay, Weed, you're up first. Get I ready. thought JT was – what? I'm, I'm very confused. Just get ready. Right. We can't have two questions for – all three of us have questions. Okay. Can we hurry this thing up? we got McGrath coming up. He's uh, the king. All right, all right. Weej. Who at RacerX comes earliest with submitting their articles and who is always late? Aaron Hansel absolutely is – he practically has the interview done before you've even assigned it. I don't even know how that's physically possible. Uh, as for late, everybody's pretty good nowadays, although we don't always know the whereabouts of ping, so sometimes it makes it tough. <laughs> 13.4. Yep. 13.4. All right. JT, what's the gnarliest injury you've seen someone race through? Race through? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I've seen a lot of broken bones. I, I, it's, I'm going to go long here. But 16 seconds. Yeah, I'm still going. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. You've seen a lot of broken bones and, you know, I myself have raced with torn up knees and stuff like that, that I needed to have surgery like right away, but you just need to be racing too. So it's tough. Every injury is different. So, you know, it's hard to gauge. Okay. 38, 38 seconds. I will keep going as long as I want to. X-Brown goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. That was some waffling. What about Rhino and his broken lower leg? Yeah, stuff like that. Like that's that had to hurt a lot. But you never really know how much pain people are in because I've had I've had broken stuff that hurt really, really bad, and I've mm-hmm. had broken stuff that's like, eh, no big deal. What about Brayton when he broke his leg at uh, what is that, San Diego or something? St. Louis. St. Louis. San yeah, Diego. Foot. foot. Oh, San foot. Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was also that one. Yeah. Oh, when a heat race. Yeah. Broken foot. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I crashed in practice. Yeah. San Diego yeah. was practice crash, broken yeah. leg. Right. Uh, St. Louis was broken foot, one heat race. Um, Pike, that's gnarly. Yeah, Pike, broken foot. JT may miss some time. What kind yeah. of what kind of machine do you think they would use to get cut him to do surgery? I said a diamond cutter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nuts. Um, uh, good ride by him, huh? Wow, it's fly racing zone, Weston Pike. That's awesome. Probably the best race of his life so, to this point. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, best no doubt. ride of his life. Um, all right, next question, Steve. Yep. What was going through your mind as you were enduring on your mountain bike? What's that, going through my mind? Was that enduring? I'm not like that's exig- endoing. It says endoing. Oh, Devin in- strikes again. No, 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 shut up. It says endoing, not endoing. <laughs> Endo. E N D O I N G. That's endoing. It's endoing. Is how he spelt it. This is really hard in the 15. But as you were endo, as you were endoing, yes. Ah, what was going through your mind? Were you thinking about Timmy Ferry? Were you thinking about? No, I. It happened so fast. I just I got my front end up. I thought I cleared 38 it. Thirty-eight seconds. I thought I cleared it, but I went over the bars. So that's over. When was the last time you crashed like that? Thanks, for tear offs. Um, <laughs> choice of champions everywhere. Weege. Yeah. How, how do you overcome rider's block? Rider's block? Yeah. It is difficult. Rider's block. Usually, you write something about them they don't like, or you say something <laughs> and about them they don't agree with, and they block Yeah, and when usually, if you can get to them face to face and hash it out, you can get through rider's block. It's the riders that don't talk back that stops you. All right. Sixteen and seconds. You definitely oh. don't want to leave them out of a championship contender article. Yes, yeah. Cole Seeley. Are yeah. you good with Seeley? You're good, right? It's all good? I appear to be good. Oh, he good. talks to me. I think we're good. I, but uh, what helped was he was mad at another thing at Redbud, and I just came into the truck. I'm like, come on, dude. What's the deal? And usually when you get face-to-face, everything's good. It's when they get so mad that you can't get to them, yeah. that's when you're. That's yeah. the wounds that don't heal. Yeah. All right. 
That's question. Like Mathis in his interviews right now. Yeah, those people are not talking to you. <laughs> yeah. All right, JT. Which rider would struggle with a more technical track? I don't know that any of them struggle. I don't think that's a fair term. I just think some are better better than others. I think like Trey would be really good at a fast track. Uh, rider that would struggle on a super technical track. Michael Lessi. Uh Yeah. And struggle that's, is that's relative good, term. That's a pretty right. good call. Right. Yeah, it's rel- these guys are all so damn skilled okay, and talented coffee. now, man. It's hard to just pick one and say, oh, yeah, he sucks at whoops or jumps because yeah. they don't. They just don't. Uh, somebody in the chat room saying you're waffling. Fair well, point. you're asking me to tell you tell me who who sucks at doing jumps and stuff like that. They just don't, you know. Like, right. unfortunately, that's just not the Supercross world we live in anymore. He's trying to avoid riders block. <laughs> no, he'll well, block no, like him. I think that there were guys that were better that you know, like I think Carmichael struggled when the tracks were super technical. I think that was a weakness for him compared to. Guys that he raced against, like McGrath or Reed or, or whoever, Stewart, yeah. uh, was better than him at that stuff. Timmy. But if you put him on a fast, easier type, type track, he was just so much better in the turns and carrying momentum. He would just win every time. So. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Next question. All right, I'll Steve. talk as long as I want to. We, we, we got the king coming up. We got it. All right, Steve. Okay, well, I'll shut up for the king, but not for you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Which 450 brand of bike will pull the most hole shots this year in Supercross? That's looking like KTM, but we'll see. It's, we're, we're early. I'm going to take a Honda just because I think the, there's a lot of good guys on Hondas. Yeah, yeah Sealy, good starter. Canard, fast. And Tomac, maybe the best guy in the class. So Okay. Weege, money aside, which announcing gig have you enjoyed the most? Money aside? Which is, it's hard <laughs> yeah. for you to think. Don't ever say that. Yeah. 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 Don't ever yeah. put the and money yeah. aside. Yeah. 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 This is coming from Moser. Well, as I say, it's not about making money. It's just about not spending money. By far. And it pays me zero extra dollars. So this is the perfect answer to this question. The Loretta Lynn's experience is unlike anything else. I've had some of the most hilarious moments of my entire life there, and it doesn't pay me any extra money. So that's an easy answer. 22.6. Yeah. For some reason, Weege has five questions, so I'm going to ask you another one. All right. Okay. Are we all done, JT? And I are no, done? no, no. You oh, guys okay. got one more. All right. Uh, what sequence of events would have to take place for you to uh, be offered a Supercross announcing gig? Uh, I believe not work for who I work for in the first place. Yep. And then get fired from uh, my motocross gig. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ralph, Ralph Shaheen gets some huge upgrade. Yeah. And then five other guys also do. And then uh, the sport starts to collapse, and there's no opportunity for anyone. And then uh, a lot of other racing series and sports take place from January to May, so some other guys are busy, and then maybe they give me a call. Yeah. That's a hell of a sequence. Anything can happen. Tell me there's a chance. Right, right. There's a percentage. Who's uh, next? JT. <laughs> yeah. <who's next? laughs> <laughs> All right, JT, do you think the air suspension on Shorty's bike is an advantage or disadvantage? Oh, Shorty question. Uh, I'm going to say disadvantage right now just because I don't think they have a lot of data and setting knowledge to go off of. Okay. 13 seconds. Good job. I don't really have a good answer for that. See, I just you're conforming. Feel like, you're conforming. I like it. No, I just feel like they – probably know a lot more about the stuff that Dungey and, and those guys are on Brayton are on right. compared to what they know about shorty stuff. Okay. Next question. All right, Steve, last question for you. 
Which 250 rider will hit the dirt the most this season? Ten seconds. I don't know. I'm trying to think. This is the pressure you put on JT. But you see... Waffle, 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 waffle. 15 seconds, I'm out. I got no answer. All right. Just move it along. I really don't know. I can't think of a guy that's like a crasher. I'm sure there's like... Stewart. I mean, Politelli, I guess, is kind of a hit and miss kind of guy. Not always I think you got to go with Mookie. Yeah, Stewart okay, for sure. Okay, yeah. Does he already have like three crashes? All right. See, I'm terrible at my own game. Next Brian Goggle Tariffs. All right. Last question for you, uh, Weege. Yep. And last question in general. If you could steal any announcing gig for any sport, what would you do? Just for comedy's sake, I'll just say WWF. I mean, I have a background <laughs> in the sport <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. at the highest levels. <laughs> yeah. And I believe I could use those skills for some good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jim Ross, look out. I'm coming for you, just like right. Ralph. Right. That has been. <laughs> All right. Let's quickly take some calls here. Gib, what's up? Oh, nothing. How's it going? Oh. Uh, I just wanted uh, to chime in on what you guys think. I seen seen a tweet earlier about um, Will Hahn. He said, you know, um, it's thanks to all the people to help you get through these things when you're in these something about a position that you don't deserve to be in. And then I, I was kind of thinking about it like he says, a position doesn't deserve to be in. But when you think about it, like uh, you all race motocross. This isn't, this isn't golf, so they all know the risk. And then you guys were saying like, Maybe there was a bike issue or something like that. So maybe something like that happened. And then you also had David Millsap saying that there's things going on behind the scenes. So maybe it has to do with that. And maybe people feel bad about what happened. I don't know. Just want to know what you guys think. I think it's uh, more a position you don't deserve to be in because it was the darn second lap of practice. It'd be one thing if it was I was going for it, I was hanging it out, I was trying to jump something, I was in a mm-hmm. battle. But it was like... That was the dumbest area to have something like that happen. It wasn't like he was taking any unnecessary risks. It was just terrible luck or terrible weirdo circumstances. So I think that's why you have to uh, say, yeah, I, I mean, mean, he didn't deserve to be there. It wasn't like he was, i got to jump this quad to win this race. I'm going to throw it all out there. Davey's interview on Race Rex really cleared up a lot of things. <laughs> it really, really nailed down <laughs> answers for us. It didn't create any speculation among fans and media at all. No. Yeah, it, every question is pretty much now based on what did Millsaps mean by behind-the-scenes yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I even took um, the Millsaps quotes that we got, mm-hmm. and then I got the quotes that came from Kawasaki's official PR, yep. from Tom McGovern, yeah. who you had on the show. Yeah, official, yeah. And I emailed it to him, and I said, ours, yours. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you, did you put an emoji of a bomb? <laughs> like, that would have been just the perfect thing. And he thing. said, if you think about it, it's very similar. Ours are just a little more positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Gib. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank, thank you. Uh, Chris, you got a bike question? Uh, yes. Um, my brother, he has a 2004 YZ450F, and, um, we just, um, got the rest of the, um, FMF exhaust on it, mm-hmm. and, um, it's the PowerCore 4, and it, I noticed that it bogs, and it kind of pops a little bit, and we took it up to the shop, and the guy said that, um, it's a little too lean. Uh, what is your take on it? Uh, where does it pop? What are you doing uh, when it pops? Out of the exhaust. Yeah, but wh- like, wh- where are you? What are you doing? Like, um, like if I come around a uh, um, turn or something, mm-hmm. and I get off the gas, and um, it kind of okay. like, when it okay. goes down, it so starts yeah. popping. So you're off the gas. So when I'm riding really uh, fast, it starts popping. Chris, uh, 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 richen up your uh, fuel screw, which is uh, uh, go go out on the uh, fuel screw. Go out? Yeah, go out. There's a screw in the bottom of the carburetor. You need a special little flat flat handle 
uh, T-handle to get to it and uh, go out like a turn. See how that works. Okay. That should fix it. All right. All right. You don't right, need that thanks, special man. tool. What, you can what? take a regular screwdriver and take a wood saw and chop it in half like oh. I did because I didn't want to buy it. Oh my and then God. you can get that screwdriver to be about okay. three quarters of an inch long, and it works. Oh, all yeah. right, Chris. Oh, yeah, you, know, you know that could yeah. be, too. He could have uh, he could have not a, when he just put that exhaust on, not a great seal. Yeah, those gaskets need to be changed, Chris. I hung up on them. But, Chris, yeah, that, that outer gasket, the little copper gasket, uh, those get squished after time. Um, and they suck air. They let air in. So uh, you can also change that gasket. It's a four dollar yeah. gasket. So because that would that would pop on diesel. Yeah, if had a yeah. Air leak like that. No, absolutely. Um, all right, we're gonna come up with our next guest. I just got attacked by your dog. Hope what? you know. Oh, he was going in the trash trying to stop him, and he just like tore like my third pinky off. Oh, he bit Lissimo the other day too. Your third pinky? Yeah, I have four of them. How many pinkies you get? What? Four. Oh, I just confused JT. Uh, JT, uh, we'll get you back on if you're not too busy for some other stuff. All right. All right, thanks. Or unless you want to come on with the king, it's up to uh, you. No, you guys, are, you guys can handle it. But if you got, if you have any more uh, tech tip questions, just hit me up. Yeah, I'll do that. No, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, let's see. You. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, Roost MX. The guys at Roost MX have been super pumped to be part of uh, our show for 2015. They're not your average graphics company. They've been in business for a long time. They offer a full range, custom products, some t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, graphic trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Uh, hey, they got a. Th- a new deal on RoostMX.net. Uh, it's under Pulp Nation. You save 20% using the code, using the code Pulp Nation. There's a Pulp MX segment on their website. There's uh, shirts. Have you seen these shirts? Waffle shirts. FU Bro shirts. They make those? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, all te- teamed around the Pulp MX show. Mm. It's a big moment. I know. I'm listening Devin to Gibbs see. I'm there. seeing if he's like talking to Jeremy like, hey, man. Uh, uh, what big are you doing? Uh, you going to get lunch tomorrow? Hey, I'm or? a big fan. Yeah. Uh, um, act cool. uh, so Roost MX is pleased and pumped uh, to, to uh, uh, Guys are assholes. present to you uh, the king of Supercross, seven-time Supercross champion, and uh, uh, one of the best guys in the sport. Got a new gig going on. We're happy to have him back on the show. Uh, the king, MC, Jeremy McGrath. What's up, man? How are you? Nada. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on. Well, I think it's been too long, right? We've discussed right? many, many times. I know. I got it done. I know. I was. I even, <laughs> remember I texted you to ask if you were mad at me. I know. Well, that tells you how long it's been, right? I know, but you know, it's just because people are usually mad at Steve. <laughs> that's, that's actually a good point. That's actually, <laughs> um, I know. I was kind of thrown off by that. I was like, "What? Why are you mad?" I don't know. You're just you're one of the nicest guys in the pits and one of the coolest guys in the pits. And I was like, "What did I do?" Yeah, you have a complex, man. I know. Well, <laughs> believe people me. have given it to him. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are mad. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you want to talk to Jeremy McGrath, uh, we've got him on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. MC, um, first off, uh, new gig for you, um, Kawasaki. You are a uh, mentor to some riders. You're doing some uh, public relations stuff. You're maybe doing some testing, uh, working with Mitch Payton's guys. How did that come together? And talk about that a little bit. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm super. I mean, obviously, I'm just excited about it for sure. It's uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the beginning, how it started was it was just a, really a conversation, um, probably between Mitch Covington, myself, um, Ash, that monster, and then Reed Nordine mm-hmm. at Cowie, and. We kind of just began chatting about it, and next thing you know, this it had 
you know, it kind of had some life to it. Mm-hmm. And we were we were trying to figure out the ins and outs of it. And, uh, I mean, geez, a couple months later, here we are. I mean, no one yeah. really knew knew about it. It was kind of a, definitely a shocker to a lot of people. Right. But I know that, you know, I kind of like it that way. I mean, I'd rather go for the sometimes the shock and awe. And, you know, I'm just excited. It's it's a it's been a really great relationship so far. Kawasaki is uh, for those of you who do, who don't know, uh, won my first Supercross on a 125 on Cowie you know, on Team Green. Yeah. Um, didn't have much didn't have much success at Loretta's and and things like that, but right. won Ponca City as a Team Green amateur in in the A class. That was cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really just about bringing back a little bit of roots here and. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do some cool stuff. Obviously, you mentioned mentoring. I'm I've been out to track with these guys. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. In the past, I was be- doing a bit of test writing, but I don't. This this role is not really about that. I'll probably end up doing some testing. Yeah, but it's more about kind of mentoring. We're gonna do some team green camps, maybe out of my ranch, my private ranch, and mm-hmm. do some fun stuff like that, and maybe uh, try and do a little camp for the guys that run run the Monster Energy Cup and do the uh, All Star Race Team Green Kids. Yeah. So, yeah, we just we have a lot of a lot of fun stuff planned. We just, you know trying to fit it all in. Right. Well, the Honda guys couldn't speak any higher for your ability of testing. So, if I'm Kawasaki, look, I mean, you're not what you used to be, but you're still yeah. Jeremy F. and McGrath. I'm using you to test for something, anything, because Honda guys loved you and you did a lot of great work over there. So. You know, well, yeah. You know, obviously, uh, you guys know I love my relationship with Honda. Um, things were great. We had a, a long time, but I think that, you know, they this the focus was on something different. You know, and mm-hmm. I think uh, this Cali relationship is perfect. It fits right into along the lines with what I want to do and what I want to be doing in the sport. Um, obviously, I still ride, and and by the way, I'm loving my KX450. That bike is so good. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, hopefully I will get to test and and things like that. But, I mean, right now we're just kind of warming up to a bunch of ideas. We've had a bunch of roundtable discussions on what we're going to do and what plans we want to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the busy West Coast Series, Supercross Series going on right now, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of working out the plan slowly. But uh, things, are, things are going. Things are moving forward, and it's a nice reciprocal relationship, which is nice. Hey, Jeremy, what's funny is, you know, technically the term is you're retired. You're, you're not a professional racer anymore, but you're obviously <laughs> working. You have a job that we're just talking about right now. But, like, how involved do you want to be? I mean, do you want this to be, like, hours and hours and really working? You just want to be like, ah, for a few weeks, I don't really want to do anything. I'm retired, man. Like, how, what, kind of, <laughs> I mean, what kind of work and effort do you want to put in at this stage of your life? Well, look, you guys know I'm, I'm old when it comes to, like, race status, but I'm a pretty young guy still. Right. I still enjoy the sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I love my schedule where I can go, you know what? I don't feel like doing anything this week, so I'm not going to, or I'm going out <laughs> of town with my wife and kids, and right. that's how it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I look, I mean, I, I have that freedom, mm-hmm. and things, things of that nature, there's not a huge amount of like, hey, you need to be here 9 to 5. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and, that, and that part's really good. So... I'm uh, getting to do the things I love, obviously still getting a ride, getting to use some of my expertise and my experience with these kids at the Supercross track, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of just being in there in case these guys need 
you know, someone to bounce some things off of. Uh, this last week I worked with, with Mitch's uh, young kid, Aldridge, on his starts. And, right. Uh, we seem like we made a little bit of progress. But, you know, and again, it's just if they need me a couple days, two, three days a week, one week and then they don't need me for a week or two. Then that's kind of, that's the, how the schedule goes. Oh, okay. Uh, I was even going to ask about the testing thing. Um, obviously we know, you know how to ride a supercross track. Were you comfortable in that role? Like, let's say the Cali thing didn't come about. Would you have wanted to keep being a supercross test rider for Honda for like 10 more years? Or is there get to be a point where you're like, <laughs> man, supercross is a little gnarly. I don't know if I should be testing for guys at the elite level in 2020 or something. Well, I'm 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 totally at the uh, you know I, I totally know exactly where I stand. I'm not nowhere near you know uh, these you know Milfafs or Trekinard or these guys' speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a few years back I was probably you know able to stay within a second or two. Yeah. But now I just I don't really. It's a great question because I I don't really want the pressure of having to risk it like that all the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, I still have no problems riding the supercars track, but riding fast enough and having to do it lap after lap and enough to mm-hmm. be able to maybe give those guys some valuable information. Um, it's, it's probably a, one of those things where I was like coming to the end of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I mean, there's still a lot more expertise, a lot more things that I could put into this, you know, that I've been through and the experiences that I've, that I've seen and stuff like that, that really could play a factor in, in how these guys are going these days. But, um, yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't. I, although I could do it, but I just don't think I need to risk my riding supercross every day and week in and week out. You know. Uh, RoostMX.net bringing you Jeremy McGrath on the Pulp MX show. Uh, use code <clears throat> Pulp Nation to save twenty percent. Weege, if you give MC a month, where do you have him placing in the four fifty main right now? Right uh, now. Uh, first of all, in the main. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going twelve, twelve to thirteen. 12, 13, 14. Careful. Is that, is that bad or good? I think you might get other guys mad, even though this could be true. Oh. That means 13. Who was 13th this weekend? I don't know who was 13th. That's 13. saying, like, Blake Baggett. Well, Baggett was 13th. I don't so. think he'd be happy with this. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Blake. I just yeah. I have a lot of respect for Jeremy. <laughs> but we know Jeremy knows how to ride a supercar. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm just well, saying. I, I think it's, that's a good one, Steve. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I could probably make the main for sure. And oh, yeah, come on. That's what I'm saying. The main, there's no question about the main. Then it's I don't good, have any yeah. doubt I could start up front. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll end up there, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not saying I would end up there, but um, I think it could probably start up with the leaders anyway. It'd be a good heat race. Any, Six laps. Yeah, good I, start. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything in Supercross through two rounds that's surprising you, MC? Uh, anybody, any team, any riders, anything like that that you've, uh, you've seen mm-hmm. or, or heard or whatever? Well... I mean, you know, before the season, we all hear the hype, and there's, you know, oh, there's 10 guys that are going to be able to do it. Um, you know, I, I, I had my eyes on Roxon, mm-hmm. you know, for the last couple of years. He's he's <clears throat> he's improved very steadily, and, and I like the way he kind of his approach and stuff like that. So um, that, that, that really didn't surprise me. Uh, Tomac um, and his speed, you know, I, I think all of us, and it's probably safe to say all of us, Last year, or well, I guess it was the East Coast rounds. The previous year, last year, he hurt his shoulder, but mm-hmm. he didn't really he didn't really impress me. So coming into this year, you know, he had fast time at Anaheim one, and yep. and then and then he gets the win this weekend. Um, 
I was pretty surprised. I mean, I thought when Ken took the lead, I was like, oh, man, this, this right. could be a runaway again. But, but Tomac hung in there really nicely. Uh, I think when he got in the lead, he, he, he took that, you know, he took a two-second lead immediately and then yeah. almost uh, looped out and came off the track and off his bike and stuff. But put it back together and actually ran a really solid race. There's no doubt that he's, that he's lightning fast. Um, <clears throat> some of his race strategy at this point has been a little bit, a little shaky, but I think he's probably going to get it under control. Right. Uh, I really wasn't counting on Tomac to win so early, although I know there was a lot of hype and a lot of talk about him being strong. Yeah. I, I think last week's result for Trey Kennard really surprised me. I, he's definitely better than that, and we saw that in Anaheim one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I was surprised that Davey made the mistakes he did at Anaheim one. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, and. Uh, let's see, I, I, you know, last week's track, I don't think is, uh, really a good gauge for how it's going to be shaping up for the year here. You mean, the track Anna, was you mean really Anna? tight. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix. You're talking, you're talking Phoenix track. Yeah. yeah okay. Phoenix. Yep. yep. It was crazy. Once, if you didn't get a start, you were shuffled back so fast. Right. <clears throat> so for me, uh, the track was not a really good sign of who, who, who would, maybe out of the rest of the group could be up front, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm surprised, actually, that Chad's not writing better. Yeah. That, that one kind of surprised me. Right? It's true. Yeah, I think. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, how could you ever count? He didn't have an outdoors that, that was that great or whatever. But how can you ever count Chad Reed out in Supercross? I think the only reason that we're, that we're not totally freaking out is because you just give Chad the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because any time you have said, uh-oh, this could be the end, it isn't. So, but <clears> otherwise... <throat> You know, a ten and a nine, or a nine and a ten. Yeah, this is not good. It's not like okay. Clearly, he's in this to win the title. Like right now, there's no signs that he would be champ at the end of the yeah. year, which where you'd expect him to be. So it's a little scary right now. I think I got to talk to Chad. I texted him today, um, but we were talking about something else. But I, forgot, I think he took his air forks off. Went back to a spring fork. Uh, I got to ask him about I'm that. Glad yeah. you, I'm glad you asked huh. that. Hey, Jeremy, let me ask. So you were doing testing. You were involved. That has been a huge thing the last couple of years. Guys have really been struggling with air forks. Uh, and yeah. I think Honda really had an issue with that the last couple of years, and clearly they've got something figured out now. These bikes are good. Well, with the KYBs anyway. Well, yeah. for yeah. some, but then CLE yeah. decided to stick with Showa for, for whatever. What, what from your experience, What's going on? <laughs> yeah, if, what from your experience is the Air Fork situation? What is making it tough on these guys, on some of them? <clears throat> well, from my, my, my opinion, mm-hmm. that's, inter- that's interesting that you, you guys are Sealy is running Showa, and mm-hmm. yes. I knew that there was a big switch with, with Trey running Kayaba. Yes, uh, and Tomac has now, too. Uh, that's a pretty unique situation. What's Tomac running? T- uh, Tomac went to the KO, but like... Like Trey. C- like Trey. Like and, Trey did, oh, okay. Yes. Huh. Wow. Well, here's the deal. In in my opinion, what's going on with the Air Fork is, you know, in Supercross, or in Motocross for that matter, the first quarter part of the stroke in the forks... Mm-hmm is where you kind of get that initial plushness. You, 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 guys, you guys know this. Yep. So that you get the initial plushness, which builds traction, and then you kind of can lean on the fork. The more weight you put on it, the, you know, and you can, mm-hmm. it kind of has this real gradual feel. Now, I think with air forks, the problem in the last few years have been, and, and obviously they're straightened out, maybe KYB's on or something. I, I haven't ridden that stuff, but... Um, <clears throat> The problem in the past has been you can't really get the first quarter part of the stroke right with the air fork. Mm-hmm. It's really it, when you want the fork stiff enough, you get a really harsh feel in the when the 
when the wheel's totally out like the top of the stroke, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think the struggle's been the first part of the stroke because you can always get the thing stiff enough to run the jumps and do all that stuff, but you want the thing to be, uh, you know, yeah. you want it to comply with the ground and track the ground, and you want to be able to feel that front tire. I mean, these guys are putting so much forward weight and weight bias to the front wheel, they want to be able to feel what the tire's going to do. And and I think with the air fork, what they've been struggling with is trying to figure out the first part of the stroke because uh, with air, it just doesn't seem that you can get that linear feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think that's, you know, especially someone like Chad, as you say, if he go if he's going back to his spring fork, then, you know, and I, and I have... I have the same sort of feelings, you know. Obviously, for me, it doesn't quite matter much anymore. I just ride for fun, and if if the stuff's not working, I just keep messing with it or whatever. But, right. um, you know, for a guy like Chad, who's just his second nature is the spring fork, that's, that's probably a really good move for him. But, uh, you know, I was always I, I was always confused why they went to the air fork, and they went so fast. And Honda was one of the prom- uh, proponents the first people to go for it right yeah. away. And right. I thought it was weird because they didn't have it dialed and they struggled a lot when they first did it. So I was kind of confused by the move. And uh, even last year I ran a spring fork on my bike mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So I know they're going to get it. It just takes time. But, uh, you know, for Chad, maybe that's just a good, you know, maybe he needs that mental breakthrough. And, and right. like you guys said, he's, he's got that 9 and 10 so far, which is not kind of setting the world on fire. Funny well, I really thought, like, the beginning of the year, you know, you showed him those training videos and stuff. I'm like, oh, man, he's he's on it. And uh, I don't know. I hope you find something. Uh, that's funny you say that. That's exactly what I'm going to write about in my column. Uh, Coster, Roger, told me same thing. Whoops. Initial feel in the stroke. You can stiffen it uh, to make it better in the whoops, but then it, you lose it everywhere else. And that's where an air fork pro- has a problem. Um, you know, getting plush, yeah. getting plushness, setting, set, settling in the whoops. So, um, yeah, you get the thing stiff enough where you can, you know, bomb some jumps, bomb some whoops and all that stuff. Yep. Um, you no, just can't, no good. I mean, you have else. no feel yep. in the corner. No right. feel. Yeah, uh, crazy. question for you from the, uh, from the phones, Matt, thanks for, uh, calling the show. What's your question for, uh, the King, Jeremy McGrath. Hey, Jeremy, what's going on, man? What's up, Matt? How's it going, bud? <laughs> good, man. Good. Look, I wanted to ask you about the, uh, steel roots videos. Uh, way back yeah. in the day, me and my buddies would ride. We would go down to our local shop to get, like, parts and stuff. And they'd always have these DVDs by the counter. So one day we were like, what is this? Picked it up. And we wore those Steel Roots DVDs out. They were the, the craziest <laughs> things I ever saw. I was just wondering if that was something that, like, you brought to the to that company? Or did they say, hey, we want to make a video? And, uh, you know, with, like, cause some of the footage seemed like home footage. And then obviously there was, like the professionally shot stuff. I was wondering whose idea that stuff was. Steel Roots Steel Roots is a movie that me and a friend made and we own a production company called Clutch Film. So um the early ones obviously was, you know, shot with some different cameras and stuff, but um you know, obviously we weren't the first guys to do that. I mean Carcis was out at the time. Um Terra Firma was mm-hmm. uh right then also uh which are, you know, the Fox series videos. Uh, and you know, trust me, there's some way, way before that. I mean, Jason and Steve, you guys know, uh, pros that practice and play David Billy's video. That was probably the first one I ever saw that was like, you know, 
that yeah. was like, oh man, we got to go do some of this stuff. And uh, yeah, that was even before your time. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. So to answer your question, um, you know, I wrote in some videos for uh, John Freeman and Dana Nicholson, who created the Krusty series. And my friend Lou and I, we were out doing it, filming and doing all this stuff anyway. So we we just kind of started doing our own. That's where Steel Roots came from. Oh, nice, excellent. Yeah, okay. I, you say Clutch Films. I didn't realize you guys owned that. That's really cool, man. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Yep, yep. Oh. Thanks, man. You guys have a good show. Thank you, uh, man. Yeah. MC, you must have you and Lou must have just banked some cash from that because like those things are like <laughs> yeah, a right. dollar. They're like a dollar to make, and you sold probably so many copies. I mean, honestly, <laughs> well, every, everybody I know had a copy of Steel Roots. Like, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was cool. Yeah. the uh, Who can forget the jump up the pit and then the wheelie where you never set set it down? Yeah. Oh, that was uh, sick. Yeah, that was, at, uh, that was at Cooper's place. In, oh, was oh, it? That was sweet. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that remember, was... That, remember that section he was getting cranked sideways on that Hoosterberg he was riding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we were filming, and we were like, no way. I can't believe he's doing what he's doing on this thing. Right. I, I hear he's the same way now. He's just still? yeah, he's still insane. He's still air coop. So oh, oh I'm sure. I yeah. mean, hey man, when you got it, you got it, right? Uh, our call screener slash producer here, uh, uh, Devin Gibbs, very excited you're on, Jeremy. Big fan, uh, big fan. Uh, we allowed him to ask you one question. We, we <laughs> he would take all night and and you know and bug the shit out of you. But we said. Okay, you can ask McGrath one question. All right, Devin, what is it? What's up, Jeremy? Hey, uh, That's the question. All right, what's perfect. up, Jeremy? Later. All right. <laughs> Hope everything's good. Later. <laughs> no. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy's probably the So you were more reason. of a McGrath than Emmett guy? Because you had to be one or the other. Oh, yeah. Okay. Without right. a doubt. Just checking. Uh, I was a man right there. Yeah, McGrath, like McGrath is kind of the okay. reason why I'm even into motocross. But I was a fairy guy. That's cool. Okay. Can I ask my question? Yep. Awesome. Uh, no, I'm a big fan of McGrath. Looking back on your entire career, you know, all the championships that you've had, all the wins that you've had, and all the good times you've had, what year or race or particular incident stood out to you that maybe fans like me and a lot of us don't know? You know, I've read your books, uh, your book, and, you know, what's something that maybe we don't know? And uh, it's a two-part question. The other oh, part... Oh, you're really pushing it. I don't care. You can it's tell McGrath. he's nervous. You know what? It's he's he's repeating himself. He's nervous. You Shut can up. Tell. You Shut can up. tell. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to push through this. What would you change about Supercross in 2015? That's two totally unrelated questions. Yeah, well, cool, but they're All both right. two questions, and I would like to hear the king okay. answer. All right. Okay, so the first part of the question is, what year was I? <clears throat> what really? What's a moment that really stands? Well, out? Yeah, what's a moment that stun, stands out as like a fun time or just a cool yeah. story? Really. Well, <clears throat> my favorite statement is to say that we ruled the 90s. So the whole 90s was pretty darn good. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm fortunate enough and, and and lucky enough to have some a lot of great moments, and it's it's you know I, I lived a life that uh, you know it's pretty pretty amazing. Now, I think one of my biggest probably accomplishments was the year 1995 when I won my first outdoor my one and only outdoor national championship. Uh, it was a big year for me because basically the years prior to that, which would be 91 and 92 on Team Peak, 93 on Factory Honda, when I won my first outdoor national uh, at Gainesville, and then 94, I rode 250 two-strokes, so I moved up to 250 and I was riding nationals again. However, 
I didn't put a lot of emphasis on riding motocross. I was relying on my skill and my uh, confidence and all my ability for supercross, and I was really not, I was really probably more bummed that I needed to go on tour and ride the outdoor series than uh, than I should have been. I was just being a dumb kid, and that's how it was. <laughs> However, at about halfway through 94, when I just couldn't stand the chatter anymore and everyone said that I would never make a good motocross rider, I really kind of focused and put my efforts in to try and figure out how to be a better motocrosser. <clears throat> and I'm really lucky that I actually got my first ride from Team Honda and Pro Circuit at the time because, you know, I really sucked at Ponca City, or at Loretta Lands and Ponca City I actually did pretty good, but most of all the big races, there's four or five guys that were way better than me. And uh, I was really fortunate to get that first shot on Honda because, and, and I think it was just, you know, really worked out. I, I did just enough so I could make it to Supercross. So mm-hmm. the year 1995 for me was a really huge accomplishment. Uh, I learned how to suffer. I learned how to ride the fast line, whether it was the roughest or the smoothest. And I learned a lot of things about myself and a lot of things about motocross. So that was a huge year for me because, you know, a lot of people said I couldn't do it, and I, and I really wasn't sure I could do it either. So to get that number one play for outdoor was pretty pretty amazing for me. Uh, Supercross, obviously, you guys know, came a lot easier, and I was a lot better at that. And, uh, you know, I guess I, I, at times, probably took it for granted, but that motocross series was mm-hmm. pretty cool for me. Should have won 96, too. I mean, Emig rode great at the final round. Gotta <clears> give <throat> it up to him. Shouldn't have done yeah, tried that you double. Know what? 96, 96 taught me a lot about another, some more uh, lessons that I learned in life. And, mm-hmm. you know, that lesson of every point counts, the one that everyone always tells you every point counts. Yeah. When you don't really consider that actually happening. Right. Well, that happened to me that year because remember I hurt myself at Wash, uh, no, Millville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Washougal was the next race. Well, it was two weeks later, but my foot was like destroyed. And, uh, yeah, I crashed in the first moto like two, three times at Washougal. And I was so embarrassed that I just basically went back to the truck, got my gear off, and left the track and went home. Yeah. And, and you were like 10th or 11th. Like it wasn't that bad. You were, you know, whatever. It was 10 points yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was just me being a dumb kid again, and I left the track. And, and if had I got tenth in, in both motos, I would have had plenty of room to win the title at the end of the year there. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that one cost me. So, anyone listening, every point does count. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching the Nationals on, on ESPN in 94, mm-hmm. the, uh, the year before you said you were taking it seriously. And I don't even know if you remember this. This is how it works. Fans remember stuff. Right. There. So I think you won your first. You did win a moto at Troy. And it was, a, I'm sure it was like 100 degrees like Troy always was. So it's your first <laughs> 250 national moto win. And Art Atkins, pit reporter, he's like, Jeremy, it has to be a tremendous experience to finally win a moto on the 250. And he goes, yeah, a tremendously tiring experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, it's so true because I was not excited to be there. And, and you guys are from Ohio. It was like 100 and some degrees with 100% humidity. It was yeah. crazy. Uh, Devin, so, sec- oh, sorry. Yeah, that was crazy. Devin, second question. What would you change in Supercross? Okay. This, what would I change? Are you, wait a minute. Are you, going, are you doing TV again for these guys this year? No, actually, actually – uh, they decided to go back to a two-man booth. Hmm. So they got Carmichael in there because of that road to Supercross thing they got going on. So he's going to do some events, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Um, but they won't, they're not going to have any 
I mean, they, they said they might bring me in or whatever, but I'm not doing TV, which is kind of bummed about. But I thought you were anyway. good. I mean, you're on the we're kissing your ass because you're on the show, but I really thought you were good. I did. I, I liked it. I thought it was mm, thanks, but, thanks. But now that means thanks. you're not as connected, so you can say whatever you want now about right. Supercross That's where I was Syria. leading to. Right. So now you're not doing TV. Why'd you change? <laughs> well, you know what? Supercross the format and Supercross itself is. I mean, the format and everything's not too different than it's been i think that the difference that we have is the bike size and mm -hmm. so for me the i mean the more we see what we the more i see what i see is like the more i say bring back the two-stroke but yeah uh you know maybe a little bit slower bike for the for the you know the 450s are so fast you know it's just a, it's a handful to ride and i don't think that we as fans get to see as good a racing as we could maybe you know, guys won't take as many chances or, you know, everyone's going so fast that it's really hard to get past and get by. And, um, you know, th those are some of the things that that I'd change maybe if, mm -hmm. I don't know, if I could ma wave a magic wand or something. Um, 250 races seem to be pretty good, and that bike's about the right speed. So, right. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I It's hard to just say, hey, I'd change one thing and it would fix it. But, I mean, Supercross is not broken. Supercross is great. But I think we could use probably a little bit more manageable motorcycle, and then we'd see maybe some other guys getting up in there. Devin, are you okay with those answers? <clears throat> I'm okay with anything the king says right. because he is the king. <laughs> right, right. Thanks, uh, Devin. Thanks. Uh, Appreciate that. Last, hey, no worries, man. Last question for Jeremy McGrath here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTO Sports and Fly Racing. Is this Shane? Shine. Shine. Yeah, Shane. What's up? Doubted me on hey, the shine, man. didn't you? I did. I wanted to know yeah. what uh, Jeremy's mindset was after he – you know, won all those supercrosses and championships, and uh, Emig was coming up outdoors first of all, and then outdoors. How he changed his mindset and program, if anything, uh, to defend off guys like Emig and Carmichael, who were obviously coming up trying to take his crown. Well, that's a good question. I think for me, I, you know, at the time I had a trainer by the name of Gary Sanek, who's a former motocross champion. And I think for me, changing the way, changing my attitude and changing the way I looked at the motocross series, uh, you know, Emig really didn't come on in the motocross nationals until Red Bud. For some reason, he just started, <laughs> he would ride himself into shape and then he would just get, get really fast from there on out. Um, Pain in the ass. So for me, I, I just, I think it was about really concentrating on getting the bike set up right uh one of the problems i had because of my supercross stuff one of the problems i had in motocross was i was always looking for the smooth line and always it's in my nature to try and be different that's how i'm all i've always been that's how i'm wired is to do stuff differently than everybody else and sometimes that's kind of a hindrance when it comes to motocross uh you know i just had to retrain the way i thought about it and i would not try and look for the easy way out. So if the rut that had the most bumps and the deepest holes was the fastest line, that's exactly where I went. And so uh, once I sort of got that figured out and got some confidence with the bike and all that, then I uh, stepped up my training program. And, I mean, in 95, I won seven or eight nationals, won the title. 96, I won the first seven out of eight nationals, I believe and had a huge lead 
And that probably was my demise because at, at Millville, when I tried to jump that, I went through the, let's see, I went through the off start, down the straightaway, yeah. right, left. And there used to be a single and a tabletop, and it was it was ridiculous how far it was. <laughs> Nobody's ever track, tried to jump it. Nobody ever tried to jump it. Nobody thought about jumping it. It was yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one ever jumped it. I don't know what I don't know what I was thinking, but obviously I had a way too much confidence, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, really just screwed myself because I tried jumping it just for fun because I was bored and I went really wide in practice and just thought I could maybe jump up to the top of that tabletop and yeah. Obviously, it didn't work out, and um, you know that was kind of my demise, but. Uh, I got to a point where I was pretty dominant in, in motocross, and uh, with yeah. the help of my, you know, my bike, my, my 250 Honda was super good at the time, and, you know, it's just, once you get the confidence, once you break the door down of and doing and accomplishing things that you maybe in the past couldn't do or people said you couldn't do, there's quite a high and a euphoria that goes with that, so you just keep working harder and all that stuff, so um, for me, that's kind of how it worked out. Supercross, I had it dialed, and, uh, you know, I was looking to figure out how I could be, at least, I was working on my legacy at the time, right, because (laughs) I didn't want to go through this whole career, and at the end of the thing, not show up in the magazines as maybe one of the best riders all around ever, and, uh, you know, so I was was working on trying to change that. Thanks, Sean. How about Ricky? How was Ricky dealing with in that Supercross? Uh, you know what, Ricky's, I mean, he's so much younger than me. Um, you know, people uh, forget <clears throat> that he rode three 250 seasons before he ever beat me. So um, he, he was I mean, he was, it, yeah. he was a handful for sure when he finally got it figured out, but um, it took him quite a while to get it figured out. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, right. See yeah, it uh, – I mean, it was time. It was just an evolution. People thought that maybe you were done the year, you know, in in '99. They were like, "Okay, he he can't hold off this kid." You know, the kid's coming, and you did. And then 2000, yeah. you did it again. You know, so yeah, um, yeah. And you know what? It's, it it took a while for him to figure out the you know get the puzzle right and yeah. figure it out. And once he did, there was no stopping him. But I mean, hey, I was 30 we were 30 years old at the time, and I was fighting off Father Time really. And mm-hmm. you know, I think. Yeah, it's it's inevitable. Exactly like you said, it's no getting around that one. Uh, all right, we're gonna <laughs> let you go. I hope you're proud of me. I didn't bring it up. I always do. I told myself not to, not bringing it up. Summer cross, not gonna do it. Hey, I'll, I'm gonna bring it up because look, I was I follow Tony Blazier on Insta, right? And today yeah. he put a picture. Of I saw that. I, I saw. Oh, I saw it. I liked it. I liked it right okay, away. And you see what he? You see what he wrote? N- no. He wrote Tim Ferry at the '99 or whatever year that was. Yep. Ups. He put he put an upset at the L.A. Coliseum. Or I don't think he even put summer cross. But I saw that, and I responded back, and I said, that's not an upset. I crashed. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I suppose, it, I suppose it is an upset. I'm just Well, uh, you you probably choppered in from Havasu the day before because it was in the middle of the, uh, when you weren't doing the Nationals. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Um, but uh, I – Weed, you want, what, you want to tell him what's right there? Yeah, he actually is just prominently placed the actual trophy. You, mm-hmm. there are only, there's only one of these? One of those in the world. So you have the trophy, not Tim. Yes, I traded Timmy. Uh, Timmy didn't give it to me. He's loaning it to me. Okay. Uh, I forget what happened. Oh, oh you yeah. got it. It's like, a, it's like a rotating trophy. It's like the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yes. exactly Between what it is. Between two guys. <laughs> and I know, it, but I know like you're just like, this, this fucking idiot is bringing up the summer cross again to me. 
you know, dude, I love not, so, Hey, that's what we have in common. The Fairy Mavis Super Team took down the took king. Took down the king. And I, I'll never forget it. That's all <laughs> I got. How many, how, many, how many big bike wins does Timmy have? Uh, uh, nationals and Supercross, or what are you counting? Yeah, just, just how many, like, yeah, I mean, how many uh, is it? It's a handful, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got uh, 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 two national wins and about four moto wins. Okay, and did he, have, he doesn't really have a, uh, he didn't get a 250 Supercross win? Nope, <laughs> he didn't. So, you got his only Supercross win trophy mm-hmm. right there in your office or at your house, and uh, yeah, People, that's something to be proud of. People always say like, "Oh, like Summercross." Well, I don't. I'm like, "Look, McGrath was there. I don't care who got like it's a deep field. It could have been. It, it could have been only me and him. And if if he won, then that was yes. He won. No, Perfect. beating McGrath. Do you know how many times I was a mechanic in the pit in the in the in the thing with my clear glasses on and I had earrings yep. like MC. I had, I had earrings yep. like MC. The little ball bearing ones. The, and okay. I, I dyed my hair for a while like MC. And I would sit there. And I would watch him win, and my rider would lose over and over and over and over. <laughs> so finally, we. Uh, you finally, know what? Hey, eh. the, 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 the only. I guess that my only comment to that would be there. There was a lot of other guys. <laughs> in the same <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh. That's good. Hey, who won? Oh, McGrath won. Oh, yeah, hey, right on. We did not. <laughs> there was nineteen other guys doing the same thing as you. Oh, yeah. I know. Believe me, I know. But uh, yeah, I didn't really. Well, I guess I did bring it up. I guess I did bring it up. Yeah, you did. That's right. Damn it! That's right. That's good. Dropping the ball. I told myself not to. Uh, thank you. Good, jo- good job uh, uh, on uh, the Kawasaki thing. I think you're going to be fantastic with that. Um, we're working with the riders and doing everything. And uh, hey, yeah, thanks. I'm they, excited about it. They didn't Appreciate have to make it. new backgrounds. They probably got a lot of backgrounds. Number so, twos. Yep. They had some yeah, number twos. exactly. Huh? I'm, I get a lot of lot of lot of Villapoto comments, but I think I might have to switch it back to number one twenty five, huh? Yeah, there we oh, go. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. old school. Uh, thank you for Team coming on the show. Yeah, th- uh, yeah, that's how we remember you for sure. Uh, you know, Ty Davis got the better of you that year. Who can forget Ty Davis? Hey, and he was number twenty-two, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was twenty-two on a Honda. Oh. Yeah, yeah, on the line this racing. Guy. Yeah, um, on the line racing. That's right. That's a good uh, pull. Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Please don't make it as long next time because you know. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I won't be such a stranger. So I enjoyed it. Thanks Thank for you. having me on. And oh. uh, I'll see you guys maybe this weekend. Oh, sounds good. Thanks, cool. MC. All right. Okay, later, guys. See you. Jeremy McGrath, everybody. I'm thinking of that, that 94 Troy race I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. The looks that the guys had back then. Because that yeah. was like height of like the grunge yeah, era. Yeah. No, I mean, McGrath had this shit oh, on his face. The beard, the with, goatee was ridiculous. With earrings and a hair. Yeah. The hair was super long. And then I also remember, I don't know if it was that year or the year after, they interview Emig, and it's like as soon as the guys cross the finish line, the teams just dump bottles of water on them. Right. They're so yeah. hot. Millville was – sorry, uh, Troy, Troy was ridiculous. So that's when Emig actually really had the fro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or as Art Ekman once called it, the Jeff Fru, because I guess he didn't realize <laughs> didn't really, it's yeah. fro, but yeah. it's fro. Right. So I just remember Emig having this giant, giant afro, and they pour all that water in it, and then they try to interview him. And he needs to get this this mop out of his face, <laughs> and he has to reach down. He must have had to reach down like two feet below his chin to uh-huh. get to the bottom of all that hair and push yeah. it all the way back up. And McGrath had the huge goatee; they probably hadn't shaved in six months. And these guys are at Havas- these guys are at Havasu Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Yep. And then they're going to the race together. Yeah, the grunge era. Yeah, that yeah, was good. Good job, Carmichael. You ruined everything. Ruined. Yeah. Ruined.
Yeah. I mean, you know, training, like training-wise. Like these guys, you know. No, I think it was pretty fun back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I do want to say, Carmichael ruined it because he trained and won. I mean, yeah. I wonder, when Mike LaRocco hears, Carmichael ruined it by really training. Yeah, Does yeah. it drive him insane? Mike LaRocco Stanton, and Mike Kudrowski. Yeah, yeah. Right. Those guys trained as hard as anyone has ever trained. Do they? Are they like, hey, what, what? Carmichael started it in 2001? I was training in 1991, just as hard. Right, right. They just didn't dominate. I mean, Johnny L ran triathlons and stuff. Or, well, they know, say it brought that. it back. Like in yeah. the 90s, nobody yeah, trained. True, right. Michael Rocco, freaking yep. trained. Right. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but McGrath, uh, cool guy. Nice guy. Always been great. I, I mean, I tell the story. I was Birdwell's mechanic, and yep. he was nice to me. Didn't yep. know, know my face. That's about it. And Yeah. You know, I was working on a PJ1 team. Not, always a great guy. Always uh Hi, how are you? Didn't have to. Didn't have to be that way. Nope. No. But uh, it took time to do that, and I always, I always think of him as class guy that way. Well, I think that the, the great memories people have of some of these 90s guys was that they were kind of down to earth like that. I said yeah. about McGrath and even Emig. They're yeah. cooler than they need to be. They don't need to be as cool as they actually yeah. are. But that was kind of their thing. There's plenty of stories of a lot of the guys from that era were like, some fans are like, dude, we were having a party at our hotel, and they showed up, and they were hanging out with us. How cool is that? That is true. You're that right. That stuff yeah. doesn't happen yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, did you... Get your question. Good. It was a little nerve wracking. Uh, you need to smoke right now, like a, no, it's relaxing. You just, just no, no, yeah. no. But uh, I will tell you this: first time I ever met McGrath, I was at A one with a buddy, and we walked by the DC tent. And uh, was this recently? Uh, this was about two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Walked by the tent, and he was signing autographs, and I n- didn't know. We were just walking by and looked over. Like, Holy shit, McGrath's sitting right there. My buddy wanted to get a picture with him. It took mm-hmm. me fifteen tries to get a picture because I couldn't stop shaking. Really? I was like, holy shit, this is McGrath sitting in right in front of me. This wow. is my idol. I had a one on my tr- Yamaha Tri-Zinger because I w- was a fan of McGrath <laughs> in 94. I mean, it's super weird to say this, but yeah, like like I was sort of in, I don't want to say I'm in the scene, but I was around in the mid-90s as a mechanic watching all this stuff. Like, I'm like, McGrath dyed his hair. Yeah, like yellow. Not I'm, blonde, but yellow. I'm going to dye my hair blonde. I dyed my hair blonde. You really did this? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it, it of McGrath. burned like hell. It burned. Well, not because of McGrath. Like, a lot of guys were doing it, but yeah. he was so, – like, I think a lot of guys were like, he's cool as shit. And there I want to be style. that guy. There was actual style, I had yeah. I had both ears pierced with the with the, with the, with the bearing, ball bearing. Uh, we screw on ball bearing things. I mean, I had a goatee. I still have one. Uh, or, you know, I had just a chin thing, you know. Yep. I mean, I was like... Whatever he did. Anything McGrath did, you did. Well, I'm just like, look, that guy is probably getting so much tail, and he's so good. It is pretty cool, like an amazing combination that the guy that was winning the races yeah. at, at a clip yeah. as good as anyone has ever won yeah. also happened to have that kind of flair. Style, yeah. You know, like else. wanted to be cool, wanted to set trends, yeah. wanted to be cool with the fans, wanted the spotlight. You don't... Those two things are not necessarily connected at all. He just no. happened to like both. And we're... You could say that Chad had that a little bit. You could say Roxon has it a little bit. But I don't know if I'd say that for too many other guys. But I don't know if they have it to that level. Uh, no, I'm not saying they do, but I'm saying a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely fine with it, and they're cool with it, and they know yeah. it's part of it, and I think they embrace it. Yeah. But to say, like, I want to show up at Anaheim with dyed hair because people are going to be like, whoa, or I want $100 bills, real $100 bills, <laughs> painted into my helmet. We're going to paint over real $100 right. bills. Like, I want to wow people with my look. Yeah. And opening ceremonies. And I know how many people are invested like that. Did I go too far with the Summercross talk? Yeah. I did. Although I had never heard you talk to him about it. so Oh, that no. That's that's our fifth conversation on the air. <laughs> about Summercross. About Summercross. He probably remembers nothing about no, it. No, no, no. And, and truth be told, I like to tell people that Timmy was pressuring him hard. 
and MC made a mistake. Truth be told, people, he had a comfy four to five second lead. You finally come clean. I have. You're finally Such coming clean. Surprise. You know, uh, he had Timmy uh, it covered. feels better. It feels better. <laughs> to get it out? Yeah, yeah, it feels better. It's you like had a, Timmy covered. It's like an alcoholic that, you know, just admits it. The wind feels realer. Now? Yeah. No, I like, admit the, it. I like the pressuring part better. You like it better? Uh, right. Pivot works. Uh, you need Pivot Works. It's the only product that's kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement. OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bikes, wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, steering stem. Uh, Twenty. Uh, use the code PulpMX2015 to save money at Pivot Works and uh, the official bearings and seals of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series, Loretta Lins, and the Canadian Motocross Nationals. We thank Pivot Works for coming on the show. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivot Works, and they are pleased and proud to bring you Wygant's favorite new rider. Aaron Plessinger. Aaron, welcome to the show. How's it going, boys? Good. How are yeah. you? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, Weege, he's your favorite rider. I mean, for a GNCC guy. He's GNCC. We all know what everyone likes to do nowadays. They either want to be successful in life or they want to say that they knew somebody was successful before anybody else did. Yeah. yeah. So I am proud to say that many a time I was interviewing old AP here on the GNCC youth podium, and I used to try to get him to sing the national anthem at the event. What? Yeah, I used to try to get him to sing the national anthem, but you still haven't done it. You haven't ever come through for me singing the national anthem, bro. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll sing it one day here at Supercross, maybe. There we go. You waited for the big stage. Uh, it was a long-running joke week every week. You're, you're going to sing the national anthem for us today, Aaron? <laughs> this is when he was like eight. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to let the birdie fly now. He's his own man. I don't need to claim him. I don't need to build him up. He, but, he's but doing still, his own job now. But you still like the fact that he did GNCCs and, and was good, and now look at him. He's... It was always in the back of my mind, even at Loretta's days when he would get on the podium and motos. I'm like, man, if this could work out for this guy, this would really increase the respect for GNCC riders. Plus his dad is attached yeah. to off-road right. if this works. And you never know yeah. at that age. Yeah. I'm like, if this works, this could be huge. And it is working. It is. It is. No pressure, man. No pressure. <laughs> you have all the GNCC people just watching you. Yeah. You know? Nope. No. No worries. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. thanks for I'm coming on. Worried. Thanks for coming on the show. Pivot Works brings you Aaron Plessinger of uh, Yamalube Star Racing Yamaha. Hey, uh, five five first two rounds. Not too bad. You got to be pretty pumped with your start. Complete rookie at Supercross. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely pumped. I. I'm more than happy with myself right now. Um, exceeding my expectations, I I didn't really know I was going to go out there and battle with these guys. And uh, seeing that I'm doing that now, it just gets my confidence sky high. And uh, I'm coming into A2 wanting wanting that podium spot. Uh, what's been the biggest adjustment for you to, uh, to Supercross? What's been the biggest, uh, you know, the sort of uh, uh, biggest eye-opener to you? I mean, look, you're handling it pretty well. But uh, is there something that's been a surprise to you? Um, just getting out there in the time practices and just really going fast from the start. I mean, just the sprints from the start and everything is just new to me because I'm just used to setting a pace and uh, going for it at the end of the race. But really, these supercrosses of 15 laps, you just got to sprint for the first 10 laps. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of new to that and getting used to it but uh seeing that two fives or two fifth places in the first two rounds is pretty good but um if i could work on that a little bit more i could 
probably be up on the podium a lot more. What I said to you on uh, Saturday after the race when we talked is you don't seem like you're getting arm pump or tight or nervous, which you should, considering you're new to this. That's usually what happens. Uh, has that even crossed your mind at all? Like, why are you so calm? How How is this possible? <laughs> um, I really think just practicing with Cooper and being out here in California, it's really helped me a lot riding with all these guys every day at the tracks. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I was really never that nervous about going into Supercross. I was just kept my confidence high and I just wanted to do really good, but I never really put the pressure on myself coming, just coming off of an injury and uh, just having that month to get ready for Supercross. I just never really put that much pressure on myself, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, it's, it's paying off just keeping that pressure off me and keeping the hype out of my mind and I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Hopefully, uh, it'll work out in the long run. <laughs> uh, Pivot Works brings you uh, Aaron Plessinger on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Yeah, we. The most impressive thing is like Aaron, and for you, I think at the end of the races, you're coming on, you're charging, you look great. Like it's, it's like your old hat. You know what I mean? Yeah, your starts aren't even that good. But, like, yeah, you're but, just doing it by passing dudes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, I haven't got the greatest starts in the mains, but uh, I just put my head down in the beginning of the ch- in the beginning of the races and just charge to the end. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's really what I've done from the start, and uh, that's what I'm going to continue doing. And hopefully, one of these times, I'm up front, and uh, hopefully, I can start battling for the lead here soon. Um, yeah, I, I don't follow the amateurs that much we as you know yeah i, I mean I, yeah. I, you're my actually my amateur guy yeah but, i'm um, not even the greatest expert but right I got you last you got me covered category. yeah i don't really know I, I'm, I'm busy with hockey and and that's you know and motocross i don't have room for the amateur <laughs> motocross okay but uh but aaron um curious uh last year uh why didn't you decide to turn pro near the end of the year and ride nationals uh we saw you at the monster cup you uh you won that did you win that yeah he did you won yep. yeah you won yep. that um what was the decision behind not racing the last few nationals and waiting till this year, or what was the deal behind that? Um, it was really a choice out of Yamaha and myself to just stay amateur and uh, get ready, get ready for Supercross. I mean, I uh, went into Loretta's and I didn't I mean I did good mm-hmm. but I didn't do what I wanted to do so I just went back did some homework and I mean went out to California and got ready for the Monster Cup and I just went into Supercross with my head high and mm-hmm. uh hoping to do good Is that mean that the Monster Cup event is becoming one that the teams are really like hey we can give this guy a week or two experience at Nationals, but we really want to win this Monster Cup All-Star thing. It's live on TV. So is it like a coveted thing? You think that Yamaha's like, man, if we got a shot with a guy that can win this, let's not have him lose his amateur status. Do you think that's become that prestigious of a, a race now? I I think so. I definitely yeah. think so because it's, it's live on TV. Everybody sees it, and it's with the pros. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely think so, and to win that is – pretty big nowadays and uh i mean 
it's definitely a big race to win. And I think Yamaha is thinking exactly what you said. It's uh, definitely a prestigious race, and they definitely want to win it and uh, get guys ready for Supercross earlier in the season. How much uh, how much better is your is your race bike from your amateur bike? Uh, obviously, we saw Jeremy Martin win uh, the outdoors last year. We saw Cooper Webb win uh, just uh, last night, two nights ago. Uh, how much better is your race bike? you, you got to be in love with it, huh? Oh, yeah. My race bike, I'm in love with it. It's uh, it's a little more speed, and it's the suspension is a lot better, but, I mean, just really the speed of it, it's, mm-hmm. it's what I love, and uh, I like going fast, and the amateur bike was, it was, it was good, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I just, uh, I just wanted speed, <laughs> and that's, uh, that's what I got with this race bike, it's uh, awesome, the star guys are really doing great with the motors and uh enzo is awesome with the suspension and mm-hmm. everybody that deals with the team is great uh why well, it wasn't that long ago guys like me well mostly me we're making fun of star racing i actually did too you did uh, too. i'll take this on yeah okay shit. you did too yeah uh there was you know there was the team manager changes uh the bike was a 10 year old bike uh riders coming and going but look that's all in the past now uh, Jeremy Martin wins the outdoor title. Yamaha's bike is terrific. Uh, Cooper Webb is, is a rising star, won his first race. This Plessinger kid is fantastic. Anthony Rodriguez, I thought, showed speed at times. He just got to stay up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lampson's over there, steady ship of Steve Lampson. Star racing has really come around. They've really turned it into something like a, an emerging power. We don't just see green and red on the 250 podiums anymore. Oh yeah, the the star team has come a long way, and uh, they're gonna continue to come a long way in the long run. And uh, I hope to do wonders with these guys, which I've already proved my speed and uh, mm-hmm. my endurance. So, I mean, the star team's awesome. I wouldn't want to be a part of any other team right now, just being that they won a outdoor championship last year mm-hmm. and cooper won last night or the couple of nights ago mm-hmm. and uh i mean it's awesome i mean the whole team's awesome they're behind you 100 percent, and uh bikes are phenomenal i love the yamahas and uh i couldn't be happier with what i am right now hey uh, going back let's say like three years ago you had that real breakthrough at loretta's in the b class and that really like solidified like look out this guy could really be something in motocross did you know, I mean, we know other guys around your age, like Cooper or Cincerillo, they had been dominant their whole lives, and you pretty much knew they'd eventually be at the level they were. Did you know that? Did you think that? Was this a realistic goal for you? Or are you almost, if somebody told you three years ago you'd be where you are now on the verge of Supercross pro, uh, podiums, would you have been surprised? Where did you think you were going? Um, I mean, I always like to think that I was going to be on the the way I am now, yeah. but it was, it was always in the back of my mind, but if you asked me three years ago, I probably would have said I'm going pro in GNCCs, but, uh, mm-hmm. I took a step back probably or in 2013 said, uh, I'm going to do motocross from this point on and, uh, went down to, uh, Matt Walker's and, it uh, really helped me a lot with just my speed, my corners, and everything. And uh, 
I went to Loretta's just confident, and I did good at the qualifiers and the regionals and everything, and uh, went out to Loretta's and swept it six for six, and uh, it was great. I was I was so happy with that, and that's when I really thought I could uh, come come out to California and just uh, do what I'm doing now. Weege, uh, we saw it years ago, uh, Villeman, Pichon comes over, and Villeman comes over, Roncada, Tortelli, French invasion, right? Oh, okay. Australian invasion. I like where you're going We with saw this. Reardon, we saw uh, Michael Byrne, you know, following Chad Reed, all this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, with Aaron's success, yeah. how long until we see Caleb Russell, Josh Strang, um, uh, Paul Wibley yeah. racing to 50 Super Cup? It needs to start now. Yeah. <laughs> Team manager, okay. get Paul Wibley especially. Right. Like, get how, long until, on this. how long until Wibbles is on the line in top tenning? To, yeah. When do team managers go to the GNCC series and just pick guys out? Give these guys – cut these guys a break. Yeah. Obviously, they've got the skills. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I was going to actually ask. You've done well on Supercross. That's good. But the real question is, do you have something for Caleb Russell? Can you stop this domination? Can you stop him? Can you get out there and make this happen? Um, oh, I would uh, I would have to, to go back in the woods for a little bit and uh, practice up on my wood skills. But uh, I mean, are you busy right now? Is that the problem? Are you a little busy? Uh, I'm 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 a tad bit busy right now with uh, a little bit of uh, supercross. Okay. They call it. Well, but um, I heard that GNCC no, would, pays well. I mean, if I went back to the woods, I mean, I would I would definitely uh, I would definitely I think put it to him, maybe. Oh. <laughs> That's well. pretty confident to say, but, uh, I mean, coming from GNCC roots, I mean, uh, my dad did it and everything, yeah. and I like to think that I'm naturally skilled at it, I would right. say. Right, right. I'd like to see Osborne, Plessinger, go back into the woods. Try to take it to this. To, hey, did to, you race Os? Didn't you? Were you and Osborne in a race together in the XC2? Was that the same day, or did you miss each other by a year? Um. Uh, shoot. I can't remember. Maybe. I think they might have raced one time. Yeah. I think. Okay. Maybe in in Georgia one time, but right. I'm not sure. I went I went in 2013 to Steel Creek and I won the uh, XC2 Pro Lights, but. Yeah, I think that was right I don't know after if he, he was did in that. It. Yeah, I don't. I think you guys ships in the night um, against each other. Um, Pivot Works brings you Aaron Plessinger. Pivot Works uh, use the code Pulpamex twenty fifteen to save yourself money. OE quality bearings, bearing quality bearing and seal replacements for your bikes, wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem. Which if you race GNCC, you could use seals and bearings. Yeah, for sure. They're right, muddy. Um, uh, well, hey, Aaron, thanks uh, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I, I, I knew about your dad growing up through the magazines. Um, your dad and Scott Summers, big rivalry back in the day. I, I don't know if you, if you go to your dad's place, if there's still, like, Scott's face on a dartboard or whatever. Because it, really, it was really like, your, you know, your dad or Scott was winning everything, right? Uh, one of those oh, yeah, two guys. Was, they called it the, uh, the, the era of the great Scots. Yeah, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. But uh, it's cool to see you, man. I, I honestly, like I said, I don't don't follow the amateur stuff too much. Uh, saw you at the Monster Cup, and then I've been really impressed with you the first two weeks for a rookie, a guy who's you know never had any sort of auditions even in Supercross. Uh, uh, it's impressive, man. So good job. Yeah. Well, let me ask the million dollar question. Here. Okay. I, I did ask him on Saturday, but I ask again. You did the Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross. It's very controversial now because starting about this year, everyone's going to have to do it. But you were like the guinea pig. 
you think it actually helped? You, you, that's what you told me. You think it actually helped? Yeah, I I definitely think it actually helped because coming into uh, or I mean, if I didn't do it, I would have come into Supercross just I mean, really unprepared, and I wouldn't have had anything to base it off of. I mean, uh, the Amsoil Arena Cross Series helped me with like just racing in front of the fans, getting all the cameras in your face and uh the guys being aggressive and all the all the fast paced racing right off the bat and I definitely think it helped me coming into Supercross just getting get me ready for that. When you're like a hot shot young kid, I'm sure you don't mind going fast and doing jumps. Was it actually fun to be out there banging bars with those guys? Oh yeah. It was it was definitely fun for a little bit. Uh actually one won the first round or the, the second round which was my first race it was baltimore yep and uh i went out on saturday night and i won the premier class yeah so it was it was definitely fun racing with those guys yeah none of these other guys that have tried it have had that level of yeah, success jordan She's smith went jordan high. smith went 14-4 yeah in two mains. yeah yeah um well right on man thank you for coming on appreciate it great great start to the season Thanks for coming on the Pulp Mech Show. I know you did the other show last week, so we appreciate uh, doubling up, uh, taking your time to do the other one. Do us, so. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks very much, man. See ya. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right. Pivot Works brings you uh, Aaron Plessinger. Yep. It's time, Weech. Well. It, it is time. Well, let's play this voicemail first. Steve, I love your show, but I agree with JT. Fuck your future headlines. If I have to hear that shit one more time, I'm going to punt a small child off a large overpass. Oh. It's Fuck those things. It's time. Take me to your future headlines. Future headlines, everybody. So why again? What this is. It's a kid being punted off an overpass. What this is. Now is uh, uh, Cycle News Headlines, potential Cycle News Headlines for next week. I love okay? it. You have to pick one or the I'm other. I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, I okay, like thank it. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You have to pick one or the other what you think is going to happen. What's going to be on CycleNews.com. Yep. All right? Yep, yep. Future Headlines. Okay. I have a question real quick before you say this. Yep. Is Cycle News all cool with you using them as an example? These are Cycle News, these are cycle news Headlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah they're fine. Okay. Uh, Tomac tops them at A2. Or Tomac topples over at the Big A. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going with number one. Uh, I believe he might be even better than we're realizing. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You and I are getting on that plane a little bit. Once that that, that screwed up Anaheim one main event has masked Mm -hmm. how fast, dare I say, almost dominant he has been. He's been the fastest in both practices. Mm -hmm. He's been the fastest heat both times. He won the main in Phoenix. Those two dumb crashes at Anaheim might be disguising how good he is, so I'm definitely leaning towards Topsom. Okay. Future headline number two. Weston whips him at Anaheim. Or, or. Filthy Phil fills in. <laughs> so Pike Pike's going for surgery, maybe have to get a screw in his foot after his awesome ride in Phoenix. And he's just going to take... A screwdriver himself. Yeah. And just screw, just, just screw just, it in. Screw his own screw in the <laughs> yeah. foot. Right. Get into the garage, and I'll just put it in. Uh, or Filthy Phil fills in. <coughs> um, <coughs> exactly what was the Weston headline? Weston whips him at Anaheim. 
I believe Weston's uh, going to show up and race. I don't think Phil's going to be there. Okay, well then you're going to whip him. But I don't know if he'll whip him. You but have to pick more. one or the okay, other. Okay, then I'll pick the first one. Okay. Uh, although I did talk to Jay Bone today, and he did indicate that uh, you know if it doesn't work out for Weston, then Pookie. we'll call Phil. Pookie, we it can hear you. Play. We can hear you, Pookie. Keep it down. Okay. Future headlines. Cafe. Uh, Stewart Sl- Future headlines. Uh, Is this 2016 headlines? Stewart Sl- I mean, you're throwing Stewart in here. Stewart slammed for the season. Or. Or. Stewart successful in his appeal. Oh, so it's both a James Stewart question. Yeah. I-, I didn't know which Stewart. Yeah, not Ronnie. Well, Malcolm's on the rise here. He got second. Stewart slam for the season, or Stewart successful in his appeal. Uh, number one, Stewart slam for the season. I wouldn't hold out much hope for the appeal. What's the best? Okay. What's the best result for this appeal? I don't know. I'd say the best. I think possible result. When are we taking his results away? Like the press, like the press release said. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. But they said it. I know. I know, which just shows the alphabet soup that this is. Just because the FIM said it, I think the other... Why is my headset so echoey? What's the deal? It's Devin's mic. Watch this. No way. See that? Wow. I can't figure it out. I've talked to Gene Simmons. You've talked to Gene Simmons? Yep, he's my audio guy. Really? His name's Gene Simmons. (laughs) Really? How long is a tongue? Normal tongue. Okay. But you see, watch. See this. Look. No, I understand now. It's, yeah. it's an open mic. Yep. I tried to put a piece of foam there. It doesn't quite work. If anybody has any ideas, please. Do you know? You have an yeah, exceptional. Devin off. You have an exceptional challenge when I'm here. Yeah. Uh, when I did the Arena Cross TV shows, they uh, had to bring in an audio engineer live while I was there. Uh huh. Because my voice resonates. They say so much that it was picking up on the other guy's microphone. Well, yeah. Well. Okay. And then at the Lucas Oil Studios, doing Enduro Cross shows, myself and Cameron Steele. They had to buy this triangular-shaped wedge of foam. Yeah. They buy the weege wedge and wedge it between us. I've tried to put a piece of foam there, but I like to – I got me and Devin have to make eye contact because oh, yeah. there's yep. lots of shit going on. Like, yep. like, right, like right now, for example, when he's looking at his phone. I'm getting JT's number. Okay. So – 66. He has a lot of numbers. <laughs> okay. Last feature headline. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, uh, Devin had asked what's the best-case scenario for Stu. Yeah. I think – I don't think anything will change. But I think if it did, I could. I don't think it could ever be less than one year, which would put him to April. Okay. What about Devin's two-part question? Ah, uh, one two-part question. <laughs> what about no? What about three-part? What's up? Right. Yeah. What's up, MC? What's up? That's a question. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, Devin," I texted him. I'm like, "He said your name." Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Would have been cool if you just stuck with "What's up, MC?" Oh, just hanging out watching TV. All right, all right cool. Cool. thanks, cool. man. Thanks. That's all I want to ask. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, last last feature headline. Are you ready? <laughs> the segment that is taking over the world. I'm going to help revive it. I really thank you. It. Yeah, because because yes. the asshole on the phone right here. Uh, I've had to write quite a few cycle news headlines in my day. So yeah, maybe so I'm you a know. little nostalgic. Yeah, one of my favorites was GNCC, of course. I like Stuart Folds in Vegas myself. Oh, that's cover yeah. head. Yeah, that was a good one. One of my favorites was we had a really good GNCC race in Kentucky. So the headline was Kentucky Derby. Oh, it's good. <laughs> all right, last feature headline. Welcome to the show, JT. Last feature headline. Uh, this is what you brought me on for. No, no, no. We're done. We're done. We're just one Why more. Why did you put uh, JT's one... mic live during this segment? You knew he was going to badmouth it. People I, somehow, somehow, people like JT on the show. I have no idea why. Okay. <laughs> no, he's good, but you know he doesn't like this. He doesn't have to answer this. Cut this, him isn't, off. this isn't for JT. Okay, this is okay. last one. Then we're going to do BTO Sports Gabba Gibbs. All right. Did you pick your questions, Gibbs? Dude, I'm. I'm, I'm turn my mic on. From the thousands. 
Turn my mic on it and I'll kill it. Okay. All right. Last last headline. Weege zooms to the top in NASCAR. Or, or Weege wallows in MX reporting. Aww. Uh which is more likely? Yeah. Probably number two. Weege wallows in MX <laughs> yes, reporting. Probably number two. Okay. Yeah. Did you use mine that I suggested today? No, what was it? I don't remember. Uh it's something about Pike. Pike picks a fight. Or? Or. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> good job, Pook. Oh, I have to have two? Or nah. Good good talk. It's the or. Good talk, Pook. <laughs> How? All right. We got an outro. What the hell is a gigawatt? The hell is a gigawatt? That was a good intro outro from Swiss Great Corp. outro. Future yeah. headlines, everybody. Starring. I feel like the outro was par for the course on the segment itself. <laughs> Although I do not have a outro Ouch. on my segment. Oh. What are you talking about? Gabba Gibbs. Yeah, I don't have an, out- an, have an outro. outro. Oh, outro. outro. Yeah. I thought, okay. No, I got an intro. Let's do the intro. Let's okay. do this. BTOSports.com. Gabba Gibbs. 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 Gibby Gibbs, Gibby Gibbs. We forgot to uh, we forgot Is to talk Mike about Mike Farber making an appearance there. We forgot to talk about Rapid Fire. <laughs> Gabba Gibbs. We, had, we, rapid fire. we talked. Forgot to talk about Rapid Fire. I so. love it. Can I have some pap with some rapid fire questions? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drop. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> Who said that? Me. <laughs> Can I have some <laughs> pap with some rapid fire? All right. BTOSports.com. Gabba Gibbs. Use the code PulpMX and save yourself big money at BTOSports.com. These are questions submitted to at PulpMX Show. Devin has combed through them after being nervous for McGrath. JT, we gave him one question for McGrath. He asked three. First question, hey, what's up, MC? And okay, well, yeah. I said, hey, And I'm what's pretty up, sure baby? he said Jeremy McGrath at one point. <laughs> like C-R-A-F-F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. He did say McGrath. Suck a dick, all of you. I don't care. <laughs> Jerry Graff. I don't care. He said it was the reason he got into, listen, into racing hey, was Jeremy McGrath. McGrath. And listen. he's still looking for this McGrath guy. <laughs> still hasn't found him. He's related him. to Steffi McGrath. <laughs> oh, it's McG- McGrath the crime dog. <laughs> 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 Pookie, calm down. You've had too much wine. <laughs> really so fun and it's enjoyable. Stupid. I remember one year at High Point, Villaman won in the mud, and I'm walking down the track, and there's all these drunk High Point fans. Yeah. Oh, who won that one? McGrath? Is that McGrath? He brought to Yamaha, right? <laughs> that is High Point. That is yeah. High Point McGrath, right there. Villaman. Uh, 934, Jeremy McGrath. Gibbs has combed through thousands of questions and picked the best, I don't know, five or six, seven, whatever. And uh, here we go. Randy Hamilton would like to know, why Randy. do you guys think Barsha is struggling with starts on a start-proven JGR bike? This weekend's start was weird. I mean, it's like he never – well, it was like Reed started NM1. It was like he never knew how to start. Yeah, like, like the first start yeah. he's ever done in his life. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, there's a chance that right now it's just um, – We're all panicking too much over Barsha. Right. Starts especially because you're talking four total starts that we've had, two heats and uh, two mains. One heat start was decent. So it's just a really small sample size. I will say there's a chance. There, there's an adjustment period. Uh, JT would probably remember. JT, remember the year that uh, Reed was on Suzuki's? Yep. So, JT, remember JT remembers yeah, remember any year, year of Chad yeah, Reed. remember that? The first <laughs> half of the year, his starts were <laughs> atrocious. And he said it was just something about the clutch on the Suzuki was just hard to get used to. Right. And the Gibbs well, bike is obviously yeah, fast. The problem yeah. with the clutch was JT had the works parts. JT did. Yeah, he took them, and Chad didn't have the works parts. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they were on JT's bike, and then, you know. JT was pulling killer starts that right, year. Right, right. 
The Suzuki guys. Hey, uh, yeah, JT. Yeah. We're, we're going to need some of those parts, parts back. back. Uh. Um, <laughs> so I think that's often one of the mo- most underrated adjustment yeah. periods for a rider on a new bike. Uh, we're totally panicking over bikes. Yeah. For, not, I not also us, think that that bike, yeah. they can really make that bike really effing fast, maybe even too fast at times. But I'd say in general, the starts are just, it's a sample size of four. And that's a small sample size. We, we went to Lille, and his starts weren't very good the first night. The second night, they put in a more aggressive cam. More or less? No, I thought they backed it down. I thought they went the other way. Oh, I have sorry. to look at my race report. Okay. Uh, no, they, they sped it back up. Yeah, Whoa, it was okay. too mild. So they made it hit harder. And, uh, and then they said, okay, here you go. And it, his starts were better. And who knows what they ended up, ended up with. But uh, yeah. I think people on my Twitter feed, feed need to back it down with Barsha. Calm down. Early. Was he the panic button? No. That was Wilson. Dean. That was a better pick than Barsha. Yeah, for sure. All right, next question. All right, this next question is from uh, Tyson Stagall. It was for McGrath, but basically the question is uh, Ryan, what's up? <laughs> Man, fuck what's you up? guys. Oh, I'm just, you guys are, <laughs> what's up? I don't know what's worse. The fact that you guys are like, you're doing... I, mean, I didn't say just, a word. I my know, wife no, and my the guest. You, you don't need to. You do it all the time. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I don't know what's worse, whether you guys are pricking on me or how, like, Pookie's had enough wine to just say it's fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah, the yeah. entire time. Yeah. I can't get a word in because she's just cracking Benny brought me two bottles of wine. This is That's the end of the second one. Right Did there. you say McGrath? She's like, oh, McGrath. All right. This All is right. like the banquet when you were telling bad jokes, Weege, and no one was All laughing. You could hear it was bad. Wait a minute. So the no, one I loved person it. that laughed was only because she was hammered? Probably. So that's all I have. No, it hey, they, really were, they were not bad jokes. No, yeah, I, I didn't mean there. it that way. I was a witness. They were funny. No, they were good. They were funny. No, you just hammered. It's the only reason you <laughs> The equation to comedy is time uh, plus tragedy plus alcohol equals hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So what's the McGrath uh, question? Uh, how do you come just... up with something like that and then not know, know how to spell like? It's <laughs> 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 a good JT. point. It's a good point. Suck it, JT. Is my You're name. like Will Ferrell <laughs> at, in old school at the debate. Yeah, You're like, like Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let him go. It took you a long time to get a new pr- new, new call screener. Don't discourage him. The other call screener quit too because yeah, he was very. Wonder angry. why? Yeah, I don't know why. You got me tryouts again, real soon, was a, right here. Now. I was a big fan of this show until I started working on it. Yeah. All right, I'm just skipping this question. Uh, mm. Is Mitch and Oldenburg where? No, I hit, it, hit it, hit it, hit okay, it. Okay, what's the difference between the tracks between when McGrath was racing and versus today? Should we go back to that way? What well, is there a benefit? Is there a disadvantage? What? Well, What's Let's let opinion? Smarty Pants JT answer that. I think the the tracks are different. They're a lot uh, faster now, uh, and I think they're a lot more manicured now, so that also makes them faster. But a lot of it's just the bikes, too. The bikes are so much more capable now that they can put together sections and make things look very easy that were pretty difficult before. So I think a lot of it, more than anything, is, is the amount of track work that's done now. And and maybe it's not even the amount of track work. It's that the dirt is so much better to start with mm-hmm. that it doesn't break down, and the track is like a freeway all the time. Like it's just almost always in perfect condition. It seems like compared to you know if you go back and watch old tapes. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, I'm I'm glad you said that. I'm sure that's totally the answer. But you need to go to the next level because what's going to happen now is all fans just listen to that are going to be like. Why are they ruining the tracks with too much maintenance? Make it hard. Make it rough. Make it difficult. Could you explain 
that rutted ass supercross tracks with super sticky, sketchy dirt is scary and maybe even dangerous. So it's not exactly well, I, as awesome as it used I, to be. Yeah, I think uh, I kind of compare the way that Feld approaches their riders as how a NFL franchise would protect their quarterback. Uh, these guys are what makes the sport. You know, they're they're selling the stars of the sport. So honestly, they don't want scary obstacles. They they want us out there, or not so much me, obviously, but they want the guys out there racing at the front. You know, every single weekend of the year, they don't want anybody to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to get away. You know, the the easiest track they can get away with, and people don't complain. I think in the end, that's what they're hoping for because they want they want their good guys out there. That's that's in their best interest. So. How scary was, uh, like, old-school Atlanta Supercross with rutted no, landings C- of every jump? Seattle, Pontiac. How scary is rutted yeah. landings on every single obstacle? Yeah, you would jump out of a rut and then back into a rut. That's that's no joke. If you tripled. If you tripled, yeah. Sometimes you would just double. Oh, because your pegs were yeah, dragging on the like face? Yeah, like in the rhythm sections and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary, I'm sure. That's why McGrath, like, he was so technical. He had these guys covered in that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. His record is actually overrated, or underrated because everybody's like, "Oh, he's good at California in the hard pack," but Indy, oh. uh, Minneapolis, yeah, he killed those ones too. Yeah, <laughs> he won everything, every race I ever went to in the nineties. Well, MC, he's not the goat though, not the greatest of all time. No, and not so. my favorite. He's in my heart. All right, let's do it. Next question. All right, this next question is from Eddie O'Keefe. Uh, he's not panicking, but he wants <laughs> to know it's is good Pike. Is Pike's success a sign of uh, his bike setup, uh, having good bike setup skills, and Barsha's bike showing that he doesn't have as good bike setup skills? No. No. Okay. Nice Sorry, Eddie. There's no, no way Pike so. is better. I mean, this, he probably hasn't had a chance to test a factory bike up until the last couple months of his life. Yeah. I don't think Pike believes in testing. testing. He just goes yes. for it. <laughs> uh, this next question is from Austin Murray. Is Mitch and Oldenburg riding a 250 in the 450 class? I think he is. Why? Are you serious? Yeah, I think he is. Really? Yeah. He seems to be doing pretty good. I picked him for the main in my fantasy team. You did? I've known that. Oh. He looked good in practice, but damn. Don't quote me on that. I think I heard he was or I read he was or something. But That was just a question. So that's, that's You it. read it. Where? In a book. <laughs> a book. A book. A published what? book. Was a, a book about wine From and Barnes drinking and... too much. Was the book wide open by Jeremy? And having an alcohol problem. It's a book. I'm on vacation. Okay. Why aren't you down on the strip for a few days? Yeah, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Oh. For my my wedding anniversary. How was that? Oh, real quickly, before we finish this segment, can you play the voicemails real quick? Let's get to these real what? quick. I just. Oh, did the machine voice guy call back? Something you need something to hear. To say to me? Something you need to hear. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? This is Kyle calling from Tennessee. Just wondering if... Uh, if Pookie got out there and uh, disappeared at Anaheim High Wind at all this uh, this past weekend, um, Pookie, it's ridiculous. You shouldn't have disappeared for four days. Mm-hmm. That is just absolutely low down ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Steven. Yeah. Hey, question. Why is low this down a topic? ridiculous? Yeah. You disappeared. Why is this a topic still? You disappeared. I mean, days? I don't know. The guy called in. Like, I, we didn't talk about it for a long time, right? Yeah, no, I really right? feel like I want to talk about it with this guy. This happened. Oh, her friends. I was on okay, a girl's right. trip. Okay. Her friends came to Vegas. She lives in Vegas. Yeah. She didn't come home for four days. She was. She stayed friends. down on the strip for four days. What's yeah, the that problem with totally that? Totally normal. 
What's wrong with that? You live in Vegas. Well, Take JT and I have a big problem with that. My man, Weege, right here. Okay, as, right. as living in the desert, I love to go to California and visit the beach, but if I go to You're California, not 21, bro. I said the beach. You We're talking be- about Vegas. I think he was trying to help you. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah he wasn't. I was totally on your side. <laughs> he wasn't. You know what? I'm going to take that all back. I think Steve, he was trying I'm to help you. You're going to cut him now, down. Right. Oh, Thank geez. you for the food, but you sh- you shouldn't be doing shit like this. I um, was totally on your side until you just did that. Well, it okay. didn't sound like it. And laughed at me. Back well, to, you didn't give me a chance to even talk. Back to the... Uh, You're not beat- going to this trip four days and be like, okay. someone has a family and they live ten minutes from Disney World and like, we're never going to go there because it's close. How could we ever go there for four days? It's close to our house. You're, so everybody wants to go to the strip and have a ladies' night at some time. I am defending you. What is your problem? Exactly. He's on your side. Well, I'm, I'm saying side. you should be allowed to go to the strip for four days. Just because you live in Vegas doesn't mean that that's ridiculous for you to do what everybody else does. Yes. Well, that guy was from Tennessee. And what he said. That was my point before you interrupted me. Yes. Can we get back to the Gabby Gibbs question? This next Gabby Gibbs. From, no. This next one's from Chris. He wants to know why Pookie isn't going to allow me to talk. And why he thinks it's okay for her to go leave for four days. I don't think it's okay anymore. Because I got Thanks, interrupted Chris. to help yeah. her out. Thanks, Chris. All right, next question. Who will finish higher in the points? Pike or Barsha? A lot of Pike. Oh, and my Barsha. God. This is getting out of wow. hand. Wow. I-, I still have Barsha. JT? Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm going to say with the, the recent foot injury, I'm going to have to go with Barsha. People. Only a week ago, Barsha was a half of a lap behind Pike and caught him, passed him, and beat him on the last lap. So he started 22nd this time, and Pike started 4th. 80% of the questions this week were directed at Pike and Barsha. I got my Twitter feed was full, too, of Barsha stuff. Barsha and Reed. Should Reed retire? Yeah. (laughs) Should Barsha just give up? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's an awesome dynamic, and I definitely see the potential for, for major problems. Yeah. If one guy starts doing really well and the other guy continues to struggle and all the people that are around them and all that. but. Yeah. Not yet. Right. Our next question. All right. This one's from Brett Jones. It's for you, Steve. Uh, as a goggle prep guy, what goes into being a goggle prep guy? Stress. He would like to know Cursing. if you reuse them. Do you wash them? Dog Do you get hair. all new ones? <laughs> okay. Let me know when everybody's done with their cracks, and I'll, and I'll answer. Phone okay. Calls, Just get everybody. FMLs. A- F- get, get everybody. Not winning any races. <laughs> really? JT waited. You're for really that gonna one. go there? <laughs> really? A one heat race, 2013, bro. Unless he won two heat races. Ooh. Gary Sutherland, the works champion. Jessica Patterson, the WMX champion. I actually didn't realize that the next brand hey. record was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> at one point in the he main, unless the heat race win, and that's the race win history in Super. At Cross. one point. <laughs> In the main event, X-Brand had four out of the last uh, – what was that, Weege? I told you that stat. You had four out of the last? That's, that I think like it was right something there. like that. No, we had four out of the last uh, – uh, Qualifying times. 22. Yeah. Something like that. At 18 through 20 second covered? Yeah. Okay. Clear vision. There are times when X-Brand has more guys in the main event, not on the podium, than any other goggle brand. Do you know that? Uh, did you know? So Steve? suck it. How, how do you do the, the wrestling thing? Suck it. How do you do that? Chop. The chop. Suck it. No hey, sucking sounds. They oh. can't see that. They used to do a. Uh, they used to have the Michael Buffer thing. Okay, we're we're done with wrestling. Oh, sorry. I, I'm sorry to get you going again. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> Benny just pisses pants. Uh, let's get ready. Next to question. Suck it. 
<laughs> Michael Buffer did that? No, they, they did it themselves. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, next question. That's awesome. There's Michael, or there's, or whatever. There's Lurch's uh, next job. <laughs> uh, this ne- this one is from I am not Nate. Uh, will we see a Rent a Supercross star program this year? Rent a Supercross. Uh, well, like Denny, we we had a problem in Seattle. <laughs> Someone yeah, it, almost died. Denny was sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> it went too good. It, it, yeah, they the the the, the, re- the renters got all they could handle. And more. The rentee yes. got, I don't even know what. Um, we were going to do, Ping was going to get rented, but something happened. He was coming up to New Jersey. I don't I, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-mm. I still you think. You still trying to do that uh, bus tour? Yeah, you want, <laughs> you want in? No. You want in? <laughs> I want in on that as much as I do at the, uh, the headline segment. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll, that, that's a no. I'll check that box for you. Um. All right, next question. That has been the, the Gavit Gibbs segment. I can't, would love to hit an outro, but I can't. BTOsports.com, Gavit Gibbs segment. Uh, BTOsports.com. Proud sponsors of Justin Braden, Andrew Short, many other great racers. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out and uh, save yourself some money. Hey, you know, if you put that uh, nice hat gift that I bought you on, you'd probably start winning over here with your I was, go- my, I was getting sweaty. You were, so, yeah. It, was, yeah. it works, so. Devin bought you a gift? I bought you, yeah. yeah. I bought him a gift. Aww. And then I got fucking ridiculed for like two hours. Standard. You don't see me buying any damn thing, do you? Hey, Check Mag- it out. McGrath, I got one question, McGrath. And <laughs> what's up? Why, why did you throw a Q in there? Is it true that the grass is always greener? Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Hey, WorksConnection.com. <laughs> Their pro launch start device is used by more AMA pros than other companies combined. More than half the guys in the night show at Anaheim One had Works Connection start devices on. WorksConnection.com and WWheels, WUSA.com. Uh, fantastic guys, John Anderson down there. Seemingly like have half the pits using their t- their wheels. And uh, they just picked up uh, the TLD KTM guys for this year and killing it. Uh, WUSA.com. We thank them for, for coming on the show. Um, I was wondering if you had Works Connection components and factory connection suspension on your bike. You'd pretty much, pretty much have a factory works yeah. bike. This guy's, been on, this guy's been on hold for a long time. Okay. Harold. <laughs> yeah. Harold. Sorry, Harold. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, how are you? No, you're fine. It's how, how are the Hendersons? Um, really? The Hendersons? Yeah. That's horrible. That's okay. just terrible. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I cut you Pookie off. Pookie can't do it right Pookie, now. you're done. She can't do it right now. You're done. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? No, I'm really sorry for keeping on hold so is long. What's Andy? your What's your question? No. No, it's more of a comment, man, or a, a suggestion. And talking about the, and I know this is dear to your heart, talking about the professional purse and the payout to, the, to these guys, man. It's pathetic, man, the money that they get paid. And I, I know the top ten guys aren't concerned about the, you know, the 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 pay the payout. But uh, I have a suggestion for it, and I just wanted to get your uh, opinion on it. And I think DC would be cool on this, being a promoter. But uh, I say that we add one dollar to every ticket, and who would know the difference, man? I mean, and. When you do the math on that, just think about it. Uh-huh. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I mean, you're getting 30,000, 40,000 people, dollar a piece. Atlanta, I mean, 70,000, yeah. I'm with you. It's it's a popular thing 
to to yep. talk about and the yep. fans. Would be awesome. I'd, it'd be awesome. The to the credit of uh, the Feld folks, they put fifteen grand into the each purse of the two fifty class this year. Um, yeah, I they, mean, they put seven yeah, into the LCQ a few years ago. Seven, JT? Or was it more? Uh, it's like 6,600 or something like that. Okay, into the LCQ for the 450s. They've done work at this. They they've, haven't just sat by. Could it be more? Yes. Should it be more? Yes. The dollar plan, okay. I mean, why wouldn't that work? I don't know. Would Fell do it? Uh, I don't think the dollar plan works. It sounds dumb. But I don't think that the plan or no the plan sounds awesome. Hey Harold, we just called you dumb. Uh, sorry, no the plan sounds awesome. <laughs> the reasons why the dollar plan I don't think works directly. This sounds dumb, but the actual like sale of that ticket is like part stadiums, part Felds, part Ticketmaster, and probably five other people that got their grubby hands on that ticket mm-hmm. thing. So like to literally raise the ticket price a dollar. I bet you the stadium be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to give us 50 cents on that dollar. So in general, I think they just need to say, we average 50,000 fans a race. We just need to put $50,000 in. The yeah. direct dollar yeah, yeah. thing, I yeah, have yeah. a feeling it'd be like, it'd be like the government. They're get, somebody else will get their grubby hands <laughs> right. on an extra dollar before you know it. I, I get that. I mean, I, right. I do get that. And I figured yeah. that, that's, how it would, that's how it would pan out is exactly what you said is the they would get their grubby hands on it, but right. But you know, we could easily do that plan in some other very simple way. Well, like I said, just put fifty in because that's generally what you get as a crowd on average, anyway, right? Okay. Let yeah. me ask you this. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this, Harold. Um, uh, the 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 last place in the four fifty main event is two thousand dollars, twenty one hundred or something. Right. Okay. You make four main events a month. It's eight grand. You have expenses, of course. Eight grand a month is good money. Now I'm not saying like, like oh these guys, is, you know. I'm just putting it out there. I'm certainly the first guy to, to to bag on Feld here and there, and it can be more and it should be more. But eight grand a month for a sport that draws less than yeah, half of what. For how long are you talking about? It's not like it goes on all year. No, but I mean four months. Okay, great. Right. Yeah, then what? I would not want to work a job that requires that much expenses out of your own pocket just to go to work. Well, I'm just and saying, it, and, and your your income ends in like May first. Okay, well, I enjoy my hard card, so good job. <laughs> I enjoy my hard card. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just saying that realistically, these guys, the greatest athletes in the world, you know, they're in their career span, as we all know, is ridiculously short. Yes. And you know, I mean, the the payout is I I, I don't get it. And, and uh, okay, so we add a buck to a ticket. The greedy government or whoever the 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 sponsors mm-hmm. get fifty percent of it. Still, we get to kick back fifty percent of that of that back to, in my concept, back to the riders, all the way back to twenty second place. You know, the privateers. You you want to improve everybody. The, you want to improve the purse, Harold. I'll go with Wygant's theory here on this. He's actually got a good idea. It's amazing. Um, support the teams. Who will give the rides to riders? Right, right, good. Okay, yeah, that's what you, you're talking about. Do something to, re- to if you got two more semis and two more teams with four more total riders out there, that would do more good than any of the purse stuff because that's that's the line in the sand. Privateer and not privateer. I don't know right. what they do. I mean, I think they do a few things. You know, obviously the television package does help these teams get sponsors, but I don't think there's a ton going on 
to help the teams uh, pay their expenses. Right. And if they did, and there were more riders with more rides, that would be a massive, massive benefit. JT, what's your oh. answer? JT, you fix this. <laughs> uh-huh. If I had that answer, well, I think even if you had the answer, it, you're still taking money out of someone's pocket, which is always tough to do. Right, so, yeah, yeah. Excellent point. It's a uh, book. Well, okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just think I think that's where you're always going to run into the problem. You know, Feld isn't doing this for, this is a, this is a for-profit organization. <laughs> this is not charity. So, yeah. Right. No, you know, so every dollar they add is like coming off someone's bottom line. So it's it's tough. It's it's not yeah. just a, an easy answer to just, you know. JT, no offense to Harold who's calling in here, but sweet Jesus, JT, uh, you've been on this pulp show forever. We get this question a lot. I mean, yeah, no, and it's, I understand. Yeah. Trust me, I was the one that my income depended on this. You know, that's not, this is very close to my heart, a question like this. But I also realized that Feld went out and spent hundreds of millions of dollars to acquire this business. And they also are, you know, they have a lot of overhead and expenses going on too. So it's, uh, it's easy for us to look at the purse and all the things going on and say, okay, no one's making enough money, blah, blah, blah. But you also have to look at all the money that Feld has wrapped up in this deal that they're trying to get their investment back out of. So, yeah, it, uh, okay. I mean, I, I, Harold, it can be more, it can be more, but you know what, no matter what it is, you could add a million dollars to the purse. What would somebody say in a year and a half? Purse needs well, to be more here, money. Here's, here's what I'm saying, Nate. Yep. Uh, Steve, is, is the average person, in my opinion, that goes to the Supercross race and has expendable income, or at least they're willing to spend that money to go there, and it's not cheap to go to a Supercross race. Mm-hmm. So do you really think that they're going to miss one dollar you know, I mean, I, I don't understand the disconnect there. Harold, you're really hung up on this $1. Um, I am hung yeah. up on the dollar. It needs to go back to the riders. Well, man. Why I mean, can't told you you can't do that? Well, I don't know, but it's, I have it's a feeling not one of those things where, yeah. I just don't, I don't know that the need part, because like, like Steve said, it's not, it's not a charity, unfortunately. It's just not. So Nobody's forcing you to race Supercross that I no, know of. That's, that's the problem. It's not a situation where someone's putting a gun to these guys' head to go race, you know. That, that's harsh to say. And trust me, it's uh, JT, you, me JT, you lived that. I did this for yeah. 17 years. But yeah. it's just one of those things where it's, uh, it's business, just like anything else. If you were working I, was, the... I, was, I, was, I was always a big fan of yours, too, buddy. Oh, that's Thanks, nice. Man. I appreciate it. I love what yeah, Harold's yeah, saying. Hey, we all want more money than riders. To you, if huh? you got time, man. I know it's getting late in the night, but I wish I'd had some questions for MC when when uh, you were on. But I, uh, I uh, originally had heard that uh, MC, when he was released from Honda, was released because he was photographed riding a Kawasaki jet ski. Is that bullshit or what? Yeah, he left on his own accord. Honda was trying to make him uh, have some. Uh you know, stay off the Kawasaki jet skis and stay off that kind of stuff. And he hated the 97 CR250. So he didn't get released. He he left. So There's a little more truth to that with the no fear Fox thing. Okay. He, yeah. got, he got photographed wearing no fear gear uh, before his Fox deal ended. So he got, he basically got I, fired from, well, I think he said it was, shouldn't say fired. But there you say was grand? a big falling out with him and Fox over a no fear photo that was released. It was a hundred grand, was a, I think, cost him. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it cost yeah. him 100 grand. Yeah. Put yeah. that photo out there. I done my Ada. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of repercussions for him when he does that stuff. The wow. Hunt? Yeah. Yeah, none. All good. <laughs> right. All good, bro. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Harold, thanks for being on hold for so long. Appreciate it. Um, good thoughts, good, 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 uh, good intentions, and I agree. We all agree. I think there should be more money for janky radio shows. <laughs> so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thanks, Harold. See you, man. All right, thanks. All right, we uh, all want more money. The Riders. Uh, the problem is, what? if you work in the boardroom, like the the need. Uh, JT, are you the one that said the question of need? That's the, right. That is yep. the yeah. The that is, is the issue. Yeah. Right. That is exactly it. If you're the guy that's job is to make felt as much money as possible, and there's a lot of those guys at every single company on earth. Mm-hmm. This need. They'd be like, why is there a need to give them more money? They're still showing up. They're still racing. The product looks the <laughs> We're same. We're turning people away. Right. We could give them $50,000 more or less, and the product would still look the same, and the fans would feel the same. Yeah. So who needs what? That's not, I'm not saying that's good, yeah. but that's just that's the way reality. it is. Also, yes. look, Supercars is doing a great job. Fox Sports 1, awesome to have. Uh, the TV package is a thousand times better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. If you look at the ratings, they ain't that good. Uh, you, you, when people compare it to sports they love, yeah, you know. So, it, I mean, I don't know. Does it get even a point? Does it even get one share? It doesn't, does it? No, it doesn't. You know what though? It's a very top-heavy sport. I would say for what the ratings that it gets and the crowd and the, the overall popularity, the fact that the dudes at the top make as much money as they do is actually really good. I still feel like if you told people that Ryan Villapoto made whatever the heck he probably made last year, what six million dollars or something. I mm-hmm. think that still blows people's mind. Like, really? A dirt bike racer makes that kind yeah. of money? Well, that's part of our problem. But it's so top. Yeah, exactly. So the guys at the top are almost getting more money than you think they get with the popularity of the sport, and the guys at the bottom are actually getting less. Than they the guy that finishes, I've said this a hundred times. Yeah, the guy, difference is huge. Yeah, the guy that yep. finishes uh, three seconds back uh, of uh, whoever is making $50,000. Right. Or whatever. So. And I suppose that every sport has that huge drop-off. It's just that, I guess, right. you have to have the, the top guy making $20 million to I mean, make the drop-off still result in $2 million for our the guy own the bottom. Jason Thomas on the, on the line right now would get 12th. His buddy would get first. Chad Reed would get first. JT would get 12th. They would go to the uh, practice track on Tuesday, and we would see the differences between first and 12th. 11 spots lower. 11 lowly spots only. Yeah. There's 40 guys in the night show. JT was 11 spots behind the winner. And, I mean, we, JT, the you, could, were different. you could see that every day. So, uh, no, it's a big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Uh, Brad, you there? Hey, yeah, I'm still here. What's up? Pookie, what is so funny? Your hat. That okay. hat is ridiculous. Okay. All right, Brad, sorry. My, my wife's drunk. Sorry. <laughs> that hat's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. My um, wife's drunk. I want to um, just thank you for um, a great show tonight. I uh, listened up here from uh, Canada where it's uh, minus 35 degrees Celsius, which is, I believe, the same uh, in Fahrenheit. So, uh, uh, Steve, you'd know that that that, uh, that temperature, but not so much the other guys. That's yeah, really um, cool. I had to go I to Maine last week. And see uh, if there was a way to uh, kind of rally behind uh, the seven double deuce. I understand he's had a bit of a a rough start to the year, and is there a way that the the fans can can go to his uh, website or something that he can you can uh, go and donate or, or buy some product off of this guy? I want to get a CD. Yeah, uh, the seven deuce deuce dot com, the new website. The seven the seven. Yeah, I don't com. know. I think if you work the Google, you Check figure it Twitter. out. Um, most likely, most but there, likely. This, yeah, you um, you can buy a CD. I think there's a PayPal Fund Me. 
on there or some sort of fund me yep. account. You can buy a rap CD. Um, buy a T-shirt of the Seven yep. Deuce Deuce. I mean, he is an enterprising young man. The Seven Deuce Deuce. He's branded well, himself. Thanks to Juan Arise, he set that all up yeah. for him. And, uh, no, it's fantastic. Uh, if it's all right, I wanted to uh, ask both uh, Jason and uh, Weed your question, if that's okay. Sure. Awesome. Um, first of all, I'll start with uh, Weed. And, and you know what? It feels like just a year ago the two of us were eating tacos under the, uh, the, the Crossland tent. And I had mentioned to you that I had started doing a podcast up here from Winnipeg, and I'm 73 shows in. And uh, thanks for all those sound drops uh, of your your Supercross broadcast that I still use on a weekly basis. But uh, my question to you is that if if the seven double deuce and Adam or and uh, Weston Pike were in a tag team match with the Body Donnas, who comes out ahead on that one? Uh, The Body Donnas. I don't even know what that that (laughs) is. Uh, The Body Donnas was uh, they like they were like fitness people yeah and they were a tag right. team and body uh, donnas yeah and uh they had a chick involved that she was like decently hot and it would allow wrestling to stumble on the idea of wait a minute you're telling us the audience would actually want to watch a hot chick and then it took about five years to get that figured out and then they just blew it out of the water they their shows were just turning to straight porn on television <laughs> the body donnas though as wrestlers were not very effective so they would lose any match to anyone but they did have sunny who was the first hot chick really involved in wrestling Unbelievable! This guy's wrestling knowledge. It is so deep, but current. It's all of it. Current end. I have right. nothing for the last ten years. Yeah, I have nothing. that's awesome. I appreciate uh, you answering the, qu- the question candidly. And uh, Jason, candidly, uh, of <laughs> course, um, I, I, I'll never forget the uh, sitting in the uh, the rain together on the hill in Millville. And um, are there any uh, events this year that you still have open spots for uh, your? VIP fan experience because I know myself really enjoyed the uh, the day that we spent together in the rain, huddled close together, uh, and sharing warmth uh, underneath that. Uh, oh, you get a lot with this VIP package. Thing. Who knew that you oh, get to huddle yeah. together? Umbrella. How is that going, JT? The uh, BTOSports.com VIP program. Uh, you can be a member of the team for a day. You got spots open still? Yeah, it's going good. Uh, Supercross is uh, obviously well underway, so I don't think I'm going to be doing it outdoors, so. Um, Supercross is kind of your chance to get in on it. So let me know well, if you're, uh, you're still, still have a lot of spots left. I want to get in Daytona. Do I have to pay full full amount? Uh, yes. Actually, probably retail plus 10%, I would think. <laughs> okay. All right. A markup. I got 20 bucks off because I won a bet. There you go. So, I met the people this weekend. They were cool, though. Oh, you did? But, yeah. Uh, I will yeah. be in Anaheim, cool. too, so hope to uh, run into you guys. If not, uh, all the best. All right, man. Thanks, Brad. See you. Take care. See you. All right, Hi, Brad. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, I, I we we I try not to keep you this late. We had a lot of shit going on. McGrath was on. You're out of the wedding party now. What? You're out of the wedding party. Someone too late. Someone left a voicemail that said, "If I'm in the wedding party, I need to have and I don't get this reference. It's from a movie. I need to have a lightning bolt when I'm best man on my shirt." What? That means that you're the best man if you have a lightning bolt on your oh, collar. It's not. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think one. so. That's like a superhero. We, I'm in JT's wedding party. He said we're not. We haven't determined whether I'm best man. It depends or not. what day it is, though. Some days he's in, some days he's out. It's ironic you're in his wedding party because you guys pretty much are an old married couple at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. He told a story. Mathis told me a story last night. JT, I did not realize quite how far 
you and Mathis go back. Oh, for far. This story of you, <laughs> Mathis, and your dad, and Mathis <laughs> not allowing you to get food at a drive-thru because he was so angry that his girlfriend, Pookie, was... That was 14 years ago. Van so long ago. I had no idea that you and Mathis are this personal from this long ago. We, JT and I go back 90... 99. 99. When I, I, I no for, yeah, when I worked for Timmy. I had no idea. Yep. Well, this is about how far Steve and I go back. Pookie took my van to go see her boyfriend. <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank Thomas and JT, we were all in the Aerostar. It was an Aerostar mm-hmm. waiting in the Burger King drive-thru. And I was stewing and stewing. <laughs> and at some point. We were like in the line, too. Like, yeah. It yeah. Was... In the queue. Yep. And, yeah. I, and I was so mad. I don't know what happened. I don't know what. Who... I have no idea. I, I said, that's it. Like, we're not eating here. F it. And I just took off. And Frank, JT's dad, was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was irate about Pookie taking my van, probably doing who knows what with her boyfriend. In the van, you think, too? Probably. Probably in the van. Yep. Who knows? Yeah, yep, probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we go far back. Remember, JT, do you remember myself and you and Tortelli going riding in some pit in Florida? Oh, yeah. Tortelli. Yeah, we, How did Tortelli look? Tortelli had a bike problem. Remember, he asked me to fix it at all those wires. I'm like, what's going on? This works on to 450. Uh, he asked you to fix it? Yeah. Tortelli, I don't, he's like, hey, can you take a look at it? I've never seen so many wires. <laughs> We had, I was factor KTM. We had a coil wire and a stator You're wire. Like, uh... You know? How'd he look, though? Tortelli? Yeah. Oh, good. good. Yeah, he looked yeah. good. Did he smell like burn? He's a burn. nice guy. No, but for real, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was telling – you told that Tortelli story. Uh, I think 2003, I was covering the Beat 4, Cycle News, at the Nationals. Tortelli was coming back from a series of knee injuries. First race back, actually did really well. He's on a two-stroke, and everybody else is on four strokes. Mm-hmm. Could have been 04. Either way, I go up to DeCoster, and I'm like, can I talk to Tortelli? He's like, uh, I think he's in, uh, inside the rig. So I go upstairs, and Tortelli's there in his underwear. Oh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, hey, uh, when you're done, can I just talk to you for cycle news? And he just waved me on up, Yeah. sat next to him. At one point, he even put his hand on my leg. He did? Oh, yeah. And we broed down for like 20 minutes, told me everything about the rehab and all the time off. I was like, this is an unbelievably nice guy. Oh, nice looking, dude. and a nice guy. God, it's getting gay in here. I mean, <laughs> one time he cooked me a quiche. <laughs> he, he did. No, that's for real. He really did. Did he, he give you a quiche he, after that? He, lo- he, knew his way, he knows his way around a kitchen. Like, he knows his way around a kitchen. He's beautiful, he smells nice, no. and he can cook. Wow. JT, the, the man can cook a quiche. Unreal. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, he can he can win world titles. I probably should have talked to him more. He he can he can uh, uh, be friendly to everybody. He looks good on and off the bike. I feel the love in he, the air. He can cook in a kitchen. I mean, what can Seb uh, not do? Marrying material. Why, why don't you marry Seb so, instead of Pookie? Well, I like women. Not, I'm not into that. <laughs> it but doesn't sound it, like it. Well, I, but if I was. Confident in my sexuality to say that Seb's a good-looking man. If you find a woman that looks he like Seb. He's very attractive. And hey, and who and how does he dress? Good. Oh, Bur- man. Burberry. Absolutely. While JT probably learned a thing or two from Seb over the years, dressing-wise. <laughs> probably did. Because JT, you're a snappy dresser. You know what I used to notice? He would he would always dress up so nicely for airline flights. Like, he, he has, like, an old soul. Like he's a 1950s flyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and flying meant something, and you wore a suit. Yeah, like I, I would show up in board shorts and sandals and stuff, <laughs> headed you know to a national, and he has like a scarf on and these like leather loafers. It's really eye opening. Have you? Did you guys ever see? JT, you probably saw this. Did you know that Playboy? Did a fashion shoot at Unadilla one year? No. You did not know this. But I'm sure Coombs was involved. Did, did Doug Henry land on him? That, um... yeah. Yes, Coombs was involved. Right. Shocker. That's what I'm saying. Playboy <laughs> did a motocross fashion shoot at the Unadilla Are you National. for real? Yeah, it's real. Davey has a copy of it. It's hilarious. What year is this? Was Letitia Klein involved? <laughs> it, unfortunately, there was a pure fashion shoot. It had nothing to do with chicks. There were no naked chicks. There were no chicks at all. So it just, the article claimed, Playboy claims that it's like if you read it, you'll be cool and you'll pull chicks. So it was claiming that, oh, this sport of motocross is where a lot of the hot fashion is coming from. So we're going to show you the the clothing that they wear at these races. So it was like Davey, Tortelli, and like three other top dudes. Oh, Seb Seb was in it. Seb was in it. But Davey, who wasn't even racing, was also in it. (laughs) But then they had pictures of them in their supposed gear. (laughs) And it's like jeans and like leather jackets and they're like drifting through the grass in the parking lot at Unadilla <laughs> with like sunglasses on like this is what these motocross guys it's wear. like Steve McQueen or yeah. something right. buy this $700 leather jacket that Sebastian Tortelli has and you'll bang one of these playboy chicks yeah. so this is was, was Karsten in it Barry yeah no for style dirty Barry <laughs> uh, you know what honestly it is not a surprise that Seb was in that not oh, at I'm all. I'm sure they sized him up. Oh, God, yeah. Guy. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, he made the cut right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I think class <laughs> in motocross, two things come to mind. Hey, he puts the ass in class. <laughs> <laughs> Pookie, calm down. It's an old joke. It's an old joke. Yeah, JT's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I think of class, I think of myself and Seb. Known for shorts and flops all the time, and the guy that dresses up for the airport. He cooks a quiche. Unbelievable. JT was in Seb's, he does. JT was in Seb's wedding party. Best R- man. RJ? It's a sad day. RJ, Seb, yep. JT, all up there. We didn't even wow. have a wedding party. God. No, we didn't. All right, we got to let you go, JT. We got to get uh, get get the show rolling along. Thank you for your contributions tonight, though. Um, all right, see you guys. Always good fun. luck with the future headlines and all that jazz. <laughs> We're done them. We're finished them. It's good. Say yeah, not coming to Anaheim too. It. It's, it, I think it's kind of a dying, dying no, deal. No, it's good. It's good. You saw the Twitter feed, JT. You see it. Um, future headlines: Steve marries Seb, or no, I'm, married. I'm happily married. Uh, Doesn't seem like it. You're not coming to A two, JT? No, we have a sales meeting this weekend, so I'll be. Uh, Oh, I wow. tweeting from the couch like, this is, like some of the people in the sport. <laughs> this, is, this is breaking news, I think. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I'm you not don't? happy. Oh. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Just putting her We're foot down. Go this is bullshit. Have to go. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, JT. Pookie, are you going to go, oh. go murder a girl at Chick-fil-A and Corona? Uh, yeah. Brianna. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I Brianna, saw that. run. Brianna, Norco. run. run Pook, don't drink wine and yeah. do that kind of stuff because people will judge you. Just, yeah. Does wine make you angry, Pookie? Yeah. No. Are you okay? Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Fly <laughs> racing, right, you guys. Best gear out there. All right. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, last commercial break of the night. We still got voicemails. We got a little bit more to talk about. And we're gonna wrap this thing up here. Uh, Why can't we're coming back with your music again? Looking forward to it. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. You had to buy the song, though, to play it off your phone, right? Oh, yeah. I got to buy this other one, too. Yeah, I didn't have to spend any money on it. I get to hear these wax. He doesn't nostalgia. actually have it on his phone. I have the CD that had that, but I... <laughs> we couldn't figure out how to play it on the, yeah. the table. Yeah. Yeah. And Pookie, you're done, I think, right? What? Are you done? What time's our flight tomorrow? I think Early. she's adding a lot to the show. Okay. Shit. All right. See, see everybody. See you after this commercial. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at pictures from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All and fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas. 
And then there's everything else. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. When it's time to maintain your dirt bike for the extremes of supercross, motocross, or just off-road fun, you want to buy from the manufacturer that is the expert in chassis and suspension maintenance. You want a brand that you know is backed by quality, a brand that is synonymous with being the fast, easy, and complete solution to suspension and chassis maintenance. You need Pivotworks, the only product of its kind with a lifetime replacement. Yes, a lifetime replacement on all products. Why a lifetime replacement? Because Pivotworks stands behind their products. The only OE quality bearing and seal replacement kits for your bike's wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem in one easy package. Don't waste time looking up every component in your bike's suspension when it's worn out. Grab a Pivotworks kit and do it right the first time and save some money. Pivotworks, the official bearings and seals of the 2015 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Loretta Lynn's Amateur National, and CMRC Pro Motocross Championships. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivotworks. Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs 
with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. started out as a theme song of uh, Royal Rumble, I think 2000, maybe 99. And, and what is it? What is it? 
Stone Cold Steve Austin was not champion at the time, but if he won the Royal Rumble, he would get the title shot at WrestleMania. So Mr. McMahon, the owner, who did not want someone like Steve Austin to be champ because he's drinks beer, curses, not a good representative of, of <laughs> wrestling, professional right, wrestling, right. said, Steve Austin, there is no chance in hell you will win the Royal Rumble. And then he adopted it as his theme song. That was Mr. McMahon's theme Because for a while, Vince wrestled. Yeah, and man, he was jacked. The steroids, <laughs> he was like 53 years old, the hair was going gray, but the guns were ridiculous. Chuck Franklin guns? <laughs> no, they actually weren't. The right. Chuck Franklin guns. When did those show up? I don't know. <laughs> like, he didn't have enough. He was the lawyer. He was the motorcycle lawyer with the leather jacket. That was it. He's like, I need to start getting some guns. Um, Unbelievable, the guns on Chuck Franklin. So that's no chance in hell. Yes, for Vince McMahon. You know what's the coolest part about all these wrestling songs? No, I don't. Please tell me yeah. what the coolest part is. They are all, <laughs> they are all done by one guy. There's one guy named Jim. If you look at that yeah. iTunes chart, yeah. Jim Johnston. There's one songwriter who's like, oh, I'll make a rap song for these guys. I'll make that song for that. I'll make this song sound like uh, Rage Against the Machine. I'll do this. One dude was able to write songs of every genre to fit each uh, superstar. They don't call them wrestlers, by the way. They call them superstars. Um, so j- that's it, just one guy. The so, guy's a friggin' musical genius. Okay, so can you please explain this for me here? Because um, we were looking for wrestling songs. Okay. Um, for you. So, um, yeah. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, Weege. Yeah, the, the lyrics at the beginning of that "No Chance in Hell" are brilliant. Great it's about, radio. It's about being, yeah, it's about being, uh, you know, bought and sold and up against a machine too strong. Politicians being bought for a song. Uh, this Jim Johnson guy, incredible. Okay. What are you? Your mouth, was so this is not done by Jim Johnson. Is that DMX? Tim Ferry would not no, be impressed. No, sadly, this is the late, of course late, because they're all dead. This is the late Macho Man Randy Savage when he embarked on a rap career. And then, smart move on his part, I'll make a rap song about Hulk Hogan, who's more popular than me. And maybe by making fun of him, that'll give me attention. Did it work? This is, no. <laughs> no, it didn't work at all. You didn't want to pick this one. No, I refused it. I, I can't believe you did this. I kind of like this. I, like. Be a man, Hulk. You be oh, a man yeah. about what? Elizabeth. Hogan, what did Hogan do wrong? Elizabeth. You took Elizabeth from him. Macho Man Randy Savage cost Ultimate Warrior the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Okay? Macho Man Randy Savage ripped off DNX. He might be dead, but I still don't forgive him. He cost Warrior the title. He did. Then, he did. And then, as revenge, Warrior had a retirement match, beat him. He was forced into retirement for life. And you know what they did two years later? No. They reinstated him. Really? You can't have a retirement match and get reinstated. It loses the entire effect of what was on the line. That sounds familiar. What? Well, I don't know. Weed, you're an announcer. You're a voice of motocross, actually. <laughs> yeah. You're the official voice of motocross. Official voice of not Pulp the Mech sport, show. Pulp Mech show. <clears throat> what is this? Read the sponsor. Brought to you by... BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Oh, wait. Oh, you want me to do it like announcery? Yes, yes. Oh, like, sorry. imagine you're next to Langston. Pulpamex.com show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. A sport that, a brand that truly supports the riders. <laughs> a sport. What is it? What, are they, what is their slogan? Be the one. Well, I know, but they have a tagline that you put in your sh- stories every week. Your shows, your stories. I don't know. Okay. 
Fly Racing by Racetech. No, Vortex you Racing. say the name of the sponsor of the show and then give us a little something about them. Okay, sorry. Hi, I'm Jason Wygant, first of all. Hi, I'm Jason Wygant. The PulpMex.com Moto Show is brought to you by... You mother <laughs> Is brought to you by... Are you going to call it that for the 200th? Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe go that. back to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's brought to you by BTOsports.com, the brand that supports Andrew Short, who managed to do an interview with me, a member of the media, while carrying his gear bag, his wheeled gear bag, with his son on the gear bag. He dragged the gear bag with his son with getting a ride on it while he did the interview with me. <laughs> that awesome. is the stuff that Andrew Short can do. Dad it and handle the media all the smile. Killing it. By Fly Racing, we'll sponsor anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, there's a lot of guys. A lot. If you're on Yamaha, you are X Brand and Fly. You haven't really done much. Like you can get Yamahas, but there's a lot of them out there. Uh, by Race Tech, do it, do it. Make your bike handle better. Do it. By Vortex Racing, uh, they. Presented Tomac tonight. Yep, they presented Tomac tonight by Vortec Racing. Luckily, Eli Tomac didn't say, uh, "No, I'm not brought to you by Vortec Racing." I know. I know. Are you nervous when you do that? Sometimes. Yes. 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 Uh, by Roost Graphics, we make pit shirts, including the one that the Weege stole from Christina Denny at the pit party after the race at Houston. You guys swap shirts. Yeah, swap shirts, and then I became team manager of the team, and then I got in the face of Ben LeMay, and I'm like, "You suck! I'm your new team manager." <laughs> You need to work harder. You're terrible. I'm your boss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was the team manager. I got yeah. the yellow riders yeah, yeah, yeah. for one night. Yeah. It was great. Uh, by X Brand Goggles, we'll sponsor anybody. <laughs> uh, it's by, not going well. Yeah, by NFAB Jeep, Jeep and Truck Parts, discounts are good, but I have a Jeep. I would like to have the stuff for free. You could good. get it for free. You think so? Yes. Thomas. No, Thomas owes me nothing. Why would he owe me? Why? You got an orange Jeep. He doesn't owe me free parts. Okay. Uh, by Pivot Works, it's a good way to know if your pivots work. If they pivot, your pivots work. Yep. 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 Uh, by Works Connection, put Works Connection component on your bike as well as factory connection suspension, and you will have the connection. Essentially, a Works factory connection bike. Yeah. Uh, by Atlas Neck Braces, they come in handy when you're trying to hold the world up on your shoulders. It's good. Atlas. Yeah. That's why they named it that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get that one, Steve? By FMF Racing, Flying Machine Factory, or Fast Mofos. Right. Yep. Also conveniently fits over the Ford logo on your truck. Yeah, every yeah. van. Every right. Ford van. Right. Ford should just start making them that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by W Wheels. Did a great job as president for eight years. Either great president or the greatest president. Now doing great work for lacing for, up for smokes wheels. on motorized yeah. bikes. Yeah. Uh, Not going to happen. Not going to do it. That's his dad. Oh. That was H. Oh, sorry. George H. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> w was the one that said, uh, amongst many things, it's like the old it's like the old phrase, fool me once, shame, shame on, on me. Shame on me. Fool, fool me twice. Shame on me. We, we won't get fooled again, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. We ain't going to get fooled again. That's what I'm trying to say. Right? I don't remember that. But... Yeah. He couldn't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, by Guts Racing, if a KTM Dual Sport, get one of these seats. Really hurts to have to sit down on those bikes all day. KTM seats notoriously, notoriously stiff. GutsRacing.com. And I can't even read. Two under. Oh, two under. Official junk holder. 
of Justin Brayton. <laughs> you can finally get inside Justin Brayton's underwear. Yep. Fantastic, Weech. Thank you. Okay. Uh, wrapping the show up pretty soon here. Paul Max Show presented by BTLSports.com and Fly Racing. A couple more things. Uh, got a Twitter game for you, Wygant. Okay. Guess who tweeted these. I'm going to give you three riders. I'm going to say the tweet. Yeah. I'm going to give you three riders. you got to guess who did it. Okay. Or three people in the industry, I guess. Well, Bay caught me slipping bitty bed gain. Had a real bad get off in Phoenix this weekend in last practice. Was that Michael Lieb, the Seven Deuce Deuce, or Tevin Tapia? One of them considers Bay their motorcycle. Seven Deuce Deuce. <laughs> Tevin Tapia. Really? Yep. He named his motorcycle? Bay caught me slipping. Bitty bed again. What does bay stand for? Bay is bay, baby. 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 Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. No, no more of that. Actually, Bacon and eggs. Actually, actually stands for something. Do you know? Oh, baby. I don't know. No. You don't know? Before anything else. Wait. Is bay a girlfriend or is it bay is a term? Eggs? Bay is a term that my generation that yes, was stupid you. enough to come up with instead of just calling you your babe or baby. Okay. Your bay, which is before anything else. B A E. See how retarded that is? Welcome to my generation. Okay. Next next tweet. Uh, I think it's YOLO. I got it. Pumped, <laughs> pumped to see my guy at Tihon32 back racing. Keep up the good work. Was it A, me? <laughs> Just stop it there. That's the biggest laugh you'll get. B, Will Hahn. Me. C, Ivan Tedesco. Uh, D, MXS Radio was not an option. Yeah, yeah you're right. Exactly. Because <laughs> they did it too. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, you choices are me, Will Hahn, or Ivan Tedesco. Tedesco. You are correct. Yes, thank you. Ivan Tedesco. All right, last one. Tweets of the week. Brought to you by Swisscore. Swisscore. He brought to you by. I don't know. He made them okay. up. Uh, I hate watching myself ride. I look like such a goon. Got some work to do. Was it A. Les Smith? B, David Villeman. C, Ben LeMay. Oh, I thought it was Dean Wilson. I for sure thought it was me. Hate watching myself ride. I look like such a goon. Got some work to do. Les Smith. Eh. Really? Ben LeMay. Oh, wow. Esper and Goggles. No? Yeah. yeah. Les Smith, because uh, he's starring in these Suzuki commercials. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good for him. Brian, what's up? You got a Justin what, Hill question? Jeez, man. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up, man? What's happening? Wage is your favorite blind guy. Um, oh, Brian. What's yeah. up, man? That's, yep. How are you, sir? Brian is blind. Uh, so he Brian, really appreciates good audio. Don't uh, screw this yeah, up, Mathis. Yeah, no, I, I, we work on audio perfection on this show. Yep, that's for Brian's business. Good to see my guy, T-Hon, back. That is perfect because, hey, beats a guy that uh, that can't use their own eyes. So, hey, whatever works, right? Yep. So, yep. so um, quick question for you guys. I'm wondering with – I thought Justin Hill, man, was going to be the guy. Obviously, struggling a bit. But I'm wondering with that, because I'm also thinking Moosecan will be the guy in the East. Are you guys surprised at all? He's uh, he's not racing anything on the West? Or do you think that's a KTM or an Alden Baker decision? Or Yeah, I think it's a KTM what? thing. They don't, they don't normally do it. Uh, uh, Moosecan came up for Daytona one year. Um, yep. Moosecan and Roxanne have raced plenty of them. They race them on 350. They do that all the time. Roxon yeah. almost yeah, that's, won that's against Shorty. That's what I was yeah. saying. That's I bet, exactly what I was saying. I would bet, especially if Hill struggles, you know, the rest of the way. I wonder if they they would, might bring him out east to race some four fifties, maybe even just to take a little pressure off of him. I would wonder or three fifties, whichever. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, it's a definite possibility. I think the Justin yeah. Hill thing. Uh, people need to calm down again. I'm not saying you're freaking out, Brian, 
But uh, he was yeah. sick this weekend. He's won two heat races in two weeks. Um, yep. Not great, but uh, just let's, uh, let's give it some time. Bowers I think is the guy, bro. Might be a little hot, though. I think it's a good idea, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. Remember, he rode really well at uh, Monster Cup. I think KTM is one of the few brands, first of all, that even has a team that they don't need to switch teams. They can just do either class. They're one of the few factory teams that race in both divisions, and they've done it before. Roxon has ridden 350s and 450s all over the place yep. in his 250 yep. days. So, no, I think it's a definite yeah. uh, possibility. No, definitely. And, I mean, they, I know Anderson was looking at doing that last year, but with him being in the championship uh, hunt, he didn't end up doing it uh, last year. But, yeah, like you said, they often do that quite a bit. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. Why, As for Muscan, he was going to race to 350 on the east uh, on the west last year and got hurt. Yep. So maybe yeah. they're like, dude, we cannot take any more chances with yeah. this guy. Wise words from Weege and Steve. Good for you guys, and thanks for not thanks for not bringing me into the wrestling conversation. Man, that would have been boring. Yeah, come on, that's good stuff. Boring for everybody but Jason Wygant. Come on, uh, yeah. thanks, 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 Brian. Take care. See you, Brian. All right, uh, Sinjin. Yeah. You Nobody said, cares, bro. You said you weren't going to call in because until I did interviews with Jimmy. F you, dude. Well, Jimmy had such a good race this weekend, fucker. Oh, there's classic Sinjin for you. Took four words. That guy's going down. Hey, suck it, Weege. Fuck it. <laughs> suck it. You know where that came from. Degeneration hey, you X. guys, I fooled all you idiots. <laughs> 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 What's up? You love it, huh? You love it, huh, bro? I hey, knew. Weech, I knew it wasn't. I, I just. I know. I know. I, well, do you think you would give me any credit, even if you were? No, I knew right away. I'm just like, huh? What? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna start cussing big time, but oh, that would have been good. Did, yeah. What's up? I, I never. I never saw. You still you don't know who it is. No, I didn't get to get the report. You don't know who it is. No, I know who it is. Oh, no. okay, okay. I, he, right. I. I wanted to get the report so bad. The. Uh, the uh, doctor's note: the sick day. Oh. The sick ah! day. Watson, more excited for Anaheim. <laughs> Watson, more. His ex- cycle lose headline. Watson, oh. more excited for Anaheim one win, or more excited at hearing the news in Phoenix. <laughs> Somebody had a sick day. <laughs> Toss up. Right. Toss up. Right. 50, right. 50. <laughs> I told. <laughs> by the way, I told Matt that this 200th show has to be called the Moto Show. Has to go back. Hey, it's the Moto Show. Hey, I I wanted I wanted so bad just to just to to just watch Paul all weekend too. <laughs> was clipboard? Uh, yeah, I was bummed. Like, I mean, it sucked that he was sick. I mean, he must have been really sick not to show up. But right, I was, I was just I just wanted to bust his balls all day. But oh man, it was a bummer because I know his team missed him because it, it wasn't looking like he was too smooth over there without him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for, I, I don't want to give it away what we're doing for show 200. Oh, it's not known? No. Oh. But is this going to be a problem? <laughs> not with me. I'm good. No, it's not because what I noticed, it was a brilliant move, uh, the dynamic between these two, the, the brief, what, three? How, how long uh, about three shows, three, three shows. four shows, yeah. It was the Kenny just relentlessly destroying him and now Paul being like oh no we're cool we just bust on each other all the time but the busting was one way it was Kenny busting him and did I gotta he go. ever did he ever bust anything on you I don't know no no but the best the best was when he said no we're cool but I quit <laughs> yeah how cool the one of my biggest regrets in my life is that the one show where they were arguing about J-Law got really bad and my my the show dropped, and I, I didn't. I missed about twelve minutes, and it was when they were going to throw down. 
and it's gone forever. Was, it's gone forever. Was, Here in the house? That was great radio. I don't uh, know. Well, Kenny wouldn't throw down. Neither one of you would really. But it got it got heated. Kenny about, would throw down. About J-Law. He could throw down. Kenny wouldn't throw down. Yeah, he would. <laughs> okay, all right, he would. Yeah. Pookie's drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pookie's drinking. Good call, Kato. I love her when she drinks. Yeah. But uh, uh, show 200 people will, will, will – no one's listening this late. Paul Lindsay and Kenny Watson are coming back in. And we are going to settle this best co-host thing. Once and for all. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. No. I look forward to it. I really do. Yeah. I she- mean, I bust, Paul's, I bust Paul's balls all the time. But you know what? When I first met Paul Lindsay, I was busting his balls. When I went to Japan with him, and he made more money playing poker on the airplanes than he did racing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, maybe you should just play poker because you're not making that much money racing. And he goes, how do you know what I make? I'm going to Indonesia next week. I'm going here. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's made a good, you know, he, a lot of people don't know, but Paul was like an international racer. He might not have done too well in the States, but that guy traveled all over the world and race. So yeah, you got to give it to him there. And he's yeah. well-rounded and, and then he's calling him he's, sick in Phoenix. Yeah. He's calling it sick, but the guy always has his hand in something. He's always, he's a hustler. Like yeah. him or not, he's, he's going for it. Can't wait. And, Someone uh, else I know. He's uh, always also a hustler. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wonder if this is the thing that he told us about. If people want to go back and see, we should you should get those sound drops, Steve. About when Paul said, "I'm working on a really big deal. I'll be back at the races in the next year or two. I wondered if this was what it was. <laughs> I don't know because that was 2012. Wow. That was, was 2012. Three years put together. Was that <laughs> yeah, the time that where Rock I said River, gonna... that, I mean that that uh, Rockwell watch team. Uh, you know, a lot has changed in the last two years. If you guys have noticed, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot has changed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the only thing that has changed over there are the watches in their display case from year to year. <laughs> and they are pitching watches. Like, oh, and last week, by the way. Yeah, Timmy got one, too, because he was honored as a legend and a hero. I'm wearing Oh, one. him, too. That's cool. They gave me the same thing. I just didn't have the whole presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Your time will come. The guy, just walked, the guy just walked up and said, hey, man, need a watch. And I'm like, yeah. And he bolted it on. And he goes, a true legend. And I said, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> did they wheel? Did they wheel Wardy's eighty-seven KX stuff to you? <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing like that. Oh nothing man. Like that, but, okay. But all right, you guys. I was just thinking about. I I was just thinking. I didn't even know Weeds was on the show. One of my buddies called me, and I said, uh, "I got. I want to ask that guy if he went over there and looked at that sweet setup." No, like, I, I didn't. I didn't. You know me. I'm not going to slum it. I'm. Uh, you're. Uh... It's even tough now. The series points leader, you have to walk halfway down the did you road. Have, did you have Jimmy Jones this, this weekend? No, didn't have Jimmy. I mean, I, didn't get there I, I missed it too. Yeah. I missed it. I walked Jones. by there like fifteen times looking for Watson. I never saw him outside the truck. Not one time. No, he big time now. Yeah, right. Big time. Yeah, right. I'd I was quality. on the microphone. I had push-up contests. I had all kinds of stuff. Not when on. I was there. I had quality bro down time over at uh, RCH. Never I saw Kenny place. escorting yeah. some of the, the the trophy girls somewhere. They had a good pit spot though, like yeah. right there in that middle yeah. section. Lots yeah. Kenny yeah. Roxon, bro, right. and Brock Tickle, ex Brand's own voice leader. Right. I took hey, you looking out, Pook. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll, see you. I'll try. Guys. I'll try again at A two. No, A two more than welcome. Come by. Lunch is served at one. You got to get there. Early because the sandwiches go freaky fast, and the vegetarian nice. ones go even yeah. more nice. freaky fast. Nice. <laughs> yep, we have those too. Do not. All right, yeah, we do. We have veggie sandwiches, and we have the special new number ninety four. 
Shut up. Nice. <laughs> Kenny made a sandwich. Hey, uh... Yep, it's just bread and champagne. <laughs> I don't even want to laugh. I don't even want to laugh. Bread and champagne. Get that well, noise. That's it, buddy. Yeah, it's going in the mag. It's going in the mag. Going that's a noise race. drop for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Watson. Hey, what? Wait. What? Do you know a good eye doctor in Vegas? Because my eyes are still burning from the champagne from the last two years. <laughs> Look at a hey, one podium in 18 years, two in two weeks, no. and he's cocky as shit. <laughs> we got to figure out his daughter with the trophy, oh, chick God. with the trophy, yeah. family with happened. the trophy, everybody. Hey, hey everybody, hey. come here. We want a trophy. Come here. They've gone from hey. I got Daniel McCoy ready in the lounge, in the lounge ready to this. <laughs> It's quite the tale. Killing it. Yeah. Hey, Mathis does know an eye doctor who is willing to do LASIK surgery on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Is that not a scary problem? That was the, what, that was the only day you were available? He's Jewish. It was fine for him. <laughs> what are you doing, Watson? What's, <laughs> what's going on there? Hey. I hear this well, sucking noise. There's something wrong with my phone. Nothing, but okay. did, you do your eye, did you do your eye surgery? Yes, Christmas Eve. I got LASIK. Christmas Eve. How did that, that work out for you? It's awesome, man. I can see so much clearer. Is that a Weston Pike reference? <laughs> yeah. I can tell who Weston Pike and Albertson are out there. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, I need to figure that one out because I get those two guys mixed up. I'm like halfway through the main, I'm all, dude, Albertson's ripping. See? <laughs> I'm all, wait a minute. That's Pike. Well, that says a lot for Pike because he's lost so much weight, doesn't even look like him out there no more. See, that's what I'm saying. True. How did, hey, Pike wrote awesome, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah, he yeah. did. Dude, and, like, I guess he's going to try to race this weekend mm-hmm. with a pin in his foot. Yeah. Like, I want to call him and go, Weston, you're not a privateer no more. You don't have to race. <laughs> yeah. No one's, no one's taking your bike away. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will, will still get paid. Koi is rich. He will pay you. <laughs> Dada. Uh, yep. Watson, who do you hit the panic button on first after two races? Reed, Barsha, Wilson, or Brayton? None of them. They'll be fine. Or Roxon. Do you hit the panic button on Roxon? Roxon. Roxon for sure. He had to go to the semi. Roxon struggling. Roxon got rocked. Or (laughs) Roxon rocked him. Or Roxon rocks him. Yep. Hey, did you notice in the in the heat race, the guy on the Suzuki hit the Suzuki tough block? Yeah. Tough block on his bike. Yeah, I know. Every I saw time that, that Suzuki yeah. block. Yeah. You guys are marketing yeah. geniuses. No doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt. Innovators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for recognizing. <laughs> Innovators. Hey, but Coy Gibbs coming in strong with that bounce house. Yeah. Trying to take the title oh, yeah. away from you. He wants that belt. <laughs> it's brilliant. Dude, I called Coy and I'm like, I was just busting him on the mall. Dude, how much that thing cost? And he told me, and then he goes, well, that's without the graphics. I'm all, boy, I'm just kidding. That thing is lame. Oh. <laughs> they had a bounce house in the pits? Yeah, you'll see oh, it this weekend. Go buy, go buy it and uh, ask to, to jump on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, love the, I love the JGR, Wiener Schnitzel, RCH, Jimmy John's rivalry. Game changer. Yep. And they've uh, gone yeah. all the way to the top now. Gibbs, Coy bags on Watson and his smoke machines and uh, whatever else, and Watson. Yeah, ba- bouncy house and yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I remember at the first race, it all started like we uh, both of our teams started the first year, and like we we had smoke shows, go go dancers, beer pong, you know, all that crap, and we had a lot of people. 
But all Coy Gibbs had under his tent was a NASCAR. He had Tony Stewart's car, and they started it. And everyone ran away from my pit and went over there to look at a, a car just revving up. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't understand that. It's like you go to a, a drag race, and in the pits, they fire up a funny car, and all these people run and stand right next to it with alcohol burning in your eyes, and they're just like, yeah! I'm like... What is cool about that? It's actually pretty I awesome. I don't get it. The nitrous going in your eyes. It's a, it's, it's definitely an experience. All right. Nitrile. Yeah. That actually says a lot. Hey, we like spelling wise and things like yeah. that. Who would, win, oh, you're a dick. who would win in a grudge match? The Bushwhackers. Nice. Bushwhackers. Nice. Those are those who got Luke yeah. and Butch. Mm-hmm. Or. Or. The Chic <laughs> teamed up with. He's making this up on the spot. Yeah, he's is. making this up on the spot right now. Yeah, he is. Take nope, nope, I'm not. Randy Savage. Uh, Bushwhackers are never main event level. Sheik and uh, Savage would do some serious damage. I yeah. love that he's actually like got this down. They were never main eventers. Bushwhackers, just a gimmick. What does that mean, main eventers? What do they you were mean? never in the main event. Oh, 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 yeah. They were the, never the, the closest title fight. you could get to the end of the show is is what level you'd be. Who yeah. who won? The one time they put every wrestler in the ring. To Raw Raw. Oh, they do that every year. No, Andre, Andre the Giant. They just, every, like, 14 dudes, you get thrown out, you're out. Yeah, oh, they do it every year. Oh, they did? It used to be called Battle Royals, and they I made it was one just huge one, one, Royal one time, yeah. and it was never done before, and never done no, since. No, no, Battle Royals happen all the time. Who won it? Who, 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 like, who won the first one ever? Who was, subscribe to who the was shit. consistently the best in those? Kind of Andre bummed me out. Yeah, Andre the Giant, they'd always be like, how can I even throw him over the ropes? He weighs 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, they blew. it was cool to have, like, specialists. Yokozuna. But then at one point, they just had Hogan start winning. I'm like, oh, come on. He already gets all the other stuff. <laughs> right. He's got to be good at this, too. Right, right. Come on, man. So there was never some weirdo upset. Hey, what time's your flight? We each out of here. One. Yeah. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. That's not, yeah, I got to yeah. leave. We got to go. We just got to catch a flight. What, a red eye? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back oh, to Charlotte crap. so I can go hang out with Koi tomorrow. <laughs> you had to do that, didn't you? Now we've got five minutes into Koi. <laughs> now we've got five minutes about hanging out with Koi. Hey, they did. Hey. Watson, you got to ask him about the JGR Christmas video that they showed to the employees. They had Koi and his brother switch, switch jobs. Koi had to run the NASCAR team. And so Koi's put a tie on, so he just wears a tie over a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, he says, this is easy. i got 500 employees now. And he just walks down the hallway and just says, you're an idiot, you're fired, you're an idiot, you're a moron, you're fired, bad news, you're fired. <laughs> it's awesome. Got to ask him. Dude, man, maybe he should do that to his own race team. j <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. You're an idiot. <laughs> Pat, you're, Patty, you're fired. Well, I guess he's already started that. He's already fired a couple dudes, but yeah. they've, had a pretty, they've had a pretty long... Uh, run with their employees, but he has all solid guys. They're all good dudes. Yeah, they're pretty stable over there. Except no. for maybe, you know who, but I won't say his name. I don't know who he's... I don't even know who I, he's... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Actually, I don't know. All right. I don't know. I'll okay. J-Bone. Oh, oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, uh, we got to go for real. We just got to catch flight. Thanks for calling in, though, okay. buddy. Hey, one last question I need to ask you. Do you think I should go see Koi this weekend and say, hey, Arbet, you just want to pay me half of it now and I'll let you off the other half? 
or do you want to wait till the end and just pay me all of it? What's the bet? I don't remember the bet. Oh, all right. Barsha uh, Roxon? Yeah, Barsha would be Roxon. Oh, shit. They bet in the studio here when yeah. they were here? You should pay half that right now. Yeah, if I'm coy, yeah. I'm, cu- pay it cu- off. I'm cutting my losses. Right. Not looking good. Uh, yeah. All right, Jair. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what, Weege. You like money. Cut that deal. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a percentage of it if you can make it happen. You, you, you be my agent on this one. We'll see how you do it. I'm on it. I like All this. right. Yeah. I'm fantastic. All right. Hey, safe travel, you guys. Talk right. to you later. See you, man. Later. Uh, Kenny Watson, everybody. RCH is on Kenny Watson. Actually, it's not going to work. Coy doesn't care about the money. He doesn't need to worry about saving half by no. doing it early. Yeah. Doesn't no, care. not at all. Yeah. Um, all right. We had voicemails. We're done. We just got to catch a flight. Uh, thanks for all the voicemails. They were great. They were terrific. How did Kenny call in Fuck and trick it. me? Who did he call in under? He called, he called me oh, and then said it was You knew it was Watson. Or no? Uh, not, no, I really oh, didn't. Oh, okay. Was Sinjin in he, on it? Because I was talking no, to Sinjin. Sinjin on Twitter tonight, so I thought it was No, him. Sinjin called like five minutes after. He's like, who's this fucking prick pretending to be me? And I'm all like, <laughs> it's Watson. Do you want to go on? And he's like, yeah. And then he just hung up. So. Okay. The show started at 6 o'clock local. Yeah. And it's 11 o'clock? Yeah. Five hours. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, it's average, bro. <laughs> Remember, I stopped recording. Remember I told you I would stop recording? I'd, tell, I'd be really careful right there because it stopped automatically. Yeah. After five hours? Yeah. All right, everybody. I should tell you something. Pulp and Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thank you. Jason Wygan, hope you had fun. Uh, thanks for the wrestling talk. It was Love really, it, man. It really was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Benny, thank you for coming in the studio. Eric Bernard coming in. Jeremy McGrath, Aaron Plessinger, Eli, Eli Tomac. Thanks, Pookie, for all you did. Yeah. That was great. Jake Weimer. Oh, Jake Weimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Watson. Team W. So, Team W right now. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Ridiculous. One team place behind my first wine. draft pick. Wine. Yeah, Weiner. Yeah. I love Jake Weiner. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with David Villeman in the studio, so that should be great. And Chris Kiefer. So uh, good times there. Devin, thank you very much, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, and Benny. Congrat- I thank Benny. Oh. Congratulations on asking McGrath a question. That was- thank you. What's up? Thank you for uh, ridiculing me for the next two and a half hours after I asked those questions. Hey, MC, what's up? <laughs> I said that's his question. So, uh, hey, thanks a lot, everybody. Appreciate it. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.